to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, August 29th, 6 o'clock Pacific. We are live in Las Vegas, not far from the Lions Den. Thanks for listening, everybody. Really appreciate it. We have a great amount of sponsors and a great amount of fans listening, and uh, we have great partners, and, uh, and you, and you make it all possible, and we're, we're happy. Thank you. 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. We're going to give away some stuff tonight, and uh, we're going to have a good old time. All right? So have a good time, damn it. Okay? All right. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, Nitro Circus, Two Under, all on board with us tonight. And uh, please check out sponsor deals under PulpMXShow.com if you want to save with a lot of our guys. And uh, we appreciate that. They're, re- they're reporting record revenues from PulpMX listeners, and we appreciate that. You can save by listening to uh, PulpMX, unless you're Doug. And if you're Doug... You write an email that says, Dear Pulp MX, what is happening to the show? Same old guests, same old content. I used to listen to every show without fail, but now I really don't care if I miss it or not. What are you going to do? It's a sad day for the sport. Sorry, Doug. Our bad. We'll try to do What's better. Uh, we really, 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 really. I really don't care. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Andrew Short will be on BTO Sports KTM. Andrew Short, retired. He will be on. Uh, will Hahn will be on to talk about Australian Supercross Team Manager of the Year for the Outdoors. Kyle Bentley will be on from the RCA Suzuki team. Uh, we'll have a Gear Alloy cold call. We will have a BTO Sports tweet at Travis. We'll have X-Brand goggle tear-offs. We'll have Race Tech emails, and we'll have NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, and uh, as well as the NFAB uh, JGR check-in. Um, uh, we appreciate you guys all um, coming on board with us tonight, and let, let's go along. Um, let's go a merry ride. Let's try to do that. All right. Uh, don't forget, you can get the Pulp Mix app. Don't get it now. Get the new app. It's coming out real soon. Amazon. If you are making a purchase on Amazon, go to pulpmx.com. Click on the Amazon banner, and um, you can make your purchase, and we'll get a small slice of it, and we can afford to uh, uh, get people up into the sh- into the studio every week, like our current co-host, and uh, also. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com. Those people get uh, some t-shirts, some goodies, and some early access to uh, podcasts. So please check out patreon.com, Pulp Mix on there if you want to help out. You don't have to, but if you want to, that'd be great. Uh, so like I said, uh, co-host time. Uh, he is a former 250 Supercross champion, winning member of Motocross the Nation's team, 450 Supercross podium, uh, 450 outdoor podium guy, former factory rider for Kawasaki, current RCA Suzuki rider. He is jumping Jake Weimer. What's up, Jake? Hello. Welcome back to the studio for three, third time? Yeah, third time. Third time. Yeah. Wow. You know, we've had RV up here, but only as a guest. You might be... The fastest co-host we've ever had, like all along, the, the guy who sticks in all show. Uh, hasn't haven't you had Villeman in here a few times? I mean, he won a lot of races. Not now though. 
I mean, right now, you're faster than Villeman. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. Villeman was pretty good, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, Andrew Short, Kyle Bentley, Will Hahn coming on. Jake Wyman will be on. Love having Jake Wyman in here because you're honest, almost to a fault. Some would say. Uh, you're interesting. You've got a good look at the sport from all, all sides. And, uh, yeah, it's great to have your insight, I think. Uh, and I don't think at all that uh, – Lame. I don't think you're lame at all, Watson. I think, I think so, it's great. Well, I, I appreciate uh, it. Taking your calls, producing the show. Oh, Adam Cincerillo's been in, too, people said. So, yeah. Uh. I think I've won more races than yeah, he has. Yeah, suck it, AC. Um, <laughs> taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down over there, 702-586-PULP. You can call. Uh, he directs everything. He's building the new app as we speak over there on Company Time. Travis Marks, what's up, T-Dogs? Hello, Steve. What's up, Marks Dog? What's happening? Ah, uh, Steve Dog. You'd never met Weimer before. No, I had uh, not. But you guys now are introduced, and we, I immediately produced... Uh, that the MX fails video. That is you're this in. known? Because uh, well, I think yeah, everybody yeah. should no. see this. Yeah. No. It is no. phenomenal. It's my, it's, my wow. first, it's my first thing I say is that's Travis Marks, and he was on MX fails. That's how you picked him. Yeah. To, that's no. like, all right, this is this is put him over the top. No, he's, he's in. He's a dune goon, <laughs> and he's in it. So, yeah. uh, Travis Marks, everybody, how is the app coming along? I just uh, berated you before showtime. You sure um, did. Um, for not. I didn't see any improvements in the last For few not weeks. Updating, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it's coming good. Most of the stuff is done. Uh, I just have to merge the files and and push it up for testers and. Uh, Wait, I, it's I, not up for testing. I have no, it. So I, I, no, I mean the new version. Oh. You submit a new version of te- for testing. Okay. All um, right. And barring any major setbacks, I think we're uh, good to go. So maybe a week. Uh, we'll be good. A week to test or a week to be no, in the I'm app store? Like, well, depending on app review time, uh, which I think is like two or three days right now, I'm going to push to try to get it out before I, next show. I'm only on you because I, I love it. I love the work you've done. Is this Thank a you. new Pulp MX app? Yes. yes. Okay. Do you have I old... have a couple complaints about the old one. <laughs> well, Those complaints will be uh, nullified. Fixed. Yes. Okay. And if they're not... Dune goon over there. <laughs> I know is, how to is, contact. Yes. Uh, no. The the new app is approximately 176 times better than the old app. Huh. So that's just uh, an approximation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so well, um, that's a pretty significant difference. And even so. though he, even though he took a shot to the head after the Dune goon <laughs> crash, he still was able to remember everything to build this app. So um, Andrew Short's coming on. Will Hahn, Kyle Bentley. Uh, we got your uh, vo- voicemails, emails coming on up. We got to talk Indiana. Of course, uh, Jason Thomas will be on as well. But um, first up, Jake, uh, RCA Suzuki got you as a fill-in rider from Team Tedder early in Supercross. You're still on RCH? Do we call <laughs> RCH Suzuki Jake Weimer? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I had a deal with them through Supercross. And um, they're a great group of guys um, who clearly know what they're doing. Um, yeah, clearly. But, yeah, I've been on buddies with a bunch of them. And, like I said, my deal was through Supercross. And then I kind of went on a bit of a, a few months off with uh, an operation that I had. And then when I started riding again, they've they provided me with a bike and helped me out. And mm-hmm. I don't have a deal with them, but, I mean, they still help me out. So, I don't know. <laughs> now, um... You've been riding outdoors. You're back. You had the arm. You yeah. had a, you had your plate taken yeah. out of your arm. Was causing you some problems in Supercross, yeah. and uh, and you've been riding outdoors. And then, why in the hell 
do I got to find out you're doing this dumb <laughs> SMX cup on Twitter? <laughs> They'll call it dumb. <laughs> well, it's if everybody's, hey, if they're writing me a check, I ain't calling it dumb. It's a big deal, man. But you're in. You're doing the SMX yeah. cup. It's sort of a manufacturer's supercross designations, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How I, did I, that deal come about? How so, did, Paul Parabinos. Yes, I'm familiar. He was at <clears throat> one of the earlier GPs this year. I'm not even sure where he was at. Uh huh. He probably um, doesn't know where he was at. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he knows. Anyway, he he said something to me um, about it, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, oh, they've been promoting it big time at the GPs. So I did a little bit of research, and and him and I talked about it. And I was like, hey, that might be a pretty cool deal for me to do and, you know, mm-hmm. get get in the mix a little bit. And it is far enough away that I have some time to get ready, you know, coming off the yeah. surgery and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I've. I got a hold of Stefan Everts, and we talked about it for a little bit. And then, yeah, I, I committed to doing that, I don't know, a few, few days ago. Not yeah. that long ago. Okay. And you're Tough. in. Yeah, I'm in. Um, I'll be in Germany. And you have a factory bike? You bring your RCH stuff over, I I'm going to bring some stuff, yeah. We're still Suspension kinda, and yeah, whatever, yeah. But we're still sorting a couple things out. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, it's just a it's supercross race, right? Like, well, I've see, that's that one stadium. thing I got to kind of figure out is I don't I don't know how supercrossy it's going to be, yeah. so I'm going to have to try and figure that out a little bit to, uh-huh. so that I kind of know like what I, to bring. You know, I went to that arena with Nick Way back in the day. It's really big. It's got yeah. a big floor. Yep, I so knew that. It could be a big track. Yeah, it's I not going to be arena cross. I think it's going to be know? more, from what I'm understanding, is. More like Monster Cup rather than Supercross, yeah, you know. Right. I don't think it's going to be. Who are like, your teammates? Um, Jeremy Sewer, and then the new kid that they picked the, up I'm from not, Poland or from Russia or something. Uh, I'm not even sure where yeah. he's from, but I think he got like seventh last weekend. That the guy that's replacing Townley. Uh, Townley, yeah, that guy. I, yeah. I'm not even 100 percent sure of his name. I'll look right now. There's people, but, no, people will hit, hit hit us up in the chat room, but um, yeah. So, um, and that's your teammates, and you're going yep. over uh, and. You're getting paid to go over? Ar- Arminus? Arminius. Arminius? I don't know. Jasiconis? Okay. I don't know. He's yeah. Tall. Uh, you know what? It'll be a lot like being being teammates with RV where you don't talk to him all day. You know? <laughs> I mean, so. Well, um, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> uh, we had RV on a couple weeks ago. He's going to Australia. And, yeah. And yeah. uh, uh, he doesn't think he can beat Cooper Webb or Chad Reed. <laughs> but Nick Way was on yeah. and said, as soon as one of those guys talks crap to you or says something in the media about, you know, RV's old and we got this guy covered, he's going to have the biggest chip on his shoulder. No, again. I don't. He, no, I've talked to him about it because I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're going, you're out of retirement. Dude, it's so much money. I'm not out of retirement. I'm just, yeah. I'm going to go do this. Right. I'm like, well, right. I mean, how serious are we taking this? Like, are we like full, are we boot camp? Like, really going <laughs> to, and we he's like, camp? well, no, I mean, I'm going to. I'm gonna get ready, but he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be safe. I said to him, "You're not beating Webb or Chad. Calm down. You might not even beat Reardon and those dudes." I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. He's been riding at some local Washington I know, track. But I mean, he hadn't ridden for a few months. I'll just throw this one in there okay. for a few months after he got hurt at the GP, uh-huh. broke his back or yeah, what, yeah. whatever he did when he looped out. When he looped out, yep. And then he showed up at Monster Cup. Not having ridden Supercross, or and it's not full blown Supercross, no, but no. and I think that second practice session, he was like, maybe I don't know, he was up there. I think 
No, I yeah. think he was like twelfth. No, I don't think not in the second one. I no? don't think. Okay, I, I don't. I didn't see the times, but somebody told me yeah. like, it, was it him? Did he tell you that? No, no, it wasn't him. <laughs> he would tell it wasn't you. Him. <laughs> um. Anyway, so you're getting paid to go to this thing, this SMX Cup. Like, you're, is this worth your while? Yeah, it's worth. I mean, it's worth it okay. for me to go. But I mean, it's it's just something. Um, that yeah, I, I mean, feel people... like is good. And and you know what? Another thing too is that what? Suzuki's been really fair with mm-hmm. me, and they. They yeah, you have, have a, to you help have a full me out. works bike right now. Yeah, right, yeah, right, they, yeah. I mean, they don't have to be helping me out, and they are. So it's something cool that I feel like I can go. Mm-hmm. You know, I can be an asset to the team, and it's yeah. good for me to well, something I, for me to do, and something that'll be fun. I think a lot of people may think you possibly could be dead. You haven't been around. Dead? I mean, you know, I hope they don't think I'm dead. But no, but you know, in this sport, right, yeah, right, right. You never know. Actually, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there is some good coffee from Pookie tonight. Mm. Yeah. She crushed it. <laughs> um, uh, you know Christina at uh, Rock River mm-hmm. and Roost MX, their company. Yep. RoostMX.net bringing you Jake Weimer on the show tonight. Uh, use the code PulpNation and uh, save yourself 20% at RoostMX.net whether you want a whole pulp kit with pulp stickers. Jake, you know all about pulp stickers. Mm, I do. Uh, or if you don't like pulp, and you, but you just want graphics for your bike or, or, or you want shirts done for you or team shirts, go to RoostMX.net. Uh, they're not your average graphic company. They've been around for a long time. 48-hour turnaround these guys have, too, as well. So uh, Pulp Nation saves you 20%. If you want some stickers, graphics, uh, anything custom-made, uh, these are your people. Um, are we doing a 2017 Pulp MX Weimer helmet sticker? program that's up to you you i mean you kind of turned ugly on me <laughs> on that deal <laughs> i turned ugly on you yeah tweeting like oh you know that that wasn't my doings i mean well uh, you were kind of being a jerk about it oh <laughs> you don't lie right now don't lie <laughs> you don't think you were being a jerk about it absolutely not okay first of all the deal was for the first eight races of the year. And I gave you one more race. Well, I forgot the sticker at the first round. <laughs> and the money. And then you so, said, it don't, that counts, bro. I know, but but, but I the, gave you the race. In the end, you did give me round, yes, round nine. nine yeah, yes. round nine, you took the sticker off. and then After round nine. After round nine, yeah, you, you took the sticker off. Um, I mean, I think like it helped you get a factory ride. It really, you, you did your best results in years. I think the fans were getting invested in your program a little bit. They're caring about you. Or are you going to be like Phil, where Phil says the Pulp fans just give him problems? No. <laughs> no. <sighs> you know, just they bug the shit out of I them. mean, what do you want to offer me? Let's just get it done right now. Well, where are you riding next year? Well, I don't know. I'm Jake Weimer either way. shouldn't matter. Don't, wow, don't I'm Jake fuck. Weimer, bitch. Well, either either you're sponsoring me because you like me. I mean, come no, on, No, dude. no, it no, 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 yeah, no. You see, know. Don't, don't put you this know, on me. You know how this industry works. You get more money. I know, money, but I don't like that. I you, want you to just. You get more money from a gear company if you're on a factory team. I know that. Right. So if you're on Tether again, I will have to look at other options. What do you mean other options? Like you could be in the mix with a bunch of other guys for that spot. Who? Other guys. Who will gladly take my money? Well, then you need to sit on this and think about it and come back with me once you have made some decisions and you've narrowed it down oh, at least. Okay. I right. mean, it doesn't even seem like we're close to, <laughs> to making a deal here. Do you feel like uh, like you, your publicity, your image, your aura, your brand went up after you put the sticker on? I, I don't know if I would say that, but I would say I got a little more 
um, attention from some people. Thank you. Pulp fans. Thank you. Not, Thank you. I wouldn't so, say in general, but it, for sure the Pulp fans really. I'm trying to twist this into some way where the, you can the, pay me. Yeah, you you're, you're going to have to go back to work and figure out another uh, angle. I'll tell you what, though. Look, I'm pissed off because um, – no, no, not about the sticker thing. We'll, we'll work oh, okay. that out. Okay. okay. Uh, um, also, too, uh, the assholes at Bell. <laughs> <laughs> not again. Let's not go down that I road mean, do again. They, do they need any more stickers on their helmets? Come on. Come on, Ben. Why are you talking to me about this? I mean, you can directly talk to them and be like, hey, hey guys. and they are good guys. Don't, hey, don't good helmet, that on them. Good helmet, good product, good company, I'm sure. Yep. Let's, let's keep it to only six Bell stickers per helmet, guys. Bell, I don't think Flex, there's more than six. There was five when we counted last time. Okay, well, you said six. They, got, they can put one more on. Five stickers of your brand on that helmet. Like, really? I'd, listen. Well, what I'm saying is this takes away from pulp spots. Dude. You had right up front and center. You were good. Don't. Yeah, I, I you're needed, trying, you're I making excuses right now. I could have used better. Uh, hey, let's get to this phone call before we get too far into this because uh, this guy's calling from uh, Saudi Arabia. Jason, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, what's up, bud? You're from Saudi Arabia? You hey. live in Saudi Arabia? What are you doing? Yeah, I'll work here right now. Hey, listen, let's, let's end this argument right now. Steve, you get a tattoo of Jake Weimer now on your talking. chest. Jake Weimer run that Pulp MX sticker. I got to get a Weimer Deal. tattoo on your chest. We can get yeah. it done tonight. <laughs> We're, in Vegas. Huntington. We're in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think he should get a pulp, st- a pulp tattoo, Jason, for all I've done for him. <laughs> 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 What's up, bud? Right on. Uh, so I'm going to the destinations for the first time this year. I don't know if you guys have been to Italy, but uh, what what should I expect? What to do while we're there? Um, uh, you're going to Milan. I got my family yeah. the VIP tickets. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're you're flying into Milan. Milan's a beautiful city. Down downtown is awesome. Uh, you've been there, Jake? Milan. I raced as nations in Italy. Yeah, but flew but, into Milan. Oh, okay. Did you spend time in Milan? Not a bunch. There's like a massive, no. really nice church right downtown. Um, there's tons of, you know, all those towns in Italy, like they're, they block them off and they have re- restaurants and bars and, and really cool things to do in the center of town. So Milan's a cool, cool city. If you're, you and your family or your chicks into like fashion and like high-end stores, which I'm not, but like you're talking about Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all those places, Milan's got tons of shopping like that. Like they're really known for their shopping. So, uh, Wait, is, I, is that where everyone flies into? Yeah, in everyone flies into Milan. I think everybody's staying by the airport. There's tons of hotels by the airport, um, so we're all staying there. Um, and uh, the track I've never been to, but I mean, you have VIP tickets, so you'll have like access to probably like a nice tent with some drinks and stuff like that. Uh, you'll be blown away though, dude. Like, there's there'll be so many crazy fans there. It'll be insane. Yeah, nice. And they all want to kill Wait, Americans. I'm just kidding about that. But, yeah. um, no, it'll be it'll be fun, man. You'll love it. It's it's. I always tell everybody, like seriously, gotta go to destinations in Europe. It's 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 50 better than destinations in USA. Fans are insane. They pack it. Uh, my Instagram last year, I took videos of the of the the race in France. It's it's, it's nuts. So uh, you'll be blown away, man. Nice. All okay. right, I'm gonna get back to these Saudi roads before I get run over. Yeah, please do. Be careful. Thanks, bud. <laughs> All right, All right see you. So uh, back to Jake Weimer. So um, Kyle Bentley won Team Manager of the Year. Your yep. teammate Kenny Roxon. I mean, is, yep. he, is he your teammate? Can we call I, him your teammate? I don't know. When you were kind of a fill-in, like nobody really, you know. You yeah. Know? I mean, so what was I really? Um, Kyle Bentley won Team Manager of the Year, though. I've known him for a long time. Yep. I call him Roadblock 
because that was his nickname back in the, like the Jimmy Wilson days when he worked for Jimmy Wilson. Yeah, that was and, Yeah, me. and then he worked for Pro Circuit, of course, for Purcell for a number of years, Triple X, yeah. Motor Triple X before Pro Circuit. Um, um, was he on PC when you were there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Uh, what's he like as a manager? We're going to have him on later, but, you know, we'll talk. I, I feel like maybe nobody talks about him. No, I mean, he's cool. He does his own thing, and I, I think <sighs> – but he's he's pretty funny. Like he's it's funny because Kyle like like he's his personality is like very like get it done aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like but he's he's a mellow guy, yeah. but but he's very just like get it done. Like he um like and he's like I don't know how to explain it, but surfing i mean he taught okay. me how to surf yeah. like you know and he's like he's a big yeah. dude yeah and he taught me how to surf where i remember we we're in a rental car at one race and he's like i mean he's driving like he's mario andretti like <laughs> i mean unreal <laughs> and mark johnson's in the passenger seat giving him directions and dude i'm not kidding we're we're ripping i think we were in maybe atlanta okay and i'm in the back seat like bro like <laughs> he's like Jake, I just never got the opportunity. I'm an athlete. I just never got the opportunity. Like he's just like he's a yeah, funny yeah. dude, right. but he's like a go yeah. like just go getter, get it done. Yeah. But no, he's Kyle's a cool dude, and uh, like I feel like maybe people don't understand. Like maybe some people like I've had people because Watson's been a big part of this show yeah. uh, for a long time, and people know him. They think Kenny's a team manager. Ken, now Kenny's never said that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He doesn't claim to be, but people are like oh Hart's a team manager or Ricky or Watson. Like they don't, or Mark Johnson, and they yeah. don't understand. Like for the last couple of years, Kyle Bentley has been running the team. Yeah, Mark's a consultant. Watson's doing the marketing thing. Yep. Hart's not around. It's, well, it's I don't Kyle, think it, maybe people you know, don't know that because I don't. It didn't used to be like that. No, right? I know, I mean, but they don't realize that this guy has evolved yeah. into that. Where the last few years, I think, like you said, Kyle's been the team manager. But yeah, Kyle's. I think he's a good team manager because he won championships with Purcell, and he's yeah. worked with a few different riders and. So I think he understands the racing side, um, talking to the riders, you know, clear down yeah. to track or lines or whatever, yeah. you know, and a lot of team managers have probably, not. I don't know about a lot, but there's definitely a handful of them that have maybe never yeah. ridden or, or raced at that level or, and, and he's been involved. So he's real knowledgeable. And, I could be a team manager because if Kyle is and Kyle won a title, I could be what Kyle, I was a mechanic. Don't you feel I'd be a great team manager? I don't know. I mean, I feel like... What? I don't know. I'd be a great team manager. I feel like you might get walked all over. What? <laughs> like, you just be like, come on, guys, let's get it together. And they're like, yeah, whatever, dude, get out of here. <laughs> well, like, you not, try to give a motivation that's speech. That's not being walked like, over. That's <laughs> being ignored. That's being ignored. Yeah, but that's you the... can't ignore, Kyle. Like, you're going to yeah, listen to Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I well, mean, I'm... I'm, yeah. I'm no, I, I know. Um, hey, I so, think you could do it, yeah. Uh, here, here's the thing where I'm pissed off, though, like where I started saying. I, I don't remember what I started, what I, what I delved into. But uh, yourself, Dean Wilson, uh, 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 Justin Bogle, Brock Tickle, um, Bichelia, um Chisholm. Um, I'm missing some dudes. I know. Um, I'm talking about, uh, Will Hahn. You guys, there's nothing left. Like, we don't know if RCH is going racing next year. We think they are. And they, I would bet on if they race, they will keep Brock Tickle. So there's, like, one spot left that, like, eight fast dudes are going for. Mm-hmm. 
Like, what's wrong with our sport where a guy like you and look, okay, yeah, I'm kissing your ass because you're sitting in front of me and we're friends. But for not literally, you're not. But no, you're you finished 10th in the 450 Supercross points. Uh, yes, you were injured the last couple of years, but you podiumed. You finished 10th in the points. Um, you know, you're not a, a Kenny Roxon level. Sorry, uh, my bad. Chris Bloss would block me forever for saying that probably. But um, <laughs> but you are a very good rider. Justin Bogle is an up-and-coming rising star. Dean Wilson won a heat race this year. Yeah, he's had injury problems, but Dean has logged fast laps time and time again. And my point is Brayton. I miss Brayton. Um, Brayton. Brayton, great Supercross guy. You guys, there's not enough rides. Mm-mm. Yeah, What's I going mean, I don't, I don't really know what to say. I mean, it's it's kind of a weird spot to be in, I guess. I mean, I, I mean it's I, bullshit. I would never be the first one to sit here and tell you that I'm the first guy that should be signed. I mean, there's guys that are better than me right now, but it's it's a little bit tough to swallow to think that I can't get a job. There's potential. I mean, I would think there's got to be something in between not being the first place guy and not being able to have a job. <laughs> and being out of the sport. Yeah, like, I, see you later. I, I hate that about our sport. Yeah, and then, like, there's 250 teams. They have four or five guys, and they're probably making – like, for example, I kind of know what Mitchell Harrison's making. A guy told me, like, yeah. he's making six figures. Yeah. And he's, no offense to Mitchell Harrison, he's a good up-and-coming kid. But he's not Cooper Webb. He's top ten maybe, you know, show some speed here and there. Uh, and, again, I, I when I bring these guys' names up, everyone's like, oh, you're bagging on them. But, fuck it. Oldenburg, <laughs> uh, uh, Mitchell Harrison, Chris Aldridge, they're good riders. But they're not champions. And they're racing against half the competition in Supercross. They're making six figures. And you, Dino, Bogle, Brayton, Wilson, there's there's no rides. There's nothing. We're we're, we're fucked up. We're upside down. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know know the answer. And you're not going to say anything because you're too nice of a guy. But we're upside down. The 450 class should be... You guys should have rides, and these kids should be scrapping for things. I mean, I would love that, Steve. <laughs> I'd love to sit here and tell you that. Uh, I mean, let's give them. Have let's, a ride. Give, let's give them national points for Supercross while we're at it, just to you know soften the blow for those kids. Um, yeah, they do now, don't they? I know it's a fucking joke. I know I was so, pissed because it's a joke. When I was there, it didn't work like that, and then it's. I think it's been that way for a few years, right? Yeah, it has yeah. been. It's a joke. It's it's ridiculous. So. I'm pissed that the that the that the sport is kind of like that. You know what I mean? That's all. Yeah. I just look. I'm not saying uh, everyone should. Uh, I just why can't Jake Weimer make six figures? I mean, it's so bad though that I mean that's not unfortunately that's not even the first question. No, first question no, is no. Why can't <laughs> why can't Jake, Jake Weimer, Weimer have a ride for expenses paid ride? <laughs> I mean, dude, it's it's I know. Regardless of the money, it's like there's not even there's not even rides why is that i i just told you i don't know the answer i don't i don't i mean you that's something you could speculate over all night you know i mean these guys in the chat room are saying jordan smith rj hampshire that's fine jordan smith and rj hampshire are legit like i see potential in those kids i'm not mad at those dudes making a living in 250 class yeah i'm not mad at those dudes i mean anybody you said has potential no any of the names no who who doesn't aldridge dude 
I would say he doesn't make the best decisions on a dirt bike, but if you go watch him on a Thursday, well, of course they're that all they're all elite guys. We know that. Uh, okay. Well, look, anyway, okay, look, that's anyways, neither here nor there. That's yeah. not my place to say who can do no, it. No, it's can't, it's, it's my place to bag on guys, and that's what I'm doing. And people are going to get pissed at me. So, okay. So if you can't get a ride next year, mm-hmm. our friend Moser has sent me some potential jobs for you. Oh, okay, cool. In the industry, and I want your thoughts on this. Good to know. Okay. Okay. Let's say no one hires you. Right. Let's say you got no money. Right. You got a baby. Right. You got dogs. You live in Huntington. <laughs> you you need money. Okay, so um, let's go. Let's see what. Okay. Man friend training partner. What do you think? Man friend training partner? Slash training partner. Like Seth Rarick, our, my buddy Seth. What am I getting paid? Seth is probably 60 grand. <laughs> nah. I mean, you don't. I don't you don't. So. You got to go on bike rides with them. You got to uh, mix drinks. You gotta be your height, be the height man. What's next? You gotta be okay. All right, uh, you gotta invent something. Invent something. Arm pump spray, <laughs> nose breathe easy strips, or like a neck brace. You gotta invent something. These things are all invented. They're making money in our industry. You feel like you could maybe do that? Do you have an invention in mind? Uh, not, not for our industry, no. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, okay. You could be a trainer. Or a riding coach, and this and Moser said you could undercut Way's price and steal his riders. <laughs> so Dakota Tedder, AC, like just go like, hey, what's Way charging and whatever it is, and you go look, I'll do it for half. Uh, it depended on the scenario, but I mean that. I think Rattray's doing well. I think I think I would be better though in the. You did train with Alden Baker, so you know what coaching to coaching department. Okay. I mean, I could get them in shape, but right. I think I would probably enjoy the coaching part more. Okay. I could help them, but. Uh, goggle guy. No. No way. No. I don't blame you. No. I did it. Okay. Why? Just too much work? Too I'm much? not doing yeah. that. Okay. I'll, I, that's just, nope. Okay. Uh, start a podcast and tell everyone you're a moto media. I'm a moto media? You're in the moto media. Start a podcast. Um. I feel like that'd be good. Like uh, uh, Jake's house. Uh, Jake's. uh. Weimer's Rambles? I don't know. Keep trying. Weimer MX? No. No? Uh, I don't know. I, it okay. doesn't ex- right. thrill me. Motorhome driver. That's probably not going to work. I mean, with gotta, my, maybe with my wife and my kid and my dogs and we're going to... Right, okay. Uh, announcer. Uh, announcer. I mean... Potentially, I guess. I don't know. Okay. I, guess, I don't know. Uh, install asphalt or open a coffee shop? I think I'm going to do the asphalt before I do the coffee shop. Okay. But All right. Oh, we know somebody who does that. So. Oh, yeah. What about getting a job with RV? Like, he can be your boss. You can be Villapoto's paving, and you'll be, you'll be his number one employee. I mean, I might do it short term and see how it goes. <laughs> Just have like, him. He's cool enough to hang out with. <laughs> Is he, though? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys like, put a bad rap on no, him. He's feel, a different cat, <laughs> dude. That's what than, I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I said I he's said kind of I a would, dick. No, <laughs> yes, he is. Maybe to you, uh, become a cop like Damon Huffman. No, I can't do that. Uh, why? It's just not my deal. Okay, why aren't you a cop? Why aren't you a firefighter? I think you should be a firefighter. I think the physical thing <laughs> I would I would struggle oh, with. But okay, I don't know. I don't know about going into these fires like Pingree. Pingree's a fireman. Yeah, I know. 
So I, no, I don't want to be a cop. Okay, uh, go back to farming potatoes. I don't know. That's something. In a, on a serious note, that I guess that would probably be the easiest thing for me to go do. Can you really do that? Do you know what you're doing? No. Your dad does. Yeah. Okay. But I Jace, have land. Jason would show you. He would have to tell me. But the thought of having to work with him, <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone could die. Right. Okay. Him or me, I don't know. So which of these do you like the best if you can't race next year? I mean, I got to be honest. None of them really Honestly, get me excited. Let's put some water in a little bottle, spray it on the arms. You can use your contacts and sell it to dudes. We'll put some potpourri, water. That doesn't excite me, though. But you can make money. You can make a living. Yeah, but, I mean, short term, I guess you do what you got to do. But I don't. I want to do something that I'm into. Not. I'm into making money. Me too, but I think in order to make money, you got to be interested in it. You are, you are interested in doing these Am shows. I though? You, yeah, Am I? of course you are. No. Don't sit here and tell me that you don't enjoy doing this. I don't. You are full of Listen shit. Listen to that guy's email. You're, the shows are the same. No, They're you're stagnant. Yeah, okay. All right. You enjoy doing it. Would you really enjoy uh, uh, potato farming? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, I, I think farming is pretty cool. Like, I've been growing up around it. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Yeah, sounds awesome. No, it is. The whole process yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not, I guess I have, I'm not there yet. I haven't really thought about any of that because I feel like. Mark's dog. Which, which one do you like? Which one should Jake be doing? Um, I like the podcast. You like jabs. I'd probably put you out of business. Jabbing with Jake. Everyone's got a podcast now. Yeah. I'd Watson, probably, Daniel Blair. Dude, and I've been listening to podcasts like crazy. Everyone's I, got podcasts I'm now. I'm learning all okay. kinds of uh, things. What'd you say? What's the name could be? Jake's Jabs? Yeah, something like that. Jabbing with Jake? Jabbing jab, with Jake. Jab, jab with Jake. Yeah. Jake's jab, jabbers. jab with Jumpin' Jake. Yeah. Gabbing with Jake. Jake, no, Gabby Jake. Bad. Jabber. Oh, all right. Jason Thomas, welcome to the show. <laughs> What's happening? How are you? Uh, you all right? Yeah, I guess I'm jabbing with Jake. No, Weimer's coughing. I don't know what happened there. You all right, Jake? Coffee down the road. You need a, you need a cough button, like, uh, like real yeah. podcast. No, I probably should. I, I needed it with Watson all those years. Um, hey, uh, uh, how's things at Fly Racing? Everything good? Uh, yeah. Yeah? I mean, it's... Uh, okay. Listen, enough of that. Season, okay. Right now. All right. Listen, enough of that. Jake Jake Weimer can't get a ride, and this is <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> okay. What do you want me to do about it? <laughs> Jake, can you put the magazine down, the Dirt Rider magazine? Like, pay attention to the show. He's literally thumbing through a magazine right now, JT. How angry do you get when people don't pay attention or are looking at their phones? Well, yeah. I'm paying attention. Put the magazine down and listen to JT and I talk and we'll... we'll... You told JT you're not happy that I don't have a ride. What do you want JT to do about it? I don't know. Let's get a group think together here. (laughs) Are we... Is this like a brainstorm right now? Can you go back to Team Tedder? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I haven't asked. Did they... Did they... Were they pissed you left? Um, they were okay in the end, but initially it was tough, yeah. If you go back to Team Tedder, tell me you will not be on a Kawasaki. Ride a Tedder Honda, ride a Tedder anything, ride a Teddy Bear. I'm working on different options. They could probably build you a bike, like their own. Like, I think they have the resources. 
They probably just manufacture one. Um, all right, JT. Uh, pretend Jake is not here in studio, and I gave you tickle. Bogle. No, no, I'm not playing. You better not piss me off. Braden, Weimer, <laughs> Chiz, Dino. Where do you put Weimer? Weimer. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. I mean, you got 10th overall. Yeah, first pick. Yeah. Weimer, done deal. Right. Probably a lot can, of money, too. Can we get him a fly yeah. deal, maybe? I mean, everyone wears fly. Can we get him a fly racing deal? He's expensive. You're expensive, Weimer? I mean... I hope not. <laughs> I hope. That, I hope what. I hope where I'm at is not expensive. <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I think there's there's always a chance. You know, the biggest thing is, I get asked all the time: Is are you going to hire this guy again, or hire that guy, or who's available? I'm like, well, you know, until we know where a rider is riding, or what kind of bike they're going to be on, or what team they're going to be on, it's really hard to work a deal out. You know, that's kind of. That has to be sorted out first, usually, and then, you know. They're going to go after the guys that are on the factory bikes. That's just what they're well, going to do. Well, it's not even so much that. It's kind of like, okay, well, you know, tell us your situation, and then yeah. we can. Are, are, you on a, are you on a speakerphone, or what are you on, JT? It sounds really echoey. What are you doing? Uh, is that better? Oh, way better. Whatever you did there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, um, yeah, it's just hard. Like, it's kind of putting the cart before the horse a little bit. That's the way we look at it. Is like, you sort out where you're going to ride and tell us the bike you're going to ride. Okay, well. We can, we can try to fill in some gaps. We're going we're gonna to be on a Tedder Honda. I don't think that you are have any any place to be saying that. No, I won't be on a Tedder Honda. Well, look, there's one spot open at RCH. We think they're coming back. They're going to hire Tickle back, I think, no matter what. There's one spot left. I, I think Bogle gets it because WMG and Button and, and it's a heart and WMG and all. I think Bogle, Bogle slides right in there despite everyone telling me that Bogle wants Bogle's asking for a ton of money. I think Bogle slides right in there. So now what are you going to do, Jake? Would you? There's an apple. Okay, I don't. I'm not really know much about the Bible, right? But there's what was the was there a, a a fruit from Adam and Eve. What was the apple? Was it an apple? What was that deal? Go forbidden on. Fruit? Where are you going with the this? forbidden fruit in a tree? Yeah. Adam grabbed it or Eve grabbed it. What happened there? Eve grabbed it. Come on. Who do you think did it? The male or the female? <laughs> I'm kidding. That was pretty Whoa. bad. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Hey, that was a low blow. I'm There's kidding. a forbidden fruit in the tree, Weimer, <laughs> and it has moto concepts written on it. I think here's what my plan is for now. I'll just, <laughs> we'll start there. Will you agree, JT, that this forbidden fruit is something that guys maybe don't want to grab, but they kind of have they to? Gonna, they're going to hire Stu, Brayton, and Weimer? And Mike, yeah. And Alessi? Yes. Okay. And Freeze? It's yeah, a strong lineup. <laughs> it is, it's a lot of money by Mike Genova. Um, <laughs> would you grab the, the concepts fruit? Let me tell you what my tentative, in one hot tub. tentative plan is. <laughs> I think, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but for now, RCH is helping me out yep. with a bike. Yep. So I've lined up a few races that I'm going to do. By the way, we're going to try to get Kyle Bentley tonight to commit to ride for you. I mean, he's not going to say anything. We're going to work on it. Well, that's fine. Okay. But I'm, you can say something, but it's, anyway. So I'm, I've lined up a few races that I'm going to do. Yeah, SMX me, Cup. To keep me busy. Monster Cup. Uh, I... I don't have that confirmed, but I'm working on it. Okay. What about Lille and Geneva and all that? Uh, I don't have that confirmed either, but I've okay. talked to... I can maybe get you to Finland for like a thousand bucks. That's not going to do it. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to do that Soaring Eagle race. Oh, yeah. With yeah. RCH. Some good money, too, right? Yeah. Well, it can be. you got to win. But right. um, So i got a few races that I'm going to do that I can, you know, I'll be training and riding. And I think for now I'm going to focus on that. And by that time, that'll put us, you know, in November. Mm-hmm. We'll see where things are at. And then, I mean, I don't want to be the guy to say it, but worst case scenario, dudes are going to start hitting the deck and then yeah, you never no, know you you have to i mean i'm just saying it happens every year i don't i don't like it i don't would you, you go know, if you get nothing do you think rch would backdoor you some bikes i don't know about work stuff but backdoor you some bikes I'd, i can't would you go say. to a pickup truck and show up at anaheim's and stuff yeah no no problem i would if yeah. if i could if i could have a solid bike and where i felt like i was competitive right I could do the West Coast. What'd you do, Moto sure. Concepts? Uh, <laughs> look, that's that's tough, and I, I guess I mean depends what kind of bike, what kind of program, what kind of know, bikes are good. No, I, I they're riding Hondas. I talked to Tony. Um, mm -hmm. I like Tony. I've dealt with Genova a little bit. Just talked to him very briefly not you're out of your mind dude it's been a few years i like tony um what the fuck are you doing i like her god rest his soul mm-hmm yeah uh, Bullshit. Uh, but you know i guess i guess i would say people just are okay. a little bit weary of some of the stuff that they get drug into or that they put themselves in. I'll right? tell you I mean, what. Because we'll I, li I like Tony. Yeah. And I think he was on the show a couple weeks ago. He was on the show a couple weeks ago. I don't know. He, it's he, just... he said he's 50% less crazy. Yeah. I, well, I think he is. Okay. I've talked to Tony a few times. 50% less crazy. There we go. His own I have words. I say, Jake, that you've said you like Tony at least four times that I've heard. Well, because <laughs> you don't. Because I don't. I don't. It, you know, I guess I don't know how you would say it. I mean, I. I you don't want to bag on him. I'm not bagging on him. I'm not bagging on their team. They do pretty well, but I it's we'll ride Moto Concepts, but we're not going to wear that gear. I don't. I don't know. It, we're going to wear. I'm not, I already told you what my plan is. We're going to wear fly with sector boots. We need the guys in sector, sector boots. They're fly racing sector oh, boots. Oh, oh, oh. We oh, need oh. guys in sector boots. So we're going to do fly racing Moto Concepts. Seven Deuce Deuce wears them. Who else do you need? That's it. That is a good point. <laughs> See, even I know that. Right. That is a good point. Um. Well, goddamn it! I hope you get something. So, I mean, it's just a joke. It's early. It's early right now. It is. You're right, JT. You're well, right. I mean, it's early, but and then JGR, uh, J Bone said that this second team that he told me two weeks ago was dead could be back on now. Second team, two riders. Phil would be one of them, and they have a big sponsor, and they may have another guy. What? I mean, that would be great. <laughs> I mean, we need more rides. Yeah, I with know. me out of the equation, there there needs more right. rides. JT, what could you and I fun put together to try to get Jake out there? What could you and I put together? Yeah, uh, I don't know. What do you have to spend? I I will uh, I will just go with whatever you have to spend that that number. Listen, you're losing Shorty's salary off the books. Oh, you mean like the the brand that I work for, or or you, or whatever? Yeah. Oh, I, well, I was going to go if you were going to put in five hundred, then we have five hundred. Well, no, you put in 500. Would you match? Would we put in? Th we have 1,000 now? So now JT's cutting me a check to go race. <laughs> we'll both on I don't, have, I don't even have anything to promote. Just like <laughs> Do I just put. Racing. And I can't. Maybe just. 
you can't just I can't just have a JT sticker because then they're gonna think it's the gear. <laughs> right, so maybe we do right. JT with the money sign, yeah. and then I that's like hey. How about if I get to ride on the back? Like, I <laughs> there we to, go. I get to ride. Hey, we could probably get car. people to pay for that. <laughs> like an Ewok. <laughs> you could get two guys for one ride. Yeah. If I get to ride bitch at Anaheim one, I'm in. I'm in for. Significant amount of money. <laughs> Significant <laughs> amount of money. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we'll talk more about this as the show goes That's on. That's what the sports come um, to. Please put the magazine down and focus on on, on the conversation. Well, can, I'm can looking we at a, I'm looking at this new uh, this SAG device that you could probably check your SAG by yourself. Oh, okay, he's in the classifieds right now. Yeah, really, right? Help wanted. Um, yeah. Could he be a gear guy, JT? Do you have any openings? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's always a use for a guy like Jake Weimer. I mean, we have a gear guy, uh, yeah, I probably know. the best one in Max Stefan. So. Yeah, but maybe you get another guy or an amateur guy. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I don't okay. know of any openings we immediately have, but I would assume Jake being an Idaho guy, if he ever wanted to pursue that, I'm sure he would be very useful. Would you do this? If RCH... Well, I feel like you're trying to get me to quit racing. Like, you're like... You want to be a goggle guy? I'm trying to have some fucking backup plans for you here. Listen, don't worry so, about that. If RCH tells you to pound sand, they hire Bogle, they hire Tickle, would you do a test rider slash fill-in filthy Nick, filthy Phil Nicoletti type of deal? If that's all I had, sure. You would? Okay. I mean, yep. probably. Okay. Because they like your testing skills, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, you know? Yeah. I mean, Phil, Phil does all right. Money wise, yeah. Mean, for you know, yeah. I mean, he's not getting rich, I don't think, off yeah. of it, but he's yeah. doing pretty well. What if you got to wear moose gear? That's fine. I mean, whatever. Okay. Right. Fine. Hey, what if all the filling guys had to wear moose? What if we did that? Okay. All right. What, what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. Nothing. What about enduro cross or sidecar? Someone Dude, in the chat room I, said th- th- no. Okay. <laughs> you. I've been to an enduro cross, yeah. and I'm telling you, I've got the end seam of about 27 inches. <laughs> that would not be good for you me. You know what they call the guy in the, the choir right now? You know yeah, the, JT knows. You know the guy in the sidecar, the, the, you know what his name is? The guy in the, in the car part. Yeah, the monkey. The monkey. Would yeah, you be the, the monkey? Hell no. You would not be the monkey? In a, okay. I mean, you'd have to pay me some serious coin. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, let's... Um, would you be the monkey? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I would do it. JT would do it. Yeah, uh-uh. you, get, you get a, you get in there. You put a sixer in the floorboard. You, you give hell. You'd get, you'd need more than six. To, you see how big those dudes go? Oh, if I drink more than six, I'll be passed out in the sidecar. That's all, you're gonna need <laughs> yeah. to be right on that level. You're gonna need to be right you're out on of your mind, dude. The monkey is passed out. <laughs> I'm either passed out or I'm surfing on top of the sidecar like Teen Wolf. Yeah. There you uh, go. All right. Hey, let's talk Indiana here. Let's get going, JT. We don't have. We get. We're going to come back on in a little bit, but we don't have you for a ton of time tonight. Or maybe we do. I don't know. But um, Pulp and Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing, by the way. Okay. So Indiana, the Nationals are over. Uh, first up, Kenny Roxon. Um, this is okay. You remember when Dunge turned uh, pro? In 2010, or 450s, I mean, sorry, 450s. Yep. He destroyed everybody that summer. Do you remember that? You're probably racing, him, Jake. Yeah. No, Maybe I you were hurt. In the lights okay. Lights. You were Andrew. Lights. Andrew led like 10 motos and just yeah. Dungey ate him up every time. And we know Stu went perfect. We know RC went perfect. Um, Villapoto never had an outdoor season like this. Um, maybe Dungey on the KTM a couple years ago, but I feel like although Dungey won a ton. 
he was maybe closer. People were closer to him than in the, than on a Suzuki. I'm just thinking this season that Kenny has had, where he won uh, 21 out of 24, right? Yeah. Yeah, he lost one one shootout, lost and two. He and he would have won one less. Sorry, he lost four, 18 out of 22. 18 out of... One at Washuga, one at oh. Glen Helen, which he had the bike problem. And then two, and at, two Southwick. at Southwick. So 20 out of 24 motos. Yeah. Um, this is as much of an ass-kicking as Dunge's rookie year, JT. Don't you agree? Or Stu, perfect season, or, or RC. I mean, it's that I, I do. I think, uh, I think if Villapoto doesn't get hurt at St. Louis in 2010, you know, that, that season looks very differently. And maybe Dunge still wins. I don't, I don't know. You know, who, who knows? They were battling it out every weekend at that point. Uh, but it wouldn't have been anything like it was. And I think if Dungey basically flipped the tables and Dungey doesn't get hurt this season – I think Roxon still wins, but it's not 20 out of 24 dude, either. Dude, he was kind of... beat him. He was going to beat him. Dude, he was kind of working. He, he was kind of working Dungy. He was. He was. But I think there. Were, I think Dungy would have stolen some motos away. Roxon still wins the title and maybe even a, a round early. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. But Dungy would have had good days, too. You know, he's Ryan Dungy. Like, he's going to have good days, so... Um, Dude. Yeah, I I think it would definitely have been a Roxon championship, mm-hmm. absolutely. But it wouldn't have been this runaway twenty out of twenty four. I don't think either. That's my own opinion. Maybe I would be wrong. We'll never know. That's just my opinion. Jake. Um. Yeah. I mean, I agree with both. I think. I'm sure Dungy would have kept him more honest. Maybe. Do you feel Kitty like Do you feel like Dungy would have beat Tomac or, all summer? Would Dungy have beat Tomac all summer? I mean, maybe I, mean not I, Southwick. Don't, I don't think maybe anybody would have beat Tomac at Southwick. Yeah, but I'm sure they would have went back and forth. But I, I mean, I, what I was impressed though was that, yeah, I mean, maybe whatever scenario you want to throw in there, maybe he didn't win 20 out of 24 or whatever. But wasn't what was impressive to me is just how good he was riding and how easy he was doing it. Like, I mean, he didn't look at all like he was. I mean, I think most of the time, like, that was not that difficult. <laughs> I mean, he would go so that was not that so difficult. fast right. at the beginning of the moto, right. get a gap, Which, and then he would, I mean, standing up everywhere. Like, dude, he yeah. rode so good. That's what Ricky did Millville for, for 20 years. Year? Yeah. Unreal. I mean, so just some of the weekends, though, I look at, like, Muddy Creek, for example, where he and Tomac were battling, like, hardcore. Yeah. I think Dungy has a chance to get in there and steal a moto. Yeah. You know, Roxton was yeah. – he won, but he wasn't overwhelmingly dominant like a race like Millville or yeah. you know, some of the ones where we're just, like, shaking our heads at, like, how is he doing that? Yeah. So, I definitely think Roxton would have won. I just think Dungy would have had his days. I mean, he's a – you know, Dungy is a great champion as well. So, I think he would have just made it more interesting – than it was because let's face it, Tomac many of the weekends wasn't all that impressive compared to his 2015 level. Yeah. So I, I mean, there's it no been a little bit more of a series. There's no way you can think that that Dungey wouldn't have got any wins in those 20 motos. Uh, like that yeah. he wouldn't have won any of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I mean, you, you think he wouldn't have won anything? No, I'm saying that I think he would have no, won he, some. Yeah, of he's them. asking me that. No. I don't. I saw the you first. You don't think he would have beaten him at all? Mm, did Kenny fall at all? No, right? 
Well, I mean, he, you know, he led him at Glen Helen for like 20 minutes. Of one yeah, Kenny, I mean, it wasn't like dude, was Kenny being, was just chilling back there. Like, and then when Kenny got by him, it was see you later. Okay. It was five seconds within a lap and a half. It was five, six seconds later, bro. I mean, if you don't think Dungy had anything any weekend all summer long, uh, that's fine. Okay. I, I, I would disagree. I, I think, you know, there were weekends that Roxon okay. was great, but he wasn't the superior just lights out level that we saw him on other weekends. You know, like Millville, no, no one's beating him on earth. No yeah. rider on earth was touching him. Well, outside there of were multiple weekends Timmy. like that. <laughs> but there were other weekends. There were other weekends where he was the mm-hmm. best guy. Don't get me wrong, but he was, you know, he was on a level that was possible to stay with. You know, I think Dungey had to fight Dungey's having it. a good day. Okay. Yeah, he could have stayed uh, been there. Preview for 2017 Supercross, Jake, and hopefully you're on the line with these guys. But if not, we've certainly got some jobs for you. Um, 2017 Supercross, JT and I both think going in, you got to make Dungey the favorite. Just off what happened last year, he's Ryan Dungey, everything else. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I mean, probably going off paper and just history, and yep. I mean, I would think, you know, Kenny's obviously right there, mm-hmm. but just the last few Supercross seasons, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I right. I get it. So, what would you go, Dunge, Rocks, and Stu, like in your top three? Huh? <laughs> if only we had the show on video. <laughs> Jake's reaction to me right there. I'm I'm joking, but um, yes, but it would not surprise you, JT, or me, or Jake, if Roxon goes out and starts dominating 17 Supercross, right? Well, I mean, I think you you have to think that it's yes at this point, it's definitely yes, possible right, for him right, to win. Right. I mean, he definitely even right. this year in Supercross, the days that he was good and yeah. on, I mean, he was pretty impressive. Did you ever talk shit to Kenny in the truck this year about like? I got something for you. You got something. I'm gonna. I'm bringing it. I mean, I told him not to get in my way, but okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure there was something, but well, I don't okay. recall. I'm just saying, like, you can't. You know, I know you were the secondary fill-in guy there, but you can't. You got to act like you're better than Kenny. Yeah, I mean, he knew to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JT and uh, we saw Austin Forkner this weekend uh, win his first national. He won his. Uh, Third moto, second moto. No, only yeah, it's only second moto. Um, Should have took off in that first moto. Like, see you later, everybody. Second moto, dicing with Plessinger and uh, fell when he was in the lead. Plessinger was on him, and uh, but still won the overall. Um, Jake Forkner next year could very well win indoors and out without like you might want to move him up into like this is kind of the guy. And maybe Savachi beats him, and maybe uh, J-Mart beats him outdoors, and maybe A-Mart beats But, like, Forkner could, Forkner could very well sweep both classes next year. Yeah. I mean, he's he came on quick and made progress. Right. And Did you know anything about him? Like, obviously, The first time I ever saw him, I think it was 2012, at the Kawasaki race in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. What's, it, what's it called? Race of Champions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Champions. I saw on I I had not heard of him at that point, and I saw him on an eighty, and I was like, "Wow, that yeah. that kid's good." Yeah, hadn't heard of him, and so since then I'd kind of paid attention, and yeah, he's um, he's good, and he's not sixteen. 
right? I think he's maybe 17 or he's a yeah. little bit like he didn't come in right when he was 16. Yeah, he's but he's 17. But yeah. He's pretty mature, though. Like if you talk to him mm-hmm. and he's calm. Yeah. He's cool. I think I think he could be good. Jake, well, he's already good. Yeah, but, yeah. No, great. Yeah. You think he could be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think, JT? Yeah, I mean, Scott's a limit. You know, he's already uh, won a national and, you know, he won. Uh, basically, the, his learning curve has even gone higher. You know, he started out on the podium at Glen Helen, so you're kind of already a really high place in your second race. But then just in the last few weeks, you know, he's uh, won a moto and then won another moto and then backed it up with an overall. Uh, so you can kind of see the the pieces coming together for him. Uh, and I think Supercross, you know, and uh, we'll see how, you know, that compares. But I, from what I've seen in Supercross, I think he's going to be uh, a favorite or, you know, maybe a co-favorite to, to win right mm-hmm. away. So, um, yeah, I think uh, there was a there was a pretty big bidding war between Geico and Mitch to, to land him, and mm-hmm. he's already paying dividends, so. I think uh, he's kind of the next guy right now. Uh, Jake, what do you think of a guy you trained with, Adamson Cirillo? Uh, he made it through the whole season. Uh, whole shots, lead laps, fast qualifier, pulled out of some motos, crashed out of some motos. Made it through, basically, the season. What would you make of his year? I think for him, that's a win. At this point, with the injuries that he's had, I think he just needed to get through it. And yeah. I think the fastest qualifiers and him leading some laps, those are all bonuses. I think he's capable he has to stay healthy. Yeah. Like I, I think, and I think for him to get through the season, even with the bad thrown in there, I think, I think it's a win. That's the first full season he's ever done. Yeah. So yeah. I think for him, that's, that's a win and take a couple weeks off and start getting, you know, easing into it and mm-hmm. getting ready for Supercross. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's, I think it was good. Uh, what advice would you offer? Uh, we're going Amart, Anderson, Webb to Des Nations. Anderson and Amart are rookies. Amart rode for Puerto Rico, but you know he's a rookie for Team USA. You were there in 09 with Dunge and Tedesco, right? Uh, what advice would you give these dudes? I mean, don't quit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's. You should be, really go into riding class, riding coach with that. What's your advice, Steve? I didn't do it. I know. I, you, I just was getting going and you, you started making fun of oh, me. Oh, you started with don't quit. Well, because even if you get. Thanks. Like, it's pretty easy to get. If things aren't going that well. Yeah. To get a little bit rattled. Mm hmm. But it can switch in the drop of a hat. Like, you know, then point swings can right. be big. You know, one guy crashes and it changes the entire thing. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you got to ride every pass matters. Yeah. And you just try and, you know, stay off the ground and try and stay out of trouble. How do you? Because ha- some guys want to kill you out there, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Especially the further back you get. Yeah. They see the American and they're just oh, like. Oh, dude. I mean, uh, Philip Hart's tuned up. Uh, who did he tune up? Ivan. Dunge? Ivan. Ivan, yeah. dude. Oh. Uh, JT was very upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a word of advice. Anybody that has that go on, you find me and I'll, I will meet that rider at the truck and we'll get it on. A <laughs> la Jacksonville. Take, Jacksonville. I take Arena that race probably more seriously than the riders do. I'm ready. <laughs> um, like 4 I thought Ivan 4 was going to kill the morning. Yeah. 4 a.m. the morning of the race, I'm up, like, pacing the room with coffee, like. <laughs> Yeah, you you should have. JT is. I've, we've been travel buddies the last three years, and he's been out of his mind watching Dunge kind of ride around, watching Tomac crash, Barsha crashed. 
He's been losing it watching these dudes. Very angry. And I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, Canada sucks and go USA. You know, but, like, whatever. Tough race. There's a lot uh, Were you nervous? Were you nervous? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, sick nervous. Really, yeah. huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, because we went there and, I mean, Dunge was, Dunge was really good. And Ivan had already done it and won before. Yeah. And... I mean, legitimately, I was probably the next. The, I was the next no, best guy to sure. go, yeah. but but I because mean, Ivan I had won, a, Ivan won the title. No, he had won Destinations before. No, no, no. Like but who? You didn't win the outdoor title. So who won the outdoor title? Uh, that oh, was Dunge. 2009. Dunge, Dunge did, and he was on a 450. Dunge, so you were the, he yeah. moved to the 450, yeah, 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 got it. and then Purcell was second. And he's and then French. I was right. like the third, yeah. the next guy. Sure. So, but it was. I mean, I, I was. It was a lot for me. Like, I mean, I had won some races, but I, you know. It was, mm. I mean, I was good. I think I was the guy that should have gone, but it was a lot for me to do it. Oh, you know, it, it was a lot of, I didn't want to be the guy to yeah. ruin it, you know, and my first moto was really good. And the second moto I crashed like six times or, you know, and, did they throw away your score? Oh yeah. Oh, so you were and the then I was score. just, after that one, I was just like devastated, like, I'm, I didn't want to be that guy. Now I'm that guy. <laughs> like it, I, it's, it's tough, but. Uh, going, going into the last moto, USA was down like six points. Yeah, we were down. Oh, nice work, Weimer. I know. <laughs> I know. I was bummed. Um, well, they're definitely not the favorites this year, but I mean, they got a, they got a, up a steep road to climb with with Belgium and France. But yeah, um, they can do it. Yeah, they can. You win. never know, no. though. Like even I mean, the year we went, like dude, it was we were winning, and then we weren't winning, and then we were maybe going to win again, and then yeah. we weren't going to win, yeah. and then you know, it, right. it's it's crazy. But when it's over, it's right. Did cool. you were you did you change out of your gear? Yeah. See, that's a weird look when when Yeah, you, I know. I never I didn't even think about it though. Yeah, Cuz I I have pictures I'm on the podium. I have my jersey on, but I have jeans on. Yeah, I'm like, eh, I know. that's kind of weird. <laughs> and RV kept his gear on all the yeah. time. Like he knew or someone told him. I I didn't even think about it. And then in when Red Dog won You were basically a Wheaties box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't have my boots on though. I had tennis shoes. Good. You pioneered the look. <laughs> Maybe that's where that came from. Um, when Bud's Creek went, RV. Yeah, he was in his gear again, and I'm like, wow. It's a good I, move. I guess now that I think about it, I might be the only one that I've ever seen in pictures in jeans, in jeans <laughs> on the podium. Someone pull up a bag. It seems to be to be. I would bag it would be in his jeans. I don't know. It, pull up a 2012. Motocross the nation's photo, uh, T Dog. Uh, see if there's a photo of like the podium 2012, right? In France, JT 2012 was in Belgium. We lost 2011, France, yeah, yeah. 2011 destinations. Yep. Baggett is a G in a bag. would change into his jeans. I don't because he wouldn't so. know. I think I've seen really, yeah, jean shorts, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Pulp and Mike Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Andrew Short coming up. Will Hahn. Will Hahn on an internet radio show. They go together like peanut butter and jelly. He was free tonight. And Kyle Bentley of the RCH team. Jake Weimer in studio. Jason Thomas on the line from Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. 2017 gear out uh, now as we speak. And uh, Andrew Short, of course, wearing 2017. Um, before we get Shorty on the line, uh, Jake, uh, uh, terrific career. Whole shot the last moto, then pulled out with an air shock problem. But uh, I guess if you're going to go out, going out in uh, with a whole shot, right? I mean, yeah. At least I was glad that he, because I, I was watching on TV and they're working on his bike, and I'm like, man, 
don't go out there in your last moto and something goes wrong and crash. I'm like, man, I hope it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. no, I, I, at least he whole shot and even though there was a problem, at least he didn't get hurt and it's all good. Uh, did you have some issues with Shorty? James Stewart called him the smiley face assassin on the Pulp Show. I I feel that's pretty accurate, but (laughs) I never really had like any problems with him. I mean, I'm sure I had a few races or complaints like everybody Mm -hmm. else, but I never had any like real like. He was aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. Well, Jake Jake's one of the only riders that I think Ryan Dungey has ever T-boned in his life. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a couple of weeks where yeah. Dunge had it out for you. Man. Because you never say anything back to him. So he's like, I got this no, guy. No, but I got him back, though, like a good one. But then he got up and beat me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> nothing, yeah. Nothing worse than that. JT, that's probably happened to you, where you're like, I got this guy. And then guy- I got, I, you know what the worst ever for me was? It was an outdoor race my last year, and it was Dungey. Somebody, somebody really good crashed on the start. And they passed me back before we finished the first lap. <laughs> I, I saw them down in the first turn, and they got me back before the, the green flag. And that was ah, that was when I knew it was time to just pack it in. And the finish maybe wasn't even right before the start, so they like you didn't even do really do one whole lap, JT. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't even matter. I mean, this person was underneath motorcycles when I went past them, and they still beat me back to the finish line. Like that's that's not a good place to be. Um, why? Yeah, why did Dunge go after you those times? I don't know. He got me a couple. Did he ever say sorry? No, no. One of them was dirty. I remember one of them for sure. was uh, like, wow. San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. San Diego, yeah. He like, got me good. And then the next weekend, we battled pretty hard. And the last lap, we passed each other. He he started, I don't know, a little bit back. And I was second the whole race. And then he caught me with maybe three laps to go. And we passed each other back a couple times. And the last lap, he hit me so hard, it blew a hole in the side of my motor. <laughs> I'm like, jeez. That was Angry Dunge that I'm year. Like, Remember we took out RV yeah. at Anaheim? Too? Yeah, we were talking about how he was Angry Dunge, and then he denied yeah, he it. Angry Dunge. We said, what's yeah. up with the aggressive riding? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. We're like, We've well, taken out like six riders in three weeks. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've never do this ever. Yeah, no, and but. then I, I was pretty uh, – I didn't like it. And I was thinking, man, if I get the chance, if I get the chance. And then it was way later. Like, it was Salt Lake Supercross, like 10 <laughs> rounds later or something. <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, he's looking at you and you're like, you know why? I'm like, this is my chance. Yeah. And I blew him off the track and I'm like, all right, like, yep. Yeah. Got and you. then, and, but he got up so fast and I saw him coming and then I'm like, oh no. <laughs> and dude, I started making mistakes and oh uh, yeah, he beat me. <laughs> oh, it's not good. It's never, but, hey, well, yeah, yeah. What, what are you going to do? do? You know? Well, yeah. I tried. Yeah. You like that? Um, hey, uh, Vortex Racing, bringing you uh, Kyle Bentley coming up on the show. But we're also going to go away chain and sprockets from the folks at Vortex Racing. Uh, Chad Reed uses Vortex. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to tell you who uses Vortex because that's the contest. Damn it. Uh, chain wow. and sprockets person to the first person that calls in and gives us four. Four teams that Vortex races, uh, Vortex Racing supports, whether whether it's the handlebar, the sprocket, or or one of both, one of each. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. T dot can't find a photo. No. Okay. Not finding anything good. No Sorry. podium shots of that year. Bag and jeans. Or just podium shots. Yeah, it would be podium. Yeah. Hang on. 
Okay. Four teams. Uh, T-Dog will take your calls right now. Uh, let's get to these lines before coming up with Andrew Short here. Uh, let's go to Nash. Nash, you have the, some jobs for Jake? Gentlemen. What's up? I'm a career counselor by trade, helping to oh. shape the future of America. Nash, I'm a career counselor. Good to talk with you. Yeah. How are you, sir? Good, and you? Great. All Great. Right. You mentioned 2012 English Town. You gave my daughter a jersey off your back that day. Thank you very much. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very sweet of you. No problem. Um, so I'm a career counselor, so I was thinking maybe you could be a trainer for Purcell. You know, like Purcell <laughs> needs a trainer, and maybe you could be one for him. I don't know if Purcell wants a trainer, though. Yeah, the oh, funny he... thing about Purcell is people saying, you know, is Alden Baker now going to work with him? Oh, Like, yeah. is the Husky Please, KTM Alden. Alliance? And we're just like... No, no. Please tell me that's true. No, he. I think Jake is right. Not the, the, the stories. The stories would be endless. Right, anything else? Be anything endless. else, Nash? Oh, absolutely. Wait, Steve, what you said him working for RV—that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. Yep. Put, I, a go, I mean, put a GoPro on his head. Yep. You can be a coffee guy in the morning. Yeah, we might be able to come yeah, up with a TV stuff. show. <laughs> Reality TV Dude. show. Yeah. Dude, you, Weimer, you know because you've been in, in in the bowels. I mean, you're you're a level-headed guy, and RV's a little wacky. Can you hear that? That bell's ringing. I got a buddy of mine here in my garage We're working on some motorcycles. He said he'd hire you to come work at his landscaping company. I know you'd be thrilled to do that. Would you move to Jersey to work in landscaping, Weimer? Uh, that's a lot to you could, ask. You could do uh, that bikini barista thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could own For one RV. of those. Um, right. Dude, I love it. Anything else? It. Well, Weimer, whatever it is, we genuinely hope, as you do, just hope to see you out on the track. You're an incredible rider, great yep. guy, ah, good people. Hey, Nash, incredible rider. I mean, just, you know, bag it down. Dude, he's, he's very good. good. Dude, Bud's, uh, Bud's Creek and that flop and that pig trough he mm. won in there, plus a hell of a Supercross rider. Yeah, he screwed, screwed Medi out of his only win. <laughs> Broke Medi's heart. Medi yeah. got a win. He ah, got a win. He got a win without winning a moto. You know, Jake, when you, when you were riding that race, because Bud's happened just recently – were you? Whenever you watch that, are you like, "Oh my god!" I remember hay bales floating. Dude, actually, I, I, I've never seen the race. I can't. I've tried to look what? for it before. I can't find the race, like on YouTube. I can't find it. Oh, dude, come on! If someone Get can you. find Bud's Creek 2009 250 Moto Two, thanks, let me know. Sure we'll have that thanks. for you in about forty seconds. Yeah, thanks to Drew for finding the photo that T Dog couldn't find. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, you got it. T-Dog just found it. No jeans. T-Dog, Steve. Steve, no. T-Dog's good. He's a good guy. You, you did, you done well there. No, he's very good, yeah. I don't like him double he's dipping. I don't like him double and, dipping, but no no jeans one, for Baggett. No jeans for Baggett. Gear? Yeah, so Weimer, you might be, Weimer might be the only guy in jeans. Hmm. Weimer someone, is the only jean-wearing someone find me. Someone find me that photo. I want to retweet Weimer Maybe I jeans. can pitch that to, like, a jean company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, uh, hey Weimer, did you ever have to race Purcell at Des Nations? No. I raced Des Nations one time, and he says, I am not doing it. You will hate it. <laughs> His brother that, was pretty that good that one, though, right? that No, that was hotel lobby. That was, uh, like it. JT, that was England. Yeah, his brother oh, was, right. Seb yeah, was yeah, great. Was before, really? Before, yeah. Before, yeah. Sebastian Purcell. Yeah. Sebastian, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. He was he just great. retired. He just retired last week. Yeah, I saw that. So, anyways, Nash, hey. thanks, buddy. Hey, cheers, guys. Good luck. Have fun. I'll Thank see you. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Dave, what's happening? Welcome to the Pulp Show. I, hey, you guys were talking about Dungey earlier. Um, I want to get your opinion. He, you know he's uh, talked about he wanted to be an ambassador for the sport when he's done or whatever. How much of a percentage do you think KTM is grooming Dungey to take over DeCosta? You know, DeCosta's getting old. Hold on, Dave. Breaking news. 
Baggett had jeans on in Lomo when they got second. It's a photo of Baggett in second with jeans on. The guys had it on the chat room for a couple minutes. Well, sorry, Dave. I don't monitor in the chat room all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, W2 in the chat room. Yeah, bag bag it in jeans. And they look pissed. The entire Team USA does not look happy. That was not a good day. I mean, even we got second. That's awesome. I mean, I was was nervous when I heard about it. (laughs) When they said Lomo? Yes. I know. I know. Um, Dave, what else? What what, what do you got? We got to get short. Yeah, I just wanted to know your guys' opinion, uh, you know, about – you know, uh, KTM grooming Dungey to take over DeCosters. You know, what kind of percentage do you think, you know, that could happen? I don't know. What, I, don't what? Think, I don't think that's – I think Ian Harrison would be the guy they're grooming to do that. Or Ryan Morris. I was thinking Mo. Yeah, or Mo. Or Lytle. Yeah, that's true, too. Or Lytle. Yeah. Um, first of all, Dunge is a super hot-ass wife and millions of dollars. <laughs> Like what's he like? He's just gonna. What does his wife have to do? With Why do you want to leave? Like just retire and instead spend time with your super hot ass wife? Okay, I'm right? just checking. But you you heard him talk about you know he wanted to be ambassador to the sport or something. You, he, ever, you didn't hear any of those? Yeah, yeah. Ambassador doesn't mean go to the races every weekend and direct a bunch yeah. of monkeys and around. Work your yeah, balls off yeah. all day, yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, I don't see it. I mean, maybe Jake, do you see that? I, I never even thought about No, I, I don't see it, no. I mean, I, he may be involved with KTM in some form or another, but I yeah. don't see him, you know, being a team manager and being at every race. I, I'm not going to speak think, for him. but I don't, think Ryan's, I don't think Ryan's outgoing enough to want to do that. That's just me personally from the outside seeing. I don't see him uh, wanting that role. It's a wide shot of the jeans. The Coster and, you know, Dungeons have had a bromance for years now, so, you know. Also, too, uh, DeCoster with the Charles Oakley blockout of uh, of um, Tedesco or no Dunge. DeCoster blocked like like he's going for a rebound. He's got You're the dating tro- yourself with Charles Oakley. Most people don't know who that is. That's all right. I got it. I got the joke. I know Charles Barkley. See, even Jake doesn't know. But um, um, uh, Charles, Charles- Oakley. Slapped Charles Barkley a few times, but Oakley I was a uh, Oakley was a, a better rebounder than Barkley. But anyways, yeah. Um. <laughs> what, one other thing. Hey. hey, you know what? I want to know? It's kind of embarrassing. I what? don't even really want to admit it. What? I'm pretty sure. Let me get a little closer look at this here. Oh, here I got the photo right here. I'm pretty sure that I have on True Religion jeans. Oh well, JT'd be happy with that. Yeah, but yeah, that, I mean, that was, that was like the I, thing, though. I mean, it, I know it was, but now I kind of look back. And I'm like, eh. Do we have a winner yet, uh, Travis? Oh, we got a winner of the Sprott Vortex. Stop calling, everybody. Vortexracing.com. Uh, official bar and sprocket, or bar or sprocket, and bar and sprocket. Babbitt's Kawasaki Tough Racing and Arena Cross and uh, Monster Yamaha team of Chad Reed and Yo Suzuki guys. So, um, thanks, Dave. Thanks, buddy. Hey, hey, one last thing. Yo. You know, you got, you know, uh, you got on uh, Kiefer about the uh, shopping cart thing and, oh, who cares about that? Everybody has their analisms, just like you, about your wash bays at the races. So I just wanted to put that in there. Okay. No, you got a point. Thanks, Dave. All right, man. Right. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, uh, Kiefer's very upset about leaving carts, not putting carts back in the racks because they I blow. I thought and, I saw something on Twitter. Uh, you saw a lot of things but on I Twitter. I didn't know you're what right. it was about. Uh, you're not a regular listener? To the show, uh, I you, listen to some things, but you I are don't, into the podcast. You yeah, called me. I'm. I've gotten into the podcast, discovering old uh, McGrath MA podcasts. Yeah, Bradshaw. Yeah, Langston. You're, There's some good ones. 
top five story is Bradshaw breaking your leg when you're 14 years old. Yeah. That's man. a top five uh, my stories, yeah. I think. Yeah. Ah, maybe top ten. But you're 14. Yep. Bradshaw is making his comeback in Arena Cross. Yep. He's uh, number 45. Yep. You're 14, 15 on a Super Mini 14, racing pro. 14. You and I would do like an exhibition and ride mm -hmm. in the pro class. You pull the whole shot. Um, yeah. And uh, he passes you. Right, uh, like quick. Quick, yeah. Couple straightaways. Yeah, right. Then he comes to you and tells you. He told the I. He oh. told the promoter. Okay. That he's gonna break your fucking leg. That kid gets my way again. I'm gonna break his effing leg. <laughs> That's and so awesome. And the promoter awesome. came and told me, and I'm like, jeez. That's so awesome, JT. Right? I mean, that is incredible. Yeah, I love it. I'm. All, I, I didn't say anything because I'm all ears. I want to hear more. So then I was like, wow, this guy. And I was pretty young when he was, like, too young to know yeah, yeah. when he was gnarly. Yeah. So then that was really kind of – and I, I would run in, see him, like, every Thursday night. There used to, JT, there used to be practice at Mountain Home uh, okay. every yep. Thursday that night. Track's back running. That track's back running. Is now. it? Under yeah. the lights and stuff. So yep. And it was kind of super crossy, like, pretty good. And um, so I would see him every Thursday night, and then we did a race on Saturday night. So that was really like the first deal. And then I'm like, geez, this guy's pretty gnarly. <laughs> He's and then break his leg on a Super And then I met him yeah. years later, maybe 2012-ish, and hung out with him, talked to him. And I'm like, man, this guy's pretty cool. I, I dig him now. I'm Tell like, that man. kid if he gets in my but way again. But at the time, I'm like, geez, is this guy serious? Hey, I girl, love it. Yeah, it was it's Bradshaw, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. Uh, all right, JT. Uh, thanks for uh, coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll get you all back right. on. We've got to do X-Brand tear-offs, and uh, we have some questions for you on the uh, BTO Sports Tweet at Travis segment. So. All right, see you. All right, see you. Uh, great story. Uh, Kyle, what's going on, man? How are you? Kyle? Sorry, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Uh, I know Jake Road on PC team. Also, he's buddies with Tyler Bowers. And I enjoyed your interview where you're talking to Mitch, and it was cool that you actually stated that, you know, you know he, he you were surprised that he dropped Tyler. I was. I was it, surprised. He, I, I really thought he would. He told me two months ago Bowers would, were looking at him for a Supercross-only deal. And I'm like, that's is, perfect, yeah. Is Aldridge and Tony still on, or did he drop both of them? Too? No, they're done. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be Justin Hill. It'll be um, – uh, 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 Forkner, Forkner, AC, and um, uh, Savachi. Thank you. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, if they're talking about Savachi, you know, getting super, super tired, big surprise was probably Epstein Barr, I would assume. And here Tyler's actually fought through it, was actually putting in results with Epstein Barr and with a major back problem and going against, you know, the Coopster with that. And then he just signs him off, and yet here Savachi probably has the same thing, I would suspect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just a traditional racehorse syndrome. Like, call Dr. Kevorkian up, and, and let's just kill everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess Mitch looks at it like Bowers had two years, and it's been a good run, and won some heat races, and, 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 you know, finished on the podium a ton, and that was it, I guess. I don't, I mean. Yeah. What do you think, Jake? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm buddies with Tyler, and. I don't know. I haven't talked to Mitch about it. I don't know. I mean, do you feel like there there was maybe I got the sense in my interview with Mitch that there was some other things that maybe caused the breakup? I don't know. Yeah, because you know the bear. I, the bear is not scared to voice his opinion. No, nope. and I, I know he's called around and looking for a job. 
Um, I, I mean, I haven't pressed the issue. Like, well, what, what, what you, what you talk to Mitch about? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I yeah. don't. No, I understand. I was just like being the racehorses that you riders are treated as. I really hope they can come back like Seabiscuit and just dominate again. Oh, yeah. Well, who, Jake or Tyler? <laughs> well, Tyler, Jake too. Jake uh, definitely. I don't know if Tyler ever Tyler dominated. Tyler too. It's like uh, both of you guys are awesome riders. And it, um, I really want to see you both succeed. Yeah, that's the the doggy dog of professional racing. You know, um, I, I I think like so motorcycle superstore, or you put you put the bear on a supercross only ride with Star Racing on that Yamaha. Like you got a good potential race winner guy. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely think that he shouldn't have a problem. He's a good Supercross Dude, pick. I mean, Geico got I, Geico and, got Honda forgot Mookie two years ago for basically nothing. Yeah, and look what happened to him. Yeah. Mookie won races now he won a title. I think Tyler's yeah. capable of. Yeah, I mean, he won some races last year, and yeah. I mean, just don't, I don't put him, don't put him outdoors. Well, he's he's too big to ride a two fifty yeah. outdoors. So, I mean, he's so. just. He's a, he's well, a monster. Even Yoshi, if Yoshi goes two fifty, you know, yeah. that could be another, yeah, another one. Put him on a, put him on a ride, you know. No, it's sad because there's definitely a lot of other guys who are way mm-hmm. less talent, and they got a ride. I would agree. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, uh, hot cams. Uh, you use hot cams? You ever use hot cams? I'm not sure. <laughs> You're such a rider. Hot cams. But, I mean, they sponsor this show, the so leader hot in this, cams. The leader let them the, rip. <laughs> that's going to be the new slogan. Hot cams. <laughs> let let them rip. <laughs> Hotcamsinc.com. Uh, Hotcams2016 is the power. Unleash the po- is the code. Hotcams unleash the power within. A lot of privateers are using hot cams. and move the power around on... Um, on your four-stroke, uh, give yourself more bottom, more top, smooth it out, make it more aggressive. Changing your cams is super easy, and Hot Cams wants to help you out. Uh, 30% discount, hotcamsinc.com, hotcams2016 is the code. And Hot Cams is pleased and proud to present our uh, first guest of the night. He is incredible career, winning Seattle Supercross, top winning nationals, winning 250 Supercross, Jake. Uh... There's nothing that Andrew Short hasn't done in this sport, whether it's off the track, on the track. He finally wrapped it up in Indiana. It's been a great run. Let's just let it all in. Let's soak it all in. We're going to do this for you when you retire, Jake. Just want to let you know. Hotcamsinc.com. Use the code. Hotcams2016. BTOsports.com. KTM. Andrew Short. Andrew Short, welcome to the show. There goes my hero. There goes my hero. It cracks me up. I don't, I don't think I could talk earlier because you didn't cue me in or whatever. But yeah, I always remembered cracking up to uh, when when Timmy retired and you guys were getting the conversation. I'm definitely not retiring. I'm stopping. I used to say I was quitting. Yeah, but I'm just. I can't say quitting. That's like too. No, negative, but Red Dog. I'm stopping. I'm stopping racing. No, no, no. You are retiring. Red Dog's theory is yeah. if you don't ever have to work again, you retired. If you need to get a job. <laughs> You quit. Yeah. You quit racing. And that is so true for, like, you know, you see these guys being like, I'm retiring. 
and I need a job. Well, you didn't retire. You just quit. And it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So, well, I, I want to get a job. So, I was cracking up also because hot cams. I, I don't think of hot cams as cams, but I have a shim kit for for oh. a lot of different manufacturers. You know, so that's yeah, what yeah. I think of hot no, cams yeah, for, but, yeah. yeah. Um, Shorty, when you rode the motocross to nations, did you were you in your gear on the podium? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, I, I, I you were the last moto of the too. day. No, I, yeah, yeah, but I, I've seen Weimer though in some gear. Well, he just had his jersey on. Yeah, he had jeans on. Up. He had jeans on. Yeah, it was jeans. We looked at a few pictures though, and it's all the lights riders. Tomax yeah. in jeans, yeah. Tomac, Baggett's in jeans. And he rode lights that year. Yep. Tomac lights. Yep. So yeah. that's but but Villapoto somehow outsmarted people with gear on. There wasn't yeah. RVs. He is not smart enough to realize that. Someone told him, keep your gear on. Maybe he was too lazy to go change. <laughs> that could be too. <laughs> yeah. Or just super weeded, you know, just sitting yeah. there after the race. Right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, Shorty. Uh, congrats on a great career. We were, we were talking to Weimer earlier. We're like, did the smiley face assassin ever get you? He said there was a few, or a few moments. No, oh, man. No, I don't think we ever. I told you, we well, never you, had, in, like, I never had. No, specific you never had instance. beef, but, no. but he was aggressive. Smiley yes. face assassin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's the way you ride, though. It's awesome. It's great. Um, the last moto of the year, uh, of your career, you whole shot, and then you DNF with the shock problem. Uh, I don't know if that's great, like way to drop the mic with the whole shot, or if it's kind of sad that you didn't get to finish <laughs> the moto. Like, I don't know how I feel about that, Jake. Like, how do you feel? Like, it's great the whole shot, but then you didn't even make it a lap. Well, when I was watching on TV and they were working on the bike or whatever, I, my, I was just hoping, like, all right, this is last moto. Just let's just keep it safe. What, like, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't want to have something go wrong with the bike and then he crashed and got hurt no, or whatever. So no. at, least, at least nothing like that happened. It's almost been stressful, yeah. Shorty. Yeah, it, well, I, I kind of knew what was going on. And, um, Right, so but you knew like the, the bike was going to be unrideable. Chances are, yeah. I don't know. I was kind of hoping, yeah. There's basically a seal problem mm-hmm. yeah. on the shock, mm-hmm. and maybe not necessarily with the shock, but with the system. And I, I knew what was going on, and um, I was just happy I was able to go across the gate. But as soon as I went across the gate and I started accelerating, I felt the shock uh, going away. So it, uh, it aided in some traction, that's for sure, and. Um, and when we, I barely got the start device down with uh, Houston, who was helping me at the at the last race. Uh-huh. It was kind of one of those things where put the device in. I angled my bike, kind of cheating in a way. Not really cheating. I was still behind the gate straight, kind of, but not really. And I angled it, so I went around the rut. Yeah, and, tool time uh, Tim would have been on you if you would have saw that. <laughs> oh, for sure. He, didn't, he don't That's like those moves. My front tire was on the center of the, the gate, but my rear tire, maybe not necessarily. But regardless, right. Right. Uh, I wasn't too lined up anyway. It's not like I, I put it yeah. on purpose, but it worked out perfectly, and I got a great start. So that was cool, but as soon as I went across the gate, I was like, oh, man, I'm screwed, but at the same time, just pin it. You got the whole so shot, yeah. Cool. But you yeah. made like a thousand bucks on that whole shot, right? <laughs> I don't think there's yeah, any money. Not, not so much. But <laughs> don't buy it outdoors. That was kidding. so cool. Um, I would have paid a thousand dollars to go off to start with. Put it that way. So, <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, and like you're just like, hey, everybody, I'm going out. Like just pulling the holy. I like it. It's good. Um, yeah. 
Uh, busy day for you though. Like I, every time I went over there twice, and you're signing stuff. Fans are there's tons of fans there. Uh, all the sponsors are coming by. FMF made you a cool muffler, and Fly was around with jerseys and, and shirts, and, and you know, like busy day, I guess, right? Like you're trying to focus, like you're trying to still race. Yeah, I mean, I, and honestly, I think that's kind of why I didn't ride so well in the first moto, and just so much going on and thinking and. The track was sketchy, so I didn't want to get hurt. But I was blown away by all the support. And I feel like our sport, there's a lot of guys that, that go out and they don't necessarily get get the same, um, I don't know how to say it. The, the support yeah. was was huge from the fans, the industry, my peers, uh, teams, the sponsors, everybody. And, and I don't think that's very common. So I, I definitely appreciated it and didn't really expect it. And I was also fortunate to kind of go out, I think, on my own terms. Mm -hmm. In our sport, that doesn't necessarily happen very often either. And so uh, I have a lot to be grateful for, and it was a day I'll never forget. Obviously, it wasn't a highlight or unexpected, um, like a race win, you know, where it kind of just uh, blows your mind. Like the first time I won uh, the East-West shootout in Mm -hmm. Vegas, I wasn't expected to win. And so I was like mind blown, you know, where – I knew coming into that race, it was my last race, but there was a lot of um, emotions and memories and everything else uh, culminating at, the, at that point, and it was really cool. So, um, I don't know. I, I, everyone keeps asking, are you all right? Are you all right? Like, think I'm going to be bummed or yeah. um, depressed or something like that, but I don't think that's going to set in maybe until January when everyone goes racing again, but um, yeah, that's why you know I, I've kind of lined stuff up in the future to where to keep my belt myself busy and uh, align myself with new challenges and ways to uh, you know push mm-hmm. myself and nothing will put, replace getting behind the gate, but I hope to uh, focus that energy into other ways. Yeah, I've kind of written this a few times about you, like. You seem to me, I mean, I mean, we're not, I don't know, are we friends? I, don't, I think we're friends, Shorty, you and I, I don't know. You're one of my favorite people to talk to at the race. Oh, thanks, buddy. So I've talked yeah. to you like oh, off. buddy. <laughs> I've talked to you off the uh, record. I like the scoop, but I think yeah. I like you because you tell it how it is. Well, yeah, I've talked to you off the record and, and, and this and that. And like, honestly, you're like, yep, like I'm good. Like I, I don't want to do all this work practice all this time, risk injury, like you really seem like you're just at peace with hanging it up. No one's taking the bike away from you. You're not losing a ride. Like I think, you know, I even like, okay, like I hate to bring them up, but Tim Ferry, I, first Tim Ferry mentioned the show. No, second. 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 Um, uh, you know, I he got hurt at Daytona. Heel wasn't right, trying to come back, trying to get to his old level. Lots of frustration. Lots of, you know, eventually, hey, I got to let this go. I, got, I can't ride anymore. Maybe not ready to go. And I don't sense that with you, Andrew. You're just, I've had a great run, and you're walking out healthy, and everything's cool. Yeah, and I would have been the same way as Timmy after Atlanta when I, I hit my head for the second mm-hmm. time really hard this year. And Honestly, that's kind of why I'm stopping because I'm afraid of uh, – that you know two concussions so so close but also my kids are getting older there's a lot of different mm-hmm. factors going into the decision but very fortunate to kind of do it like how you said and don't get me wrong i love racing there's nothing better than than racing and it's been a dream come true and i hope to ride more now that i'm not not racing now there's a lot of places i want to go ride trail ride people to hang out with and right all that but there's nothing that's going to replace you know walking into the paddock or mm-hmm. i think you know, Jake can tell you the same thing. It's a dream come true to ride those bikes and testing. And racing's only a little bit of that. And I don't think the actual fans are, 
understand that. But there's uh, a lot that goes into it, and any any person that makes it to a high level like that, they understand how much goes the mindset behind it mm-hmm. all and uh, the psychology and. And we're we're just trying to get a little bit that goes into it. We're just trying to get Weimer a ride for next year. Sure, he got tenth <laughs> overall. He's got nothing right now. We're trying to put together a little. JT said him and I will pitch in five hundred bucks. Get him to the races. No, JT said yeah. he's only in if he can ride on the back. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just trying to get Weimer like something to the races, you know. Um, but yeah. but uh, right now. hey, I heard um, I heard like you had a little uh, award at the the MX Sports Banquet on Sunday, and, and you said something like. All you guys that you know didn't like me and Weston Pike over there, what's up? Uh, you know, I, I respected all of you guys. I heard you said something like that where you were, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, what I said is, I'm gonna really miss waking up on Monday mornings and just be fired up, ready to go, figure out how to be better, you mm-hmm. know. And as a racer, and so many times you're motivated by people like Weston Pike, like you'll get into it and you're like, I am not letting that guy. <laughs> beat me again you know it's like there's certain things that just fire you up and maybe that's what motivated me to get to as far as i did i mean by no means am i ricky carmichael or james stewart and extremely Mm -hmm. successful on that end but i think i was able to um really push myself and maybe for the talent that i had I, i i believe i had talent don't get me wrong but from the opportunity i wasn't the kid that just lit it on fire so i think i yeah. Make it as far as I did. I feel very fortunate. So, but yeah, but those are the moments I'm gonna miss, you know. Yeah. And I, I laughed at Pike because he was smiling, you know. And it's like, dude, I wanted to punch that guy so bad. <laughs> you can't punch Pike, right? Like you just get beat down. Right. And uh, but like those are the moments that just like I loved, and um, I'm gonna miss that, you know. Like trying to figure out how to be better as a racer, and you know, learning about the bikes and the technology and how I can use that to my advantage and studying little things like the starts, like I said, how to angle the gate and figuring mm-hmm. that out. And third gear. How to fool. Yeah. yeah, third gear, you know, and uh, those little things like that. Like, those. that's what drove me every day, you know, and now it's kind of like, okay, well, how do I apply that same energy into something else? And I kind of have that lined up now, but, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to replace racing. I, I know there's going to be a, a hole that – or a void that needs to be filled, and but um, yeah, what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do next year? Yeah, I have stuff lined up. That you're not telling me though. You don't tell me. You haven't told me once. I've been. Yeah, tra- I would tell you. I'd love to tell you, and I, I'm not a big fan of uh, the whole secret thing. But they would like to announce it when they're ready to. Okay, and, so nothing's locked um, in. Okay, or is it locked in? Yeah. No, yeah, it's locked. It's been locked in for. Okay, so you're gonna work for Fly Racing, and you're gonna be like, (laughs) he's not gonna tell you. Just stop. I already know, though. Then leave it alone. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe it took you that long, but that's great, and I'm very appreciative that you're not just blowing me out right now. But I want to be around great people, and I love the paddock. I love, you know, I want to expand my knowledge and the different forms of racing, and so I look forward to that. So. A lot of us were talking earlier this year, like we could see you doing some GNCCs or, I mean, work series is kind of done now, but Enduro crosses GNCCs, none of that, you don't think? Like none, that's not that's not happening? Yeah. Well, dude, I would love to be able to race GNCCs, but those top few guys are, I mean, that's like me saying, hey, I want to race Supercross again. I, I it's a lot like, of work, right? <laughs> well, I'm not afraid of the work. Yeah. You know, get, I love the work and the riding and the preparation. That's half the fun. That's what I'm going to miss. If I could replace that, yeah, that'd be great. 
Um, I, I feel like the risk is a little lower and compared to Supercross with GNCC. Yeah. But I don't think I could hop in there realistically in a year or two and compete at a high level. I, what I want to do them, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to go trail ride. I mean, the whole next month of September, I'm basically going to spend in Colorado riding trails. So I love that stuff. But right. um, it's, not, it's like me saying, hey, I'm going to ride Supercross again. I, I think, I'm you know what you could make a living at, seriously, is like, ser- I, I don't want to. Like, you're such a good guy. Like, and you know so much about the sport. And you could be like a life coach for somebody. Not even in moto. Mm-hmm. Life coach. Oh <laughs> Jake's God. like, I don't know. That sounds like a full-time babysitter, dude. <laughs> That's ah. not, uh... What about, like, if, it, what about, like, okay, look, you've, you've come up as a privateer with the Moto World team. You had a shot with Mitch's team that didn't go well when you first turned pro. And Moto World privateer team, of course, when you won the shootout. And you were, you really, like you said earlier, you worked and earned and, and used your talent to, to get to where you are. And we talked about this with Pingree. What if you opened up an, uh, a per call, per phone call charge to younger riders where they're like, they're out at 2 a.m. at a strip club. <laughs> And they want to go home with the girl or keep it going, and they call you, and you go, don't do it. Like, you've got a lot of years to go. Go to bed. Go on your road bike in the – no, Weimer? No? Like, a $100 per call. Call Shorty. He'll help you out. We tried this with Ping, too. Like, yeah. Like you could I'd offer advice. People call me, and I'd help them out. Like, you could offer career advice. Yeah, I always give Benny a hard time. I'm like, dude, just call me and ask because he asked some silly questions on race day. <laughs> I'm like, those are things you probably should have asked before you <laughs> on Wednesday, it, you know? Or, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, and yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, like I'd Shorty, I hate my like free man. Like, Shorty, I'm on this team. I hate my bike, and I want to tell Mathis my bike sucks and how bad it does. And you go, suck it up. Tell Mathis that the bike's okay, and go tell the team manager. Sit down with him, exp- like you know, career advice. Yeah, well, you don't even tell Mathis it's okay. Just say, hey, man, we're having issues, and you know, this is what we're doing to approach it. Yeah, so, see, it's good advice. Every, every other motorsport, same way. I, I don't know, man. Well, that scenario is better than your first scenario. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, I'm just trying to. Off the top of my head here, Weimer. Uh, okay. All right, let's get some phone calls. We got a lot of phone lines are, are, are packed for Andrew Short from the BTO Sports KTM team. Uh, Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? What's what's your question for Andrew Short? Um, hi, Andrew. I was uh, I was wondering what you will miss the most, or how you will go from racing every weekend to not racing at all. Yeah, what I'm gonna miss the most is uh, the probably the bikes and uh, the paddock. I've said that a few times, but a lot of great friends. And dream come true, you know. I mean, racing in a stadium with, uh, you know, everything you dreamed of. So that that part's going to be tough, but mostly the friends. And I'm hoping to kind of wean myself off and still be able to go to the paddock. But there's no other feeling like going in the first turn. You can't even think. You're just reacting. And well, that seems scary to me. On. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that feeling, but I don't know. Uh, I'll find out in January when I'm not there, but yeah. There's a lot of things I'm going to miss, but uh, um, I'm happy I got to experience it while I could. Okay, what won't you miss, Shorty? What will you not miss about the the, the grind of being a pro motocrosser? Yeah, I, I think, you know, waking up in the asterisk thing, and you don't even know how you got there. That's uh, a moment right. I was really freaked out and 
Weimer's just yeah, la- Weimer's nodding right now. Like, yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but that in the business side, like, I feel like there's so many times, like Jake right now, he can tell you, he he knows what he's capable of. And you're talking about Tyler Bowers. There's people that have passed him by and they have deals that, you know, are, you know, maybe we don't agree with, but the people that are in charge are, are running the sport. Um, they disagree and have other thought processes that, are really frustrating and from a writer perspective dealing with the business and separating it emotionally is very difficult and when you really truly care about something and you believe in it yourself and it doesn't always unfold the way you envisioned it that, that's really tough to swallow and every writer has some sort of ego and i think that's what drives them to be successful mm-hmm. but some of those frustrations i think form yourself form your character as a person but some of that stuff really frustrated me on on all the politics, and I realize that's business in general, not yeah. just with racing. But I think emotionally, when you care something, care about something so much, and you know what you're capable of, and you just want a chance um, for your dream, sometimes that's it's it's not easy to to, to take. But you know, yeah, I, I guess it, it you can look at it both ways. But some of those times are really frustrating and. Uh, hard for me to learn learn from, I guess. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks for the call. Wait, hold on. I got uh, got one more question. All right. Um, I was wondering, what are you going going to do? Are you going to stay in the business, or are you going to go? Yeah, do something else? he just, I just he just answered that, Tyler. He does. He's not telling us, but something soon. It'll be announced real soon. <laughs> so I just hope I don't okay. have to work on. The wife keeps like building up this chore list. Oh, he asked geez. me to put some fly spray on the bull today. Oh, man. And uh, do some but, little, Yeah, I'm hoping yeah, I, I don't have to do that. I don't blame you for the politics. Shorty might be back for A1. He's going to sit at home. The list is going to keep need a growing. Jo- hey, if, Weimer, if you can't race, do you want? Do you know how to make subs at Subway? Because there could be a Subway opening in, in, in I feel like S- I could learn. Smithsville, Texas. I feel like I um, could learn. I don't know. already a, a, a Smithville Subway, but. Yeah. Um, I don't think either one of us want to learn the formula. Listen, talking about the politics, these jerk-off teams that won't give Weimer a ride, (laughs) he's 10th overall in four of these Supercross. Like, seriously, he's 10th overall in four of these Supercross. He won't ride for, you know, it's not like Weimer's holding out for hundreds of thousands of dollars here, people. Just call him. Jeez. Uh, Okay. Uh, Noah, what's up? You want to talk to Andrew Short? Noah, you there? No. All right. Hey. Aries, what's up? What's up, Aries? How are you? Aries? I'm good. Aries? Yes, Ar- yes Aries. Oh, okay. Zodiac sign. Oh, yeah, got it. What's up, bud? Yes, sir, man. How are you? We're good. Thanks for calling. All right. Uh, yeah, I wanted to just tell Andrew uh, congratulations on uh, a very long and successful career. And um, I would say he, he uh, was actually, I didn't know who he was when he came up back in the day. I think the first time I ever seen him was um, was Motor World uh, when he came up in. And I didn't know anything about him. I'd have to say he was the first rider that I ever actually liked just because every picture I've seen of the guy, and people say it over and over again, but this was from the very beginning, he always had a smile on his face. And to me, like, I was a fan of, like, Doug Henry, who was also like that, Um you know, guys that are just happy to be there and 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 just enjoy everything about it. And um, I, I think like a guy like almost like Eli Tomac right now um, could help. You know, having an attitude like Andrew might help him a little bit. Everyone can have an attitude like Andrew. Seriously. Yeah, he just 
he just seems so frustrated right now. And Andrew is just like, he just, no matter what happened, like even just, you know, his shock broke this week. He's still smiling. <laughs> he's on a great yeah. time. So um, he, he was definitely one of my favorite riders just because of that reason. There you go. And and also one more thing. I got a little, I don't know how, if Andrew's going to, going to remember this. It might be a bad memory for him. Back in Southwood, when he was riding the lights class, mm-hmm. and this this is for like the Pulpentless Whistlers, too. Um, uh, Andrew, do you remember back in uh, Southwick, the time that you knocked yourself out? <laughs> yeah, maybe 2005 or something. On I'm a, thinking it was I'm, I'm thinking it was 2005. On a Honda? Oh. When you were in a Honda then? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And if you're familiar with Southwick, he, um, um, Mathis, because you, you know how you come down from the pit area and you, you ride down to the starting area? Mm-hmm. Well, even though Southwick's a, a sandy track, when the spectators come down from the pit area there, it's kind of like boulders and rocky and everything sticking out and stuff. And it, that's, that's down from there. That's where Andrew crashed right there. So he was laid out. And you had the Honda guys. Everyone was standing there, and the Honda guys are all, all, all the shirts are up against the fence. And everyone's like, oh, my God, what's happening? What's happening? So I just happened to turn around, and I look up. And who comes running down this hair, hill barefoot, like, like, like it's nothing, comes running down this hill, splits the Honda guys, team shirts, jumps on the fence, flips over like it's nothing, and she's out there, boom, Andrew's wife, Jackie. It was one of the craziest Jeez. things I've ever seen. Barefoot? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, barefoot barefoot I, down the hill. I, I, I've, heard I some, could... I've heard some stories about her, but that was one I've seen with my own eyes. Yeah, she's, yeah, Jackie's she's... gnarly. Yeah, She's a crazy lady. Um, thanks, thanks, Aries. Thanks for the call, man. Okay, no problem. Thank you, right. uh, Thomas. What's up? Uh, what's going on? Hey guys, uh, how are you not going? No, we're good, man. What's happening? What's your question for Shorty? Um, I got kind of a two-parter, mm-hmm. uh, Shorty. I know you like to ride off-road and uh, desert and uh, stuff like that, just out in Colorado and hanging out. Would you think about racing or going along those lines? As far as offering, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind racing, but I don't know how competitive I'd be. I just, I love to be on two wheels, and I don't really care where it's at, and as long as I'm around good people and able to ride, like I'm, I'm pretty stoked. But I want to go check out some different places, like you said. I, I like to go try to ride in Mexico and uh, go Baja to Idaho, really kind of by where it flies at, even up a little further north of there. Get you Canada? You want to go to Canada or go ride up in BC? No, 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 I don't really want to go to Canada. Mm. Mm. Say it. Maybe uh-huh. uh, Whistler or something, but I want to go to Moab. There's all these uh, trendy places. I, uh, people are probably cracking up at me, but <laughs> uh, I, I want to go check those out first and then maybe go to some of these other places. But yeah, there's a lot of places I want to go ride. There you go, Thomas. Yeah, Baja's a sweet one no for racing. you to go check out. Yeah. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks for the call, man. Oh, I had another question. All right, go ahead. <laughs> um, you kind of mentioned earlier about like 15 minutes ago uh, that you enjoyed the kind of contract you had with KTM as far as you being a test rider and learning uh, different things about the bike, like you said, to try and beat Weston. And I was wondering if that's going to play into your role if you're going to become a uh, test rider for KTM. He's not telling uh, us. Like he have been. Thomas, or, he hasn't told us. I, mean, I know you're tight He's with Honda. He's not telling us. Uh, uh, no, Thomas. He hasn't told us. <laughs> Hot Cams, Inc. Yeah. Bringing you uh, Andrew Short on the show. BTOsports.com, KTM. I mean, I guess we can still say BTL Sports KTM, Andrew Short. Can we say it? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, Andrew Short, everybody. Uh, Jake, you said your first memory of Andrew was uh, 
Donnie Holshot Hansen School. Yep, I was 10 years old in Colorado. And and Shorty was an instructor, or what was he doing? And a what? What was the instructor, or what was Shorty uh, doing? He was kind of like the, um, he wasn't the instructor, but Donnie was using him as like the example. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how old, you, maybe, I don't know how old you were, Shorty, but you were on Cowie's, you're riding 252 stroke. I was 10, I know that. So you're still an yeah. amateur. That was a long time ago. Yeah, maybe the good old days. Ninety-eight. Um, Ninety-eight. I feel like Holshaw Hansen is a lot of guys have taken Holshaw Hansen school. Yeah, like pro guys over the years, like for one reason or another, you know. Um, it's so much fun when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah really. You ride right. all day. Yeah, <laughs> I took a Tony D school and got mocked by everybody, you know. So, um, like he took me and said, "Look what this kid's doing. Don't do this. What this kid's doing in front of the whole class." <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's good. Horrible. Yeah, I'm, I, I still remember to this day. I'm 41 years old, and I remember Tony D mocking me in 1984. Huh. Wow. Like, so. Should have went to Donnie Hanson, I guess. <laughs> so. Should have, yeah. huh? Uh, all right, Moser. Welcome to the show, Moser. All right, so I need to sign up for this uh, life coach thing for sure. Uh-huh. Make some questionable decisions. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Shorty could definitely straighten me out. You do. By the way, Moser, I read short, uh, your list of jobs for Jake if he doesn't get a ride. Um, the only yeah. one that seemed like it was kind of okay was uh, Idaho potato farming. I think he's got a shoe in on that one. I yeah. think I had one other that I was sort of going to do podcast. Maybe thinking about. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Moser, how are you going to handle this? How are you doing? Well, I promised I wouldn't cry. So, um, you know, it's, it's, I know it sounds like funny and, you know, I'm not trying to be, it's it's actually it's really weird because you know I remember when I quit racing and so now I'm watching Shorty, you know career arc and um, I really just wanted to call to say you know thank you for everything that he's done over the last you know like what has it been six or eight years, you know he always treated me way better than I probably deserved and he put up with a lot of my <laughs> you, you breaking up with him? <laughs> what are you breaking up with him? <laughs> no, I'm breaking up, but it's sad like it's. It's right, watching uh, you know the end of an era. So you know, wow. I'm being honest. Like it is, it's, it kind of bumps me out. I know it's for the best, and I'm glad that he's happy with it. It couldn't really end it, you know, better. You know, he's in one piece and he's happy, and that's that's awesome. But like anyone that's gone through, you know, <clears throat> when they stopped racing, uh, it was hard when I quit racing. And so, you know, I obviously, you know, you're talking about somebody that raced amateur compared to pro. You can't really compare the two, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a transition for both of us is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, good luck with your transition, Moser, for sure. I had it with Timmy quit. I went through the same things, the ups, the downs, the lonely nights, you know? I think you're being a little more dramatic than I am, but I was, I was Shorty's biggest fan. Always have been. Always will be. Um, Mosier was always uh, w- one of a kind. The first time I met Mosier, I didn't know what to think, honestly. <laughs> and then over, <laughs> over the years, I've grown to love Mosier. Uh, one of my highlights, definitely, watched well, Google this year when I, I rolled around the finish line, and there was that turn with him and all his buddies who were standing there all day. Did you see Apparently, this one? I didn't know one that one? until I, I came around last lap, but there was like silly string and all kinds of craziness, but. Um, yeah. Moser, is, Moser stories are endless. This is the equivalent. Moser, you, you met Wygan and I. You became friends with us. You became on the show. You're a Pulpamex employee uh, at a low-level employee level. Um, and then it's like 
like if I like met my favorite hockey player and then I became friends with him and he invited me to his house to hang out with his family. Like Moser went out to Texas, Weimer, oh, nice. to hang with Shorty and his family. And he was this huge Shorty fan. This is the, what happened. This is, this is real life. He became friends with his. He became friends with his hero. Right, starting to make more sense now. He became friends with his hero. I don't know, like that's so weird yeah, to me. I mean, Always I guess treated me way better than I deserved. <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, it was fun. Uh, Weimer, good it, times. It, All right, well. Uh, yeah, uh, no, I was gonna say Weimer. Like, do you have any fans like like Moser? Do you have? Ah, uh, no. Uh, uh-uh. no. Nope. <laughs> Uh-uh. Um, it's going to be tough, Moser, but, I mean, he's, it sounds like Shorty's going to be around. He's not telling anybody, but he's going to be around. Yeah, he won't even tell me. See? He knows yeah, you got I, loose I, lips. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shorty, when Moser came to your house with his wife and his kids, and then he did the rope swing uh, at your house in a Borat bathing suit, were you okay with that or did that kind of make you think you made a wrong decision inviting Moser out? Yeah, no, no, that's, that's, that's the excitement of having a Moser around. You never know what's going to happen. The Borat suit didn't even come out until he was at the top of the tree. So at that point it was kind of like hide the kids, close your eyes and uh, let it all go. But that's uh, when Moser's around, there's always a a good, good time to be had and uh, more laughs and smiles probably than, and then, can you anybody be- else? So. Shorty, career highlight for you: Seattle Supercross. What about the East West win? Like, is there one? I think the nations in Colorado, just because that's where I grew up. Oh, sure, yeah, right. Uh, Obviously, yeah. That was that's something I'll never forget, and um, yeah, that was special. And it was just craziness. Uh, I didn't know how it was going to turn out, and how it ended was uh, pretty special. And that day was nuts. Uh, Moser, your career, uh, your career shorty highlight. Well, I'd like to say Seattle Supercross, but uh, <laughs> I don't really remember that night very well. Um, <laughs> he was drunk. But, uh, <laughs> he was drunk when his hero won. Like, yeah. Well, Shugul, uh was it 2005 or 2006 when you just smoked RV on 250s? That was that was a good day. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite yeah. rides to watch. I did have one question though. Um, so over the years or over the career, who did you enjoy racing with the most? Like, who were you lining up with or battling with that you like always enjoyed racing with? Uh, Tim. Yeah. I, of all people, I shouldn't be saying this, but Uh-oh. I really enjoyed racing Tim Ferry. But yes. he would always pop me at the end of the motos, <laughs> and I would get so pissed. Wow, he's a cagey um, veteran. Yeah, I know. But then he would come over after the race drinking a beer. And like all this stuff, and it would just fire me up. And then Gothic would laugh. You know how he like goes from foot to foot. Nothing yeah. Gothic was my mechanic. Yeah. yeah. And he'd be like popping there, and he would just Gothic would look at me, and then they would both like Gothic and Timmy would then look at me laughing, and yeah. oh, I, yeah, I would like I love to race against him, but I always wanted to try to like beat him. He beat me more than I beat him. Uh, he beat everybody but, more than they beat him for the most part. <laughs> Tim, uh, Shorty. I think that's the year like Stu went 24 and 0 or something. But, the year that Timmy yeah. let him go 24 and 0 because he was Cowie's number one guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, I loved, uh, I love that year. It was, uh, it was a good challenge. There you go, Moser. Hey, well, just thanks again, guys. Thanks a lot, Shorty, for everything. Awesome career. Uh, appreciate everything. And uh, just don't change your number, and we'll keep in touch. 
<laughs> you're acting like it's ending. Like I'm just gonna like, like, go away. But you're dying or something. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's a little bit sad. It is, Moser. We'll, we'll work through this together. Thanks, buddy. All right. I'll give you I some think- advice about when Timmy quit and all that. Uh, Hot Cam's Inc. Uh, bringing you Andrew Short, uh, retiring. Uh, Hot Cams 2016 is the code. Um, all right, Andrew. Well, hey, thanks for your time tonight. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, congrats on a great career. Uh, 100% the way everyone should be, I, in my opinion, on and off the bike. And, uh, um, yeah, just uh, fantastic. And, uh, and nice of you to join us tonight. So, Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate the kind words. And, you know, I know, um, I don't know, I just feel like really blessed uh to have the career that I did and the support and all that. So uh, it's pretty, been a humbling uh, week, and uh, thanks for having me on again. Thank you, buddy. Congrats right. from, from me, guys. Andrew, on, on your career and everything. It's cool to see you go out on uh, on your terms for sure. Well, thanks, Jake. Yeah, it's been a pleasure racing with you, and best of luck to you too yeah. in uh, the upcoming months, and hope you get it sorted out. I- I'm sure we'll be seeing you around. Yeah, it always gets figured out for you too. Yep. So yeah, like no problem. A bunch of stress, and yep. yeah, it always works out. Yep. So, see you, man. Thanks, Have a good one. All right. And you're short, everybody. Uh, Mason wanted to know what we thought about Colin Kaepernick not standing for the anthem. Let's get let's wait till we get JT back on to discuss that. Uh, but uh, uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Andrew Short runs a KTM, and he raced a KTM. Jake could be one on next year. If you use the code PulpMX at KTMPartsExpress.com, you will save over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. They are there to help you out. And uh, with that, let's take our first commercial break of the night here on the show. We're coming back with Will Hahn, Kyle Bentley, more JT, a lot more Jake Weimer, uh, more of your phone calls, more giveaways. Oh, congrats to uh, Derek for winning the Vortex Racing uh, Chain and Sprocket giveaway. He correctly named uh, Tough Racing and... uh, uh, Chad Reese team, Yoshimura team, and uh, Babbitt's team. So we thank everybody for listening. We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back after this with much more on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey, guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. 
BMX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people.
Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting traction handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the 
power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's, unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoke and nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. 
WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungy, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Rocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as... Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda. They have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there, check them out, guys.
back, everybody. Paul Metschel presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. RCA Suzuki's Jake Weimer getting ready for the SMX Cup coming up where he is going to lay it all on the line in honor of Suzuki and trying to get Suzuki to the top in Germany. SMX Cup, probably getting paid a shit ton of money for it, and God bless him for it. Uh, Jake, you don't have a ride next year, but if you do, perhaps you can use Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Brand new tire from the folks at Michelin, michelinmotorcycle.com. Uh, whatever you thought of Michelin tires before, check out this Michelin Starcross 5. We have great uh, reviews from it for people on Twitter and emails and everything else. They continue to push the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. There's even a guy, uh, Jake, who couldn't clear like a local double at his track. And I said, if you get Michelin's Starcross 5s, you will clear that double. And he tweeted back that he did. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, Michelin Starcross 5s. A new casing design incorporates stronger, higher density materials that reduce rate, weight up to 15% for the sand tires and average 10% on the other ones. So, uh, thanks to the folks at Michelin. Please check them out. Michelin Starcross 5 tire. Your choice of tires just got harder with this new Michelin Starcross 5, everybody. Will Hahn coming up on the show. Um... Travis Marks, uh, last week we had Connor Fields in studio. We sure did. Olympic gold medalist in BMX men's. Felt good. Brought a gold medal to the house, Jake. Yeah, I saw that. That's, That's pretty, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Heavy. It was heavy. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so we promised a Fly Racing F2 carbon helmet, red, white, and blue one, autographed by Connor Fields. Uh, gold medal winner in Rio. And uh, we got a lot of entries for this. We said email us. Most entries I've seen. 373 entries. Mm -hmm. uh, people who want this autographed Connor Fields uh, helmet from Fly Racing. So, Pookie got tired of me asking the guests for random numbers. And that's what we would just do. We'd, whatever number you said. Right. You would probably say 12, though. That's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> yeah, so Pookie said that's dumb. So she said randomizer.org is a website, and uh, and that picks a random number. So we're doing huh. it that way. Okay. So Travis Marks, maybe a drum roll? Ah, crap. What? I don't have the drum roll ready. I said get drum roll last week. <laughs> last week I said get drum roll. Yeah, I thought that was for last week. No, it's for all the time. All right, sorry. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Two thirty-three. Two thirty-three. Random uh, email number two thirty-three. You win the Fly Racing F two Carbon Helmet. It uh, signed by Connor Fields, gold medal winner in Rio. I'll contact you. You can get your size. If I mean, I guess you can wear it if you want, but just get it signed and just do that. Was Connor Fields? Is he a fly guy? Yeah, fly racing guy. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Also, too, um, while we're on this deal uh, about being, like, super cool and giving shit away, uh, write that number down. I forgot it already. So yeah. I got it. Okay. Uh, Road to Recovery. Jesse Nelson, uh, we know, crashed hard at Unadilla. Uh, needs a lot of help. The Road to Recovery people uh, have set up an online fundraising donation page for Jesse, who you know Jesse. I know Jesse. He's seriously one of the greatest dudes in the sport uh, on the line of, a, of an Andrew Short who we just had on the line. So uh, he's got a great support system, but of course he's got a long road ahead of him. Uh, road to Recovery is putting together a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity eBay auction, and what you want to do for that is uh, September 12th is the start date. Uh, go to roadtorecovery.com uh, for more information on uh, on that, as well as uh, Irv Braun, Travis Sewell, Cody Schlock uh, uh, paid donations as well. This uh, 
Jesse Nelson thing, though, is cool because there's TLD and Red Bull helmets involved, and you can't get those people. You just can't get those. And uh, so, um, yeah, thanks to the folks at Road Recovery. We're going to do our part here on the show. Thanks to Jake Weimer, a show listener in Australia named Hayden, uh, donated $250 for a signed Jake Weimer uh, jersey. Uh, Jake, you thank you for bringing it up. You signed yeah. it to him. Uh, we're going to match that. The show is going to match Hayden's 250 And, yeah, it's only 500 but it's something. And we're going to donate to Road to Recovery uh, and for Jesse Nelson. So uh, thanks to Hayden for making it happen. But, Jake, it wouldn't happen if you didn't uh, donate the jersey and signed it. So uh, that jersey is on its way to Australia this week sometime. Perfect. So, yeah. Thanks for the jersey. Yeah, but you shouldn't say only five hundred dollars. Well, because if if everybody that listens, yeah, you know, uh-huh. pitches in, okay. it it builds, right? Um, I mean, yeah, okay. Well, then everybody get five hundred dollars. We're we're gonna match it. So, um, thanks to Hayden for wanting your jersey. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, awesome for him. That's good. So uh, it's coming its way. Uh, we did something. He said he did the same thing for uh, Nick Way a while back, and we donated the money to a privateer. So cool. Uh, a seven jersey with uh, Soaring Eagle and Jimmy John's uh, logos on it. Weimer right off your racing jersey, I would guess. Yep. Yeah, yep. when you raced in. Yep. Uh, it's making its way to Australia. So thanks to Hayden, and uh, thanks to uh, Road to Recovery for making that happen for Jesse. And uh, let's get our next guest on the line. Uh, uh, this guy is uh, uh, coming back. He's uh, back riding. And uh, again, like Weimer, looking for a ride. But in the meantime, he's going to go down under and race. Wilbur Hahn. What's up, Will? Uh, not much. What are you guys up to? been a while since you came in on the show, I think. Yeah, I feel like you know, we've been kind of on the outs for a while. Our relationship's kind of struggling. <laughs> we are, aren't we? We are on the outs, yeah. Um, fuck Will Hahn. <laughs> Did I say that? I mean, <laughs> that's that, was a, that was a drop. Can you play that again? I feel like it, feel like it felt pretty good. Fuck though. Will Hahn. Man, that's you. <laughs> that's from last week. I feel like that is uh Whoa. Uh-oh. Oh, as, <laughs> as recently as last week? <laughs> huh. I feel like that's digitally made. I don't know. I, mean, I feel like that's pretty legit. Like, I think I'm receiving You might want to fill him well. in on the backstory on this before he hangs up. <laughs> Travis, why did I say that? Um, Berludi said something. Will Hong came up, and then you were mad because Will didn't tell you about him going to Australia. Uh. Okay, that makes oh, sense. There we go. So yeah. Sensitive. Wow. Listen, it wasn't near as cool with listen, like all that extra stuff added in. Right. Listen, asshole. I was <laughs> I was texting you like, "Are you coming back for the end of the nationals?" I knew you'd started riding, and then the Cowie guys were like saying maybe USGPs, and so I said, "Are you coming back for the USGPs?" And you're like, "I don't know. I'm just back on the bike, and it's been a while, and I get it." And then I'm like, okay, cool. And you're like, yeah, I'm working on it. And I'm like, hey, good job. And I was walking the dog, so I was happy to talk to you. And you were happy, and everything was good. And literally, like the day, two days later, Will Hahn racing in Australia. So but you didn't ask me if I was going there. Oh, sorry, I didn't name every country. I didn't say, are you going to Belgium? Are yeah. you going to Australia? Are you going to, to, to I mean, Taiwan? Are you going to China? You, as a reporter and, and as your job, you should know how to ask the right questions, and you didn't ask the right questions. Or you should have some lines that you you right. learn this information before the public. How about when I was generally asking you when you're coming back to racing, that would be the point where you'd say, oh, Steve, I'm racing in Australia. I mean, I guess I could have said something, but, I mean, at the time it wasn't all completely, like, done. And I'm like, you know, this guy is just, you know. <laughs> going to blow me out on Twitter before it's yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. It's typical. Don't bro me. If you don't know me, you know? Um, okay, so to fill us in, what's going on? You're racing this seven-race 
Australian Supercross Series? Six. Six, you told me. Yeah, I believe it's six. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm going over there to go race for Troy Carroll and the MTE Monster Energy Cross Hockey Team. And, uh, I'm fortunate that uh, the Cali guys here are still you know, supporting me and letting mm-hmm. me ride their track and um, you know, still helping me out. So it's it's uh, it's been cool so far. And uh, Actually, the opposite of cool. It's been hot at the Cali track. So, uh, <laughs> I bet, I bet it has track. been. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, but it's no, it's good. It's uh, it's been fun and uh, another challenge. And obviously, um, I want to do these GPs, but uh, to do those and also do that series just um, honestly didn't make sense. So I uh, just uh, put my focus on kind of getting ready for that and going over there and, and seeing what I can do. Now, Jake, you said you almost had a deal, right? To go uh, potentially, yeah. yeah. yeah I spoke to someone about it. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Will, is the series include that Sydney round with with uh, Reed and RV and everybody? Yeah, that'll be the okay. finale. So okay. it'll be like Cooper Webb and uh yeah, Chad and, and uh you know, also um with Villa coming back and stuff. Uh right. so that'll make it exciting. Obviously there'll be um you know, he's still here rumblings there's gonna be more Americans going to do the series. I don't know for sure or anything. Yeah, but the, the CODIS, I guess would go back. The, uh Gavin Faith would be there. He, the, you know, they're he's champion of the lights lights class, right? So Yeah, so I think that, you know, those guys are gonna go do it. So it'll be cool to see familiar faces and, and obviously meet some new people and are you uh, over there and just experience it? Do you have to go down there and live down there, or do you go back and forth? How are the, how are the races scheduled? Uh, they're scheduled to the first round, September seventeenth, and then we have like a month break. But um, and then I'll just stay down there. I think that it's better. I mean, I could have came back, and you know, it is what it is. But at the time, I think it's just better to go and, and get acquainted with the team and kind of build up that kind of mm-hmm. camaraderie that you kind of need. I think if I'm like in and out, you know, you're not really getting to know me, and I'm not getting really to know them. It just doesn't seem right. Could apply to the dating life too. Yeah, you know, um, you never know, and I might actually just stroll up on some ladies. Are you so you, Steph, Steph Weimer like that one? Are you are yeah. you going to September seventeenth, and then you're not you're going to come back after that first one, or no? You're there the entire time. I'm there the entire time. I'll be out there through. Um, I leave on the ninth, and then I'll be coming back here after that last round. Which is what, like November twelfth or thirteenth or twelfth? Well, that's really going to cut into your Pulp Mex show appearances. Well, my phone works in Australia, Steve, you dumbass. <laughs> I mean, who's paying that call? I mean, AT&T has a nice, you know, um, international plan, plan these days. Yeah, you just Jake, national plan. Are you still ups- Jake, are you still upset about Will taking your ride at Monster Cowie? I was you, never upset about that. Have you gotten that. over that yet? I was because never you upset really mother effed him the time. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> I never was upset about Dude, that. Dude, come on. Great radio. No. Let's I- just start it right now. Start the brawl. No need. Okay. Um, okay, Wilbert, what what are you going to do next year? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, you tell me. Aren't you supposed to know everything? Bro, we've been trying to get Walmart a ride for the whole first hour of the show. <laughs> well, then maybe me and Wines will just start a team. <sighs> That'd be great. We just one, need some one money. 1W, 2W racing. Yeah. Yep, 2W. <laughs> I like it. 1W, one, one 2W. I like it. Um... Well, this is going to be a good thing. You don't have a lot of gate drops lately. You've been injured, of course. We know that. And so this racing, this Australian series, like um, Savachi told me early in the year that he felt like Webb raced everywhere last fall, right? He raced in Australia. He raced in Bercy. raced his nations, raced in Japan. And um, uh, uh, Savachi told me he thought Webb's off-season racing really helped him come gate drop at A1. So this is the same kind of deal. Like we don't know where you're gonna, who you're gonna be there with, right? But this could really help you. 
Yeah, I think for me, the the bottom line is just going off the gate. It's going to be nice. You know, it's, it's, like you said, it's been a while, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't get too many in Supercross. So it's just um, something for me just to go racing in general is going to be nice. You know, it's, it's like I said, it's been a while, and um, this whole shoulder thing took a took quite a while. So um, yeah, I'm just excited to kind of get back to it and just a kind of a fresh start and. Uh, you know, somewhere new, which is always a challenge. But mm-hmm. at the same time, um, Troy and the guys have been, you know, very you know, welcome with open arms with the whole deal and very helpful. So, and then along with the Cali guys too. Like, right. and, uh, not only those guys, but the whole show crew has been really supporting me throughout this and helping mm-hmm. me out getting the setting going to go over there. So it's been pretty cool. It is cool. I was talking to the Cali guys last weekend, and I'm like, "Are you going to help them?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, he's going to get stuff. He's going to get parts and." Like, we're there. We, You know, he's not racing for us in 2017, but I think that's cool. Like, some teams would be like, F you, bro. You know? That's cool. Well, and that's that's what I was talking to them about, you know? Right. Like, you know, like, you know, you're leaving, and everyone knows it, and it's – but we're happy to, to help you out throughout the process of it, which, I mean, it's still yeah. Cali, right? You know, I'm yeah. going over there to race for Cali, so yep. it's – um, it, it makes sense, and it's just – it's cool that they're being so, um, so helpful through it because, I mean, obviously they – it wouldn't be a big deal, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't be offended if they were like, "Yeah, it's done. Sorry, you know." And yeah. that'd be, you know, I wouldn't have a, you know, a grudge against it because it, you know, technically it is done. So, yeah, um, um, yeah. Are you? Ah, that's a dumb question. I'm gonna ask. Well, I mean, most of them are, but you can ask it. Uh, are you mad at Cowie for not giving you another chance, or do you understand it? Um, I'm a, no, I get it. As a guy, like, look, I, Josh Grant isn't a fan, isn't a fan of mine, you know, and I'm not necessarily a fan of Josh is riding and stuff and some of the stuff he does, but I do shake my head a bit at the grant signing when, when, okay, Weimer, you're not going back and Wilbur, you're not going back, but Justin Bogle, uh, Justin Brayton, I'm looking at these guys records and I'm like, man, they're going with grant. Okay, cool. He fits into the team. They like him. I get it. You know, so I, I, I yeah. I mean, I see it from both sides. I see the opinions and everything like that, but I mean, there's something that regardless of how you feel about Josh or any, any kind of situation about him or your opinion or whatever, he did really good for them this year he, so before getting his, his yes. surgery and everything like that. Yes. I mean, he was getting pretty solid top fives and top sevens. And, um, and you know, and when he filled in for him last year as well, he, he did good. Even though he won that, the GP and, and all that. So I think to me. Right. Um, Ogle. I mean, I, I know I get it. I mean, I like both those guys. Too, Tickle. And, and you know, I get it. I get the I get the, the sides of it, but at the same time, like you said, he meshes with them. He's fitting in. He already yeah. got results on the bike. It just yeah. it just makes sense, you know. Yeah, Cowie guys are big on like, hey, you fit well. Well, the team. maybe he yeah. filled in for him a couple times too, and yeah. did well. And maybe they thought they owed him the opportunity yeah. to do it for yeah. real. I, I I mean, I don't know. I'm speculating, but what I, about I don't know. that second spot though? Whether it's Jake Weimer, Will Hahn, Josh Grant, Tyler Bowers, what's going on with that spot? What spot? The second spot of Cowie. What are you talking about? Just everybody wrecks and gets hurt. Oh. <laughs> Is it Wiggles? <laughs> I put him in. Yeah, we should blame him. It's, it's Wiggles. his fault. It's Wiggles. <laughs> Daniel Wiggins, everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I'm kidding. Wiggles is awesome. I asked Wiggles if he wanted to do a podcast like about his career, yeah. and he's like, no. I don't he's got some good stories. No, I know, but I don't think he wants he to. Does. He can't tell any of them like publicly, you know? No, he does. There's some of them are good. You think some yeah. of them are okay? No, he's told me some funny ones, like right. about him riding, and there's right. like a loop out story that's pretty funny. Yeah. But there's some Havasu ones with the guys. I don't know if I've heard too many oh, of those. Okay, I've heard some of those. Anyway. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind hearing them. I don't think I have, but I wouldn't mind hearing. Yeah, them. I don't think I've heard them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some 
you know, 90s, 90s okay, MX. I'm going to have to ask him. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so do you have something cooking for next year? Have you talked to guys? I mean, you know, there's a Moto Concept spot potentially. There's an RCH spot potentially. There's, uh, um, you know, like I, like Traders Cowie. I feel like Traders Cowie is like under, like, okay, yeah, it's not factory, but it's like they're building, they're coming on. I feel like that could be a, a spot. And Weimer's looking at me with like whatever, but. I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm not looking at you like anything. Okay. I mean, if you're asking what's cooking, my oven's broke. But, I mean, it's not. I mean, <laughs> I was not like, like, like a hot commodity He confused me so I, much for a second. I'm I, like, what? I still don't know what he said. What is, say it again. See if he gets it the well, second time. Yeah, you asked what's cooking, you know, for next year, and I said my oven's broke. So, oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> so not much is on the grill. Okay. So, um, no, I mean, I, I get it. You know, I understand that, I, you know, in the sport, unfortunately, it doesn't, um, you know, the, the past is quickly forgotten, regardless of how good you maybe once were. Um, you get a couple years of injuries, and you don't really come back with very good results. It's just you're kind of written off, and that's just the way it is. Uh, and I get it. Just, uh it's unfortunate. It doesn't make sense, but it's just the way it is. And I don't know. I'm not really stressed about it. You know, um, I'm fine with whatever happens. And mm-hmm. um, uh, either way, uh, I think that regardless of uh, whether I'm racing or not or whatever comes of this, I'm fine in the industry. You know, I'm lucky to be well liked, and, and um, yeah. you know, I can be an asset to any team, whether I'm racing or not. Okay, so let me that, that, um, let me ask you the same question I asked Weimer. Do you show up? For the West Coast rounds, out of a pickup on something. No. Oh, Weimer said he would. Absolutely not. Weimer said he would. Nah, Depending on the circumstances. Uh, no, I just don't. Um, I, mm, and that's just my opinion. No, Weimer um, wants it more. Okay. <laughs> Here we In- go. Interesting. It's assholes like you that mess everything up. <laughs> and by the way, yeah. Weimer didn't give me a look at the Traders Cowie thing. I was kidding. I didn't want to cost him a ride here. Yeah. You didn't say anything, but you didn't. Jumble. Yeah. I wasn't even looking at you, honestly. You really were looking just at a basset hound. You really were. I was actually looking at my hat, but... Okay. Anyway. So, all right, uh, Wilbur. So you won't fill in or whatever or show up at... I mean, I would fill in. Yeah, no, I'm not going to show up on my truck with a bike, no. Um, that's just being 100% honest. I think just um, for me to do that, coming back from there that late, trying to put a bike together, trying to be prepared, no. It just doesn't make sense. Um and truth, truthfully, uh, I'm not going to go pay for parts. And um, You're not paying for anything, money. Wilbur. Come on. You're not going to pay for anything. You're Will Hahn. But. I mean, I know, but I mean, I'm, you know, short and, and got braces and stuff. And it's just, you know. <laughs> you, um, are the braces still on? Well, yeah, dude. It's not a six month trial. How long do they get? When do they come off? Like a year, dude. It's just what? Brutal. Another year? Yeah, I broke I broke a bracket off eating dinner last night. So uh, shit's hard. Struggle's pretty real over here. Like I feel like I feel like in Australia, like you could, you know, it's like fishing a barrel over there. Your factory <laughs> rider, you know, and all that. But the braces are gonna hurt this thing. Yeah, you would think so. You would really think that it'd just be like fishing with dynamite in a very small pond. But it's just like. You know, everyone thought that. I mean, before the braces, it wasn't like I was just crushing it. So it's, <laughs> I mean. You know. I think you got to keep an open mind and just yeah, go are you, over there. Are you there super picky? With are you super picky? Is that the problem? Well, I'm not trying to bring home a heifer, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, dude, honestly, like, isn't That's it? That's right. Isn't it kind of the LCQ for you? <laughs> like, bring home what you can. 
I mean, I was in enough of those this year, Steve. I don't need to go to anymore. You're what? Yeah, I was in a lot. What do you say? What, what, uh, hey, I, I didn't missed understand. it. Like in a lot of LC. I was in oh, a lot of LC. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, oh. Yeah. Louise, Louise. I, mean, I, I didn't man. hear you. I didn't. I oh. legit didn't hear it. Um, uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was in a lot of LCQs. So bro, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to bypass those. I cannot see how a monster Cali factory American superstar down in Australia can't just be like lining them up like gangbangs, orgies. <laughs> Like honestly, one after yeah, the like other. That? I honestly, why I, that seems totally feasible to me. He's not over there yet. Give him a chance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He said. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm not trying to like be negative. I'm just like you know, I'm mean, just not trying to you know go over there. There's no reason to get pre cocky, Steve. <laughs> I guess you're right, Travis. Don't count your chickens before they Travis, have. Travis, what's up? Yeah, don't, exactly. don't you feel like Wilbur like? That's a big deal in a strange country. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It should be able to just slay. Braces or not. Yeah, slay. Why don't you never open your mouth and act so. like you broke your jaw? I could I could pull something off so like So no that. one sees the braces. On a serious note, though. Wait, I thought that was pretty serious conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty serious, dude. Honestly, like Wilbur, like back in the day, like look, Pookie doesn't listen to the show right now, but back in the day when I was a mechanic, like <laughs> here we go. No, I'm just saying, like <laughs> I, I pulled chicks and I was a mechanic. Heifers though, uh, semi races, <laughs> like semis. <laughs> um, not heats, <laughs> you know. But like, I don't get it, Will. Like, I honestly, like, like fifth in the semi race. Like, I hear stories from these autograph signings from riders, you know, that have told me over the years, straight up in autograph signings, right, Jake? Has that happened to you back what, in the told, day? Told you what? Let's do it. Here's my number. Call I me. have never seen that. No. You've that's, heard of it though, from totally, guys. That's totally fictional. I don't think so, bro. I've seen. I've. I mean, I've heard some pretty wild stories, but I don't know. Are you just saying that because your wife is listening? No. Okay. No. No. I'm I'm being serious. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, All right. Well, just... but I mean, yeah, I've heard some pretty wild stories for sure. So Jake, not nothing, nothing, Wimmer, or in Wimmer, Will, nothing, Wilbur. But for me, I mean, no. Like the, the coolest thing that happened to me was like, I remember McFarlane and my brother gave some girl in Washougal my number, and she kept texting me like wanting to hang out, and it was not something. I mean, that I don't know. It wasn't cool. It was not a good move. <laughs> she wants to text me, wanted to hang out. It wasn't cool. No, it's not not ideal. Not an ideal situation. They thought they were really funny, though. Uh, can we get more info on that? How come? What was the problem? Uh, I just wasn't feeling it. I'm just being honest there. Okay, dude, I'm telling you, I think in Australia it's going to go well. I, I do. I feel good about your positivity. It's really bringing me up because right you're you're going to win too. You're going to be we're one of the top guys. Let's not say you're going to win because you're going to be one of the top guys. Sheila's everywhere. Just Sheila's. Yeah, just just it's over, bro. Maybe maybe you can get a kangaroo around and <laughs> a pet kangaroo. A pet kangaroo. Maybe throw a shrimp on the Barbie and just really just go to town with him. Yeah, bro. Bring the kangaroo home, then that'll attract the chicks. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you want to come over and pet my kangaroo? It's like half. <laughs> Aren't they pretty mean? Like, I don't know if I really want to like. like I don't know. Nah, like, like, Mi- our, in, you know? <laughs> our, our, our listener Mim, he's been in studio. He's got one. He says they're fine. Really? Yeah. I don't know if trustworthy. I mean, like it's like puppies over here. Like you want to get chicks? I don't puppies. think all of them, though. 
I think there's. What well, about the big old yoked ones? That sure. like, holy yeah, hell! No, those ones are bigger than Will. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought they hurt. My dog's bigger than me now. Can we talk about your dog? How's your? Uh, I feel like in your Snapchat, it's a lot of your dog. Well, I mean, I have a dog and braces. I mean, what else do you want me to Snapchat about? <laughs> or Will? I just want to hit a motorcycle. And losing his ride, losing his factory ride, got a dog yeah. and braces. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just my life right now. My drought's like severely worse in California, and we all know how bad that is. Do you, do you think maybe the the rapist van you drive hurts your your look? Not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How do you feel on the bike? How's everything coming around? Like injuries, good. Like you're you're, you're all right. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, you know, obviously, I, I do wish it could be a little bit stronger than it is right now, but it's it's just a building thing. It's a process that mm-hmm. you know, anyone knows that's been through injuries. It still takes time. It's not, a, you know, 100% overnight. But um, I definitely, I, you know, I feel good. Uh, I feel strong. Uh, I feel, you know, pretty good. Uh, I still want to feel a little bit better, but um, it's it's getting there. It's, it's good progress, and like I said, for this time of the year and mm-hmm. kind of how long this shoulder took, I, I feel pretty good. Well, good. Yeah, when's the first race? When did you say? September? Uh, 17th of September. Look, I can't believe you're staying there the whole time. I don't know if that's a good move. Oh, I... Do you have a um, Do you have a uh, uh, tra- practice track to ride on, a supercross track? Like, they have something legit? Yeah, and after the first round, I guess that's a public track, so... Mm-hmm. Um, so they have that, and then, yeah, they, there's tracks, and other other dudes have tracks over there that are you know living and staying and uh, right. have land. And right. You might have to ride with someone else, which I mean, that's, I'm cool with that. You know, so right. just get to know people, and and you know, hey, we'll ride your track. And no, I don't think it's as, as easy access as here, where we you know have a bunch of you know manufacturing yeah. test tracks, right, right. milestone, and you know all that. No, I don't think it's like that. But um, you'll, you'll be able to ride something. Are you stressed about next year? Or are you okay? You just gonna let it happen? I already answered you. Are you not paying attention? You're on your phone. I know, and I still heard his answer, and you for some I'm, reason didn't hear that. He's like the girlfriend that I never wanted right now. Well, he like, yells at the like callers call in and ask a question that has already been talked about like five or ten minutes earlier, and he'll like hang up on him. He gets angry, which I but then he just asks you a question that you just talked about. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Will Hahn. Uh, Travis, our producer, has a question for you, Wilbur. Here, hopefully, it's, okay. hopefully it meets Weimer's expectations. <laughs> well, it's not motocross related, which I know is a big no-no, but uh, I'm a big F1 fan, too, so I follow Ricardo. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Yeah, You've never once mentioned it. You're just trying to suck up to Wilbur. Right, okay. Uh, I'm a big Ricardo fan, too. I was just kind of curious about how that whole friendship like came about. You know, I see you guys... Uh, they're not even friends. They Whatever. No, they're not. They got videos on Instagram of them doing karaoke in the car. That's friends. Um, it's funny because it, in, in our, you know, social world, I guess, now, how it is with phones and everything, it's just funny because now, um, basically, so I followed him because um, since I was young, my dad always watched Formula One, and I tried to get into it when I was little, and, you know, not extremely into it, but then slowly over the years, I've gotten more and more into it, and then, you know, I'm, I'm watching it and going, you know, this is this is cool, and then I follow him on Twitter, so he follows me back, and I'm like, well, that's pretty insane to me, and I'm like, that's, you know, crazy. It's cool that, you know, obviously he watches us and, you know, and does all that stuff, but um, so... We go to the Vegas Supercross one year, and um, he was coming out to watch it or whatever. And I, you know, I'd message him obviously, and was like, "Hey, let's meet up." 
and um, get together and, and see how it goes. And um, I wasn't racing. It was right when I had time with Cowie, so he ended up coming and um, checking it out. So I met up and we watched the second main, and um, somehow, one way or another, I ended up telling him I wanted to come to the Austin GP, uh, and it was the weekend of my dad's birthday. And so he ended up getting us passes, and for my dad to to get out and be on the paddock like that and, and check it out, um, he was, like, so stoked he got to meet, like, a lot of his childhood heroes, you know, like Mickey Lauda and, um, you know, Hamilton. Well, that's and, cool, and yeah. He to meet, yeah, he got to meet all the you know, the people that, like, Cool Tard and those guys that he obviously idolized. And, um, you know, and obviously Daniel as well. He's a big fan of him. So uh, to be able to do that, and um, it was just funny. Just kind of, um, you know, we have a similar interest, um, become good friends. And he came to the States and came and stayed at my house for a few days. And then uh, when I got hurt last year, uh, Anaheim, I called him and said, Hey, I want to come to the race. Um, just an excuse to travel really. And, uh, I ended up going to Melbourne and then, you know, he asked me to stay and train with him for a week. So did that and got to know him a lot better. And then when I got hurt this time, I did the same thing. I called him and I was like, Hey, um, I want to come to another race. What's a race that no one goes to? And he's like, Oh, you know, I'm not, none of my friends are really going to Russia. If you want to go to that. And I'm like, okay, why not? That's um, cool. And it just, yeah, I just turned into something that was pretty cool, uh, and just um, happy to be friends with the guy. And obviously, um, the respect for each other's motorsports is pretty high. Like he, he's just as much of a fan as motocross as uh, any of us are. Formula One. Does he listen to Pulp MX? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm sure he has. Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it. You know, he he uh, hmm. he definitely keeps his tabs on everything and reads everything about it. And um, you know, he knows all the stuff, all the drama and everything. That you know, when he calls me, he's like, dude, I I can't believe this. You know, and I can't um, believe I can't believe Chad Reed got a black flag or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You know, it's like I don't know. It's it's cool. Um, it's it's a cool relationship to have, and uh, definitely uh, thankful for it. Uh, Jake, who's your f- most famous friend or whatever? Like, is there somebody that you know that like like Ricardo for Wilbur? Uh, no, no, I, I don't think so. No. I mean, just I don't know if I have. Okay, just a checking. famous friend right. outside of Dirt Mario, Shark. I don't think I'm friends with Dirt Shark. Uh, question in the chat room: Will, are you mad that Tommy has a ride and you don't? No, not at all. I think that um, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm obviously happy for him. I mean, I don't, I don't see any reason to. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not bitter about it. I, it's just something that it is what it is, and yeah, I mean. Um, obviously I'd like to have a ride and like to be comfortable and obviously, and every, everyone wants to have that security. But to me, I think I'm at a different point in my career where it's, um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not like extremely stressed about the situation. I know that, um, like I said, I have a good relationship with a lot of people in the paddock and multiple mm-hmm. different teams and, and lots of people. So, um, one way or another, like I said, I'll be an asset to a team, whether it's racing or not. Um, those back to, back to Ricardo though, like, uh, I I was stalking Lewis Hamilton's Instagram a while back. Like they, they're on another level with money, travel. Aww. Like like they are on another level. Those well, Hamilton's guys. like over the top, out of all of them anyway. Yeah, so. it's nuts. Yeah, he definitely yeah, wants it pretty hard. I mean, Ricardo must make sweet money though. Oh, sure. I mean, no, he's not making Hamilton money, but obviously Hamilton's making good money because he's a multiple time champion. Yeah, so. but Ricardo's pretty um, good. What do you mean? You've yeah, never no. asked him how much money he makes? I was just, talking, I, getting, I, I was just asking Weimer this morning, <laughs> well, this afternoon, about Weimer's money situation. So I don't know. That's what, that'd be my go-to so, right away. what's your bank yeah, account yeah. looking like? 
yeah, I never really, it's not something I really like, you know, hey, what kind of money do you make? You know, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Just, I mean, it's, pu- no, but that kind of stuff is public knowledge. Like, this guy signed this contract for, for this much yeah. or whatever, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's in the millions, but that's just what that sport, I mean, obviously. Well, why, don't just, you, uh, why don't you tell the guy to break off a little bit <laughs> and send you racing? I mean, because, no, why would, I, why would I do that? Chisholm's got Ricky Fowler helping him out. I mean, come on. Yeah, no. Full-on write-off um, for the guy. Full write-off for the dude. Yeah. Why are you shaking your head at me? Because sometimes you just – I, sometimes I can't tell if you're serious. Like, sometimes you say things, and I'm like, dude. How about some outside-the-box thinking, Weimer? I'm all about that. But, Break like, call money? your friend – bro, listen. <laughs> your sport makes more than my sport. I'm going to need you to cut down a check and send it my way. I'll call Ricardo. It's a write-off, bro. <laughs> what do you mean you can't do it? Don't you need a write-off? I'll call you for a cut. If you get me a cut, I'll call him. I'll be your agent. Uh, All right, fine. Whatever. I'm just trying to help everybody out, but I'm the dick. No, I just, I mean, I, I appreciate the, the wishful thinking there. I'm just Thank not you. looking... I mean, I don't know. I don't want to set up a GoFundMe page to go race. I'm not saying like that. that. I'm, saying, not. I'm saying call your F1. Like, you guys, look, I follow your social media. It seems like you legitimately are friends. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we are. It's, All right, um, so do you want me to tweet you know, him right can... now and ask him for some money? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay. Really don't. Listen, Will, Shorty was on earlier, and Mathis tells him, hey, I think what you would be good at is a life coach. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like a young amateur, or I think you said amateur. Or pro. Whatever, is at yeah. the strip club at 2 a.m. and he calls you, hey, I want to keep it going, but, you know, and then that's yeah. where Shorty could tell him, no, dude, you need to go to bed. Yeah. Like that's what he told Shorty that he thinks he would be good at. And that was Absolutely. his. Absolutely. That was his analogy. That's your analogy. Yeah, your analogy yeah. is a young amateur kid. <laughs> yes. At, at the, the strip club. club. You don't think Calling Stroop- Shorty saying, hey, dude, you, I really want to keep going. You don't think Stroop's been in that position? <laughs> Do you think he would have made the call to Shorty? <laughs> and been yeah. like, hey, I'm having a great okay. time. Okay. And I'm not sure if I should shut it down or not. I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. Stroop's, Stroop's probably not thinking along that lines. I can tell you what his answer would have been if Shorty would have told him to shut it down. <laughs> you don't think J-Law could have used Short to help him out? No. You think J-Law would have listened? Exactly. You should. I mean. <laughs> let let me put me it this way. way. Any, any amateur kid that's at the strip club, <laughs> he's not shutting it down no matter who he calls. <laughs> no. He could have Jesus on the line. He it said no. He's not shutting it nope. down. Right. All right. Okay. You just got to let it ride. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks to Travis Marks. Uh, Daniel Ricardo. Uh, Ricardo? What is it? Ricardo. Ricardo. Uh, his salary is reported at $6.5 million. Okay. Okay. So what the F, bro? So you think Will should get half? Can, I, can I get yeah. five hundred? <laughs> can I get $500,000? Are you hit him with some friend tax or what? Like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> We need to get a group text going here. It's a write-off. He's got tons of money. Come on, dude. You can't be serious. I kind of am. He's into the sport. You want to be in the sport? I'll get you in a high level. I just don't know if you yeah, can do that. I don't think he's looking to like be like five hundred grand in debt to the sport. It's I a write-off. Like, like, I don't think he's a write-off, dude. <laughs> oh, uh, without bonuses, too. So race wins and all that is extra money. Well, I mean... 
don't know what their bonuses are, but I'd imagine it's probably a good amount. I, I, mean, mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, people in the chat room seem to be siding with Weimer here. You can't do that. And they seem to be. Yeah, that's, yeah, like Colin, that's like Colin McGrath, dude. Dude, listen. McGrath does not have Ricardo money. I, I mean, I'm sure he's doing just fine. No. Yeah. But bro. Bro, he doesn't have Daniel Ricardo. Well, maybe he doesn't, but I'm sure he's doing okay. Yes. But call him like, hey, you have been, are such a fan of the sport, love two wheels. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, sounds that good to me I, so far. I think you could probably use a write-off? Like, but you can't do that. I'm super pissed at guys like Will and Jake and Brayden, and <laughs> they don't have rides. I'm pissed. I'm trying to make it work. I'm trying to think outside yeah, the box. Yeah, but that's not Daniel Ricardo's fault. <laughs> it ain't, bud. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry about your luck for being a fan of the sport. Mind chipping me out, bud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you love the sport, Listen, our, I'll get you a credential. Our cur- sport's in trouble. Anyway, you can donate some money. Listen, Ricardo, I'll get you a credential. <laughs> you can go behind the scenes. You can wear a headset if you want yes, when you come to the races. Yeah, we'll give you a headset. <laughs> you know, you want to? You, you can meet Chad. We'll meet. You can meet Bubba. Yeah. You know? No. No, I don't. I mean, huh. I think you can pretty much do that if you wanted to. I mean, you can yeah, do maybe. If you really wanted to. Is he a monster athlete? No, Red Bull. Okay, because I'm saying he's a monster guy. They'll do anything for him. They'll literally blow him on like on Supercross opening ceremonies. Like what? Like you know? Like a monster guy like outside the box shows up in Supercross. They do anything for you. Like so. Um, Would you know firsthand? <laughs> I'm, I've seen it on the floor. Where oh, they're like, oh, okay. they're like, hey, the uh, dreadlock bong hit daily surfboard surfboard guy this is monster by monster welcome to the show like what do you think of it you know like anyone it doesn't matter so all right wilbur we gotta go kyle bentley's on the other line so i don't know why you just like you gotta for one yell a lot and i just feel like this is really unproductive <laughs> and unprofessional asking your friends for money right right yeah why don't you just hit up your friend for money yeah, yeah you see my good friends now i was giving that friends like hey yeah, it's just yeah okay sounds good listen here assholes what? I put my money where my mouth is because I gave Weimer money for a sticker in Supercross. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Why are you laughing? Uh, hey, well, why doesn't your ass fund us a team then? Yeah, wow. you're so clever and you've got all these ideas. I don't have that kind of money. Ricardo does. Well, you got connections. I mean, if you, hey, again, if you cut me in, I will text Ricardo right now. Hey. <laughs> You can hit up anybody you want. I'm sure you can hit up Lewis Hamilton. Tell him you're looking to start a Supercross team with Jake number. Weimer and Will Hahn. And you're, he needs a write-off. I don't you know he number. needs a write-off. I don't have his number. You can find him on Twitter. That's how Will met Ricardo. That's true. 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 My most famous follower is... Uh, Jake Weimer and Will Hahn. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, uh, I can't remember. Uh, you know, Ross Robertson, he's a big-time movie producer. What? Or a uh, music producer. He accidentally clicked follow. No, he's in the movie. Yeah, 100%. Uh, he accidentally, accidentally. He was scrolling through. He's super rich, I bet. We'll get him. To, he knows corn and these guys. How do you not know any of the Van Halen guys? Like, uh, I, mean, I met, I mean, I met Alex. Music, you gotta have a, I met Alex huh? Van Halen. I met Alex Van Halen at the races at Anaheim. Really? Oh. I feel like you listen to enough of their songs and have enough of their music and stuff that you got to have stock in Van Halen. So, like, maybe hit them up. Uh, Kenny Raikkonen owns a team. He's an, yeah. F, he's an F1 guy. Yeah, why don't you, don't you, like, you're Canadian. Like, don't you know, like, hockey players, like Gretzky and stuff like that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, can't you get money? Like, no, here's the 
here's the thing. We all know you lose your ass in the sport owning the team. You got to have a passion for the sport, and Ricardo has that. That's why I'm. There's why. some teams making some money. Yeah, but generally yeah. speaking, generally speaking. Yeah. All right. So you're saying our team's gonna bust? Like you're basically already telling you're already telling Daniel right now. Like, hey, yeah. Hey, listen. Like, you're gonna put this is. Let's do this. I tell Ricardo we need money. I'll be team manager. I'll run it responsibly, and we'll. It doesn't no, sound not. like it. It sounds like you no. got some W two rate. I gotta go. Kyle Bentley's on the other line. Wilbur. All right, no mechanic, no team manager for you. You can hang out. You can have a you can have a team shirt. Outside the fence. <laughs> yeah, outside. outside. You can't come in the truck. Okay. No coffee. You'll break the coffee maker. <laughs> Thank you, Wilbur. Thanks. Good luck in Australia. I'm sure we'll talk. Cheers, mate. Uh, all right. Good guys. Good day, matey. <laughs> All right, everybody. Wilbur Hahn of the uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki team going down under. Uh, hopefully down under. <laughs> hopefully he's going down under, down under. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Uh, Paul Pemex uh, bringing you uh, team manager of the year. Uh, RCH's own Kyle Bentley right now. What's up, Kyle? How are you? What's up, guys? Sorry to put you leave you on hold for so long, but we were trying to get to the bottom of some stuff. Okay, I, I I I don't have anything important to do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe besides polishing that team manager of the year plaque. Yeah, yeah. I was I was hoping for some intro music. Where's my Van Halen right on? I should say Van Hagar. I'll get you anything you want. You you name it, we'll get it. <laughs> um, what's up, Jake? What's up? Listen, I know you don't. You guys don't use Vortex Racing, but they're bringing you on the show tonight. Uh, Yoshimura, James Stewart, Blake Baggett, Babbitt's Cowie guys, VortexRacing.com. Email Jake for a killer deal on uh, sprockets, bars, uh, anything you need. They got brake pads and performance brake lines. Uh, tell me with Pulpamex. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Chain sprockets and all that stuff. VortexRacing.com. Bringing you Kyle Bentley or or, or Sunstar. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Um, hey, congrats on the. Um, Congrats on the award. That's cool, though. Like, I mean, for reals, that, that's good. You guys won a 450 motocross championship with the with Kenny Roxon, and uh, and uh, you had a great year, and you're recognized for it. So that's cool. I mean, no matter how they pick it or yeah, chose top, it or whatever, right? Yeah, top ten in Supercross with Jake Weimer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brock mm-hmm. Tickle had a podium at Muddy Creek, right? Mm-hmm. And Redbud. And Redbud. Tickle rode well until he mm-hmm. until he got hurt. And Kenny won the title. Private team too, winning a title against the mighty OEMs. Yeah, we uh, we we made stuff happen this year. It was a, it was a good year all around for us. Uh, really excited about the results and and looking forward to to next year. Um, and all that and and I mean yeah, it's just been it's been um. Uh, you guys signed Kenny Rocks, and you took a big uh, chance on that. And obviously, he, had, he got injured uh, last year, had his back problem, and everything else. This year, Supercross at times was frustrating. You got some wins. What do you think? Like, look, going in the outdoors, I think we all knew. Like, we're like, yeah, Kenny's going to be good. So was Dungey. And and did you see Tomac last year? Like, good God, he's going to be incredible. That's what all of us talked about. And really, from the first mode of the year, it was over. Like, Kenny was just so much better than everybody. Did you see that coming? Did you were you surprised? Did did Kenny say like, "Hey, I'm feeling well"? Like, what 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 do you think about how dominant he was? No, I mean it was it was unbelievable. Kenny, uh, we we found some things uh, late in the Supercross season, and and uh, that obviously transitioned into the Motocross season. And I didn't think Kenny was going to be as dominant as he was with all the competition with Dungey fresh off another Supercross title and Eli coming off his results from uh, the previous year before he got injured. So I thought it was going to be some uh, some intense battles. But, uh, yeah, Kenny hit his stride and, and put our head down and 
it was unfortunate to lose some of the guys uh, throughout the year, but you know you gotta you gotta be there to race. So um, it is what it is, and 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 Kenny. Yeah, Kenny came away with the title, so it was awesome for everybody involved. 702-586. Paul, we got a question for RCH Suzuki's Kyle Bentley, team manager of the year for motocross. Uh, give us a call. Uh, or Jake Weimer, for that matter, if you got a question for Jake Weimer. Can, can somebody call if they have yeah. a question for you, Jake? Okay, so um, triple clamps. Who knew triple clamps could do that? Could do that massive change. Yeah, triple clamps. You gotta triple give clamps are the key to all to all hole shots. You got a big kick out of that because us in the media guys, you know, we latched on we latched onto that, and you're like, it's much more than that, morons. But yeah, actually, actually, Jake can attest to it. He was the first one to to ride the upgraded engine package we uh, came up with for for motocross. He he actually did some test riding for us preseason to motocross and he actually rode the engine that Ken eventually won the championship on so oh, you he did. can attest to some of I the did not know you that, didn't uh, I didn't know you did any outdoor stuff with the guys During Supercross yeah they we did a day um of outdoors and? I got to run through some different motor stuff And you were like the package was that they, What do you need to know You said this I is I think you saw it <laughs> Whoa <laughs> So are you taking credit for the title Jake cuz you steered them in the right direction I helped test but they I mean they took it from there. Um, yeah, Kyle, you, you really like the fact that, yeah, triple clamps. and But, I mean, like near the end of Supercross, we saw everything. We saw the whole package come together, and all of a sudden it was just like, wow, Kenny's a lot better, you know? Yeah, so. we were we were able to implement some of the stuff that we, uh, we came up with in preseason motocross testing into a few of the last Supercrosses, which uh, gave us a little boost. Mm-hmm. But then uh, heading into the outdoors, we were able to incorporate, you know, the full package and, and really give us a, a lift. And, and like I said, everything was firing on all cylinders, and Kenny was healthy and, and riding really well. So we were able to shine this year and uh, come away with the title. Um, hey, when, so when Tickle got hurt in Soupy, yeah. who, how far down – did you have to go before Jake picked up the phone? Like, how many guys did you call before Jake? Nah, nobody. Jake, uh, stop it. Jake Come on. Us. Yeah, no, we didn't call. We didn't reach out to anybody. Uh, a couple guys reached out to us, and um, we, we obviously uh, most of the guys on the team have uh, worked with Jake in the past, whether it be at uh, Pro Circuit with Mitch or, or Factory Kawasaki in his Cowie days. And, huh. and it was just a, a huh. seamless fit, and we actually just had one sit down discussion. and. I would have figured you would have got like five, six no's before you got to Jake. No, no, no. no. Jake was uh, Jake was high on the list. Um, and you let the Pulp Mex sticker deal go through without a, without a hitch. Yeah, that that's up to you guys. I think we uh, we pulled it off after the nine the nine events that you uh, you adjudged him out of his, uh, his his money and his contract. <laughs> right. uh, no, we only had a nine race deal. We had an eight race deal. I forgot a one. But. Yeah. yeah. He forgot the sticker we, and the money. At the most important for the photography. first race. <laughs> first race. Yeah. I think we uh, even pulled it off uh, the round before Toronto headed into the, into Canada just to make a point because Jake was pretty pissed. <laughs> I his, think it was actually now that he says yeah. that. Yeah, double hurt me for yeah. sure. Um, what what did you think of Jake's time on the team as far as a, a test rider and a guy? He, I mean, I think he. He hit the ground running in his first race. He put in some really good results, and like we said, tenth overall. Um, what was it like to work with him? Oh, I mean, I've worked with Jake in the past, once uh, a pro circuit when I was a mechanic, and uh, our relationship is is pretty good. He gets mad at me quite a bit because I like to do <laughs> yelling and tell me tell me sucks. But other mm-hmm. than that, yeah, it's a perfect fit. I mean, he transitioned well. Is good friends with Brock. I mean, everything 
everything fit well. I mean, the chemistry was unreal, and, and I think he put up some good results and definitely deserves uh, another look for uh, 2017. Perfect. That's, that leads me right into my question. So are you guys coming back next year? Yes. Okay. Will you hire Jake? I won't hire Jake personally. I don't make those decisions. I, I have an opinion on yeah. the matter, and and uh, we leave it up to Kerry and Ricky, but I do have an opinion. Yeah, so, okay, so you're going to probably re-sign Tickle. I like that. It's a good fit. He's putting some good results for you guys. He's not that expensive, I would imagine. Let's put Jake in that second spot, and let's go racing. That's those are, those are some of the conversations that have been had, so we just have to give it a little time and let things play out and, and see where we end up. Okay, let's say that you don't hire Jake, though. Let's say you screw him over and you get another guy, okay? Would we you would never screw Jake over. Well, you would if you didn't hire him. But, okay, <laughs> but hey, if, if Bogle was sitting in that chair, I'd probably like be like, all right, let's hire Bogle. So um, would you – here's what I think you should do. Okay, if Jake somehow doesn't get that right. Don't 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 come up with the Nicoletti idea because that you know that's I, I believe in uh, that's a great idea that J Bone has over there and and uh, you know I think they benefit hugely from having a guy ready to go in the wing just in case uh, of an injury because of uh, the risks that our sport takes right. on riders and well, that, people getting hurt all the time. So. That's where I was going with this. Can we do that? I, I'm I'm uh, I'm all for it. I just have to convince the guys that write the check to make make that uh, make that you, feasible for us. You said he helped with testing, and we know he's a good tester. He's got lots of experience. It'd be a nice deal. Yeah, I agree. That's why we we okay. kept him on board, and right. we, we keep him riding. And yeah, you, we're gonna, you still he get wants, uh, he wants he wants to do a couple races. He's going to do that Suzuki race over in Germany for for Suzuki, uh-huh. or I should say the Giuseppe Supercross race. And uh, we, we just actually had a discussion when he landed about what, what he wants to take over there. So we're going we're gonna to supply some suspensions for him to take over there. And he's going to come up to Soren Eagle and do our, our race for the mm-hmm. casino that we have every year, the edge of summer. And then uh, we've even talked about helping him out for uh, Monster Cup. So we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I think that's awesome because a lot of teams would – after the deal is up, they would take the stuff back, the parts back, and tell the rider to pound sand or tell them thanks for coming out, and now we yeah. need our stuff back. And you guys have yeah. been like, there's a mechanic at the track with him. He's got suspension. He's got a factory bike. He's doing these races. I mean, all, contractually, you don't have to do any of that. That's cool. No, yeah. I believe with you know Brock having an injury through the motocross season and Kenny being in Florida, we got a lot of personnel that are at the shop on the on a daily basis, and we can't stand still because if we stand still, we're not going anywhere. So um, keeping Jake going and having Ivan Tedesco around to, to ride the bike is, is a key component to our success over at RCH. So I like to keep those guys going. Will you have two guys or three guys? Uh, probably two, but I'm not opposed to that idea. If I can yeah. convince the, pull it the owners to right. pull it off. Um, with Roxon leaving, was that – did it get weird, or was it? It didn't seem like it. Everybody seemed cool. It, I've been on teams though, Kyle, that where guys are out, and it got weird to me at times. But maybe not. How was that? Has that been announced? I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, here we go. Okay, so you know, <laughs> I gotta say, Dan at Honda, he is playing this thing like by the book. I'm yeah. buddies. I'm buddies with Dan, and he is not cracking. <laughs> He's not cracking. No, I- 
Yeah, I don't know uh, if it's been officially released or not. But Okay, uh, so you'll have Roxon. As of now, you're going to have Roxon on your team. That's, 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 no, <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed our time with Roxon, and, and it was a great experience. It was a dream come true for, for me and most of the guys on the team to, to win a national championship or mm-hmm. any, any title. Yeah, it's great. Uh, why why be a downer on and the whole situation, and we should just enjoy what we mm-hmm. accomplished and, uh, and take, you know. Yeah. Take joy in, in accomplishing the the championship, and and we were talking. Jake and I were talking a little bit, like, you know, you hire this guy, you pay him a ton of money. He doesn't win the first year with you guys. He wins some races, but not the title. The dad writes that letter, uh, uh, writes that story in the magazine. Like, the train can go off the tracks here very easily. And credit to you, credit to your team. Everything kind of got back on the tracks. Kenny handled it well also, where he was like, hey, my dad doesn't speak for me, like whatever. But like there was a potential for disaster, and you guys all pulled it back together. And and like, and like, I don't – I was around your truck here and there, and everyone got along, and there was no – you know, nothing got – no tension or anything after that deal. So that was great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kudos to everybody involved. I mean, it, it, it took the team to, to keep their head down and, and keep striving forward, and – and also, it took some uh, changes in, in Ken's program uh, and his personal program to to get things back on the straight and narrow. And then everybody came together, and we had a goal, and the goal was to win. So, um, kudos to everybody involved for for making a successful season out of what could have been, like you yeah. said, turned out yeah. turned out really, really, really bad. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, when you when you have a a guy on a team that's, I mean, that's paid to win and that's the whole goal from the beginning if that's not happening yeah it's pretty easy to get frustrated and tempers can fly and you know you everybody can get a bit frustrated but i mean i saw firsthand them work together this year i, I wasn't around last year right. but i mean regardless of me just i know some of the personnel there and rch will have their opportunity at a title again it's at some point for sure mm-hmm yeah, I agree. It's some top-notch guys over there. Um, yeah, it's tough to compete against the factories too, and you guys did it, and you beat them at the game. You know, we, they got endless budgets. They're not in for a profit. They're not. They're just dumping money in, and they've got you know a uh, uh, massive budgets. And you guys beat them at their game. And look, obviously, a lot of help from Suzuki. You had factory stuff yeah. and all that, but um, that's impressive. Yeah, it's a it's a surreal. Uh, a feeling when you have a man like Roger DeCoster come up to you at you know any any given national and, and congratulate you and tell you thanks for the riding clinic. So for us to for for me to hear that from Roger DeCoster, it's a, you know it's a mm-hmm. an impressive honor. So we 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 did some pretty cool things this year, and we should be we should be very proud of what we accomplished. Okay, listen, I was on a championship team at Yamaha when Reed won the title in '04. Now I was yeah. Tim Ferry's mechanic. And I didn't even like Chad, but we won the title. So Yamaha goes and gives each one of us, it's on my wall over here, it's a number one plate from THQ AMA Supercross, the same one, that, like a replica of Chad's. And what does it yep. say underneath, Travis? Does it have my name there? What does it say? Team Yamaha, Steve Mathis. Yeah, so they gave me this frame thing of this number one plate with my name on it, Team Yamaha, as if like I won the title. And I didn't. I didn't even like Chad. But I thought it was really cool. You should do that, Kyle. I have I have twenty five uh, number one plates on order for multiple sponsors and everybody on. Oh our yeah, staff, so. 
So who needs me so, uh, giving you advice? You're already on it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hand those out because it's a team sport and everybody lends a hand, whether it be tearing down the tent to mm-hmm. driving the truck to you know cleaning the mud boots at the end of the weekend. It, it, it takes a team, and nobody's job's more important than the next guy. So, well, uh, because I was sort of on the team with Weimer as a sponsor, <laughs> like could I get one? <laughs> Uh, I would if we would have done something in Supercross, but you know, since it's an outdoor title, oh, yeah. came around yeah. and snacked in our truck. I can't really support the the number one play going into the into the lion's den. Okay, well, I tried anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was a good idea. Um, so uh, for you guys, probably no Monster Cup, like officially, yeah. like maybe help Weimer yeah. out on the side, but. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, right now, probably, probably no Monster Cup. We have got some some things to get situated. Sure, but yeah, yeah. If if Jake Jake wants to go racing, we'll be we'll probably be happy to support him. Uh, as far as you are concerned, uh, Kyle, um, where does this rank for you? Uh, look, you won titles with Purcell. Uh, probably should have won a couple outdoor titles. Uh, won Supercross titles. Uh, is this your number one career accomplishment? Accomplishment? Yeah. Yeah, I think it. I think it's right up there with your Manitoba titles. I mean, I don't know. Thank you. Where I, you rank those on your list? But I, this, um, this is a this is a big deal. Yeah, I have four of them, so it's almost got like old hat at times, you know. Yeah, um, I only got I only got two regionals and now a team manager four fifty titles. So. As far as my mechanicing career, I won High Point two thousand with Kelly Smith, and then of course Summercross. Who can forget that? Um, yeah, beating Jeremy McGrath. I can't decide which one is a bigger accomplishment for me. I, I go back and forth, you know. What, what? Well, it's definitely probably one of the one of my career highlights. One of my biggest letdowns is letting Jake beat me at at, at uh, Vegas for the shootout. Ooh, right. He put a wax in on us that night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. You you remember that? I like that one. Yeah, you no know, truck though or nothing, right? Back. No, that was the first year they didn't give a truck yeah, away. You got Are screwed. you kidding me? Oh, I know. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, Typical. Right now, my wife. My wife had a, a checkup today. My wife's pregnant, and uh, she oh, uh, was at the doctor's I office. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. N- number two, number two. So oh, you already got a kid? What's that? You already have a kid? I didn't know that either. Huh. Yeah, I got a two-year-old, James. Yeah, I just still think picture yeah. you as working for Jimmy Wilson. Yeah, no, I, I did. I was he. I just he was over at his girlfriend's house tonight. I just I just went and picked him up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, K- Kennedy, you know Kennedy. Ah, uh, easy now, easy. <laughs> you watch it. No, uh, she was my daughter. Check up every, and, oh. and she ran into Sean Irwin. Oh yeah, 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 Sean. Yeah, yeah. I guess they they both had the, my wife and his wife have the same doctor, and, and she ran into Sean, and Sean's Jake's old mechanic. And yep. Friend of Steve and. Friend of mine. I mean, yeah, Timmy Ferry's practice bike mechanic. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah. He, he when I was working for Motor Triple X, he was he was a guy from Northern California that knew Kurt Haller from Motor Triple X and would come down and intern at the shop on the mm-hmm. during the week, and that's how he got his start. Did you learn more from Mitch Payton or from Alan Brown in your managing career? In the managing career, oh, Alan. <laughs> sure, that guy could save. That guy can save a penny in somebody else's pocket. Yeah, so he really showed you how to cut some corners, right? Yeah, yeah, but but Jake can tell you I learned a lot from Mitch Payton too, telling him he sucked every weekend and his lap times need to be better. Right, sandbagger. How's your relationship yeah. with Purcell these days? 
Oh, it's good. He actually texted me after the the champ. We won the championship and congratulated me. Oh, wow! Actually, was yeah, I was actually his landlord during the Supercross season. Remember, you wanted the house down in Newport, and uh, he he was renting it, so he screwed you. Yeah, I was asking you about it. I was telling Jake on the way here that because uh, Jake moved to Huntington, I was like, man, I would love to get like like Roblox place down in there and and, and Noops and and like lurk there for a month. Like it'd be so beautiful. It'd be awesome. Yeah, you got to talk to Jay. You got to do it. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Oh you could, there, you could surf every morning. Yeah. You're, you're going to laugh, but when I lived in Noops, I would run on the beach. <laughs> See, I knew you were going to laugh. I knew you were going to That's a true story. Uh, run where? Yeah. To the I, coffee shop? No, I'd run for exercise. I'd <laughs> no. down the beach. I swear to How God. How far? I don't know. It Ten seemed, minutes, maybe? It seemed really far. <laughs> <laughs> Jake just can't believe it over here. I just dropped a bomb yeah. on him. Um, yeah, no. Jake, Jake, you're not making our uh, our team mandatory team mountain bike ride in the morning. No, I'm I'm stuck here with Mr. Athletic over here. <laughs> really, <laughs> Strava Steve. Strava yeah, Steve Strava was out Steve. about three weeks ago. Did you see it? Yeah, I once okay. in a while it pops up. <laughs> got you know Tickle's gonna show up and put in the work, and here's Jake just lounging in Vegas. Yeah. Probably gonna go. Out in let's, Vegas. Hey, let's let's pipe down here, Kyle. Uh, you have you have a mountain bike that has a motor in it. Whoa! It doesn't have a motor. It has a battery, and it's a pedal assist. Actually, it looks awesome. I'd like to get one. <laughs> Actually, I fucking love it. <laughs> I would like to get one. I have some hills where I'm like, I would really could use some assisting right now. Yeah, being a true Clydesdale. <laughs> <laughs> in the cycling world where they consider a Clydesdale 200 pounds is 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 a real now uh, i heard hang up i heard i was reading about these things and that's when i was texting you kyle remember i texted you last week or the week about week before about these bikes what's it called an evo yeah or? they're different names but oh. um yeah the specialized one that i have is called a levo levo there there are like real mountain bike guys are really pissed at these things some oh, yeah. guys i could see that oh yeah like, I'm always like, hey, bro, if the guy wants to use one and he's getting exercise, who cares? Oh, yeah, I don't, think, uh, I don't think it's really uh, adapted into the mountain bike community yet. I get, I get a, bunch of, a bunch of shit every, every oh, time. Oh, do you really? Do you really? Guys. Yeah? Some yeah. guys that I ride with, we've got a big group on Wednesday nights. They get, they get kind of upset with me <laughs> that, I, uh, that I have the, uh, the assist. Bro, it makes, beat it. I'm getting exercise. Good. Yeah, beat That's it. What I mean, I'm sweating. I'm tired. Go right. Yeah, I don't, people, gosh. Right? Yeah. Fuck off, everybody. Oh, it's because probably because Strava and they're like, just relax, man. Jeez. Yeah, I mean the guy. You're out of your mind, dude. KOMs. Yeah. Mm. Stealing all the KOMs. I'd like to go Kyle get a bunch of, I'd like to get a bunch of KOMs for sure. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. listen, JT's was supposed to come back on, but he's probably asleep. Um. Yep. So, can you stick around right now, Kyle, and do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment with us? Sure. Just ask him JT's questions. Let's do that. X-Brand Goggles. Yep. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles. What? (laughs) Nothing. EKSBrand.com, the choice of champions everywhere. Matt Bachelia, Kyle Chisholm, Brock Tickle, Fast Freddie Norn, just to name a few that have worn X-Brand and dominate with the clear vision of X-Brand goggles. Uh, EKSBrand.com, use the code PulpMex16 to save 40% at, at XBrand.com. Brand new goggle coming up. Why are you doing that? 
You put your hand in the air. I'm watching this. No, you put your hand in the air when I was saying that. We've talked about this multiple times. Go on. Let's just get. Let's do this. Being a dick. What, what about what about the Canadian fire drill this weekend, Steve? Did you you talk about that on the, on the line second moto? About Benoit forgetting his goggles. Yeah, and what? JSR running. I have running not talked line. about it, but he was so, he went to the line with no goggles. The rider. <laughs> but can we talk about him going twelve ten on the day? Kevin Benoit, everybody. Who had faith in, him in, faith in him in fantasy. Yeah, you did. No, you did. I expected him to do well, but not that well. So, expert on goggles, you got 30 seconds, Kyle, to answer these questions. I keep calling I'll call you Roadblock because that's how I have you in my phone. Kyle. Steve, I'll take as, Steve, I'll take as long as I want. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, These questions are submitted by Moser. Uh, not, we called that earlier. JT, right? Yeah, no, I, I know. That's why I said that. Um, so, you, are you ready, Weimer? Yeah. I didn't know I was part hey, of this. Can we do an X? Ex- yeah, us three are. Oh. Can we do an X brand deal for you next year? I don't know. Can we? Hey. You're just difficult to deal with. Are you, don't, don't, you can't say things like that because people would take that serious. You wanted a lot of money. Dude. What? When? Like two years ago. Like you wanted, like. I was getting paid well. I was giving you competitive prices. I don't think you were. I, I, I mean, I, I promise you I was. Oh, I mean, I was gosh. in the ballpark. Why would I tell you something outrageous? Bullshit. Okay. All right. Don't say things like Go that. Go fucking Jake Warner or a fucking legend. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. All right, Kyle, you ready? You, Kyle, you're going to get JT's questions. I have no idea if they're, t- if they're themed towards JT or not. So that'll be even yeah. better if you want to answer them as JT would or as yourself. Either one. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go, Travis. Uh, Kyle, we'll start with you. What is one track you would remove from the Nationals and one you would add? One I would remove? Yeah. One I would add. Six Um, six seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, Remove Glen Helen. That place sucks. It's a nightmare. (laughs) And add. I don't know. We need another sand track. So wherever the sand track is at, we need another one. Lomo? Yeah, let's go international. Let's go Lomo. Um, honestly, that'll really shake things hey, up. The folks at Glen Helen, like you got your national back, but you're still a shit show with traffic in and out and passes and everything else. You think oh, they'd have it? Fi- you think they'd have it figured out by now? But no, no. they don't. They don't. So. No. All right. Next question, uh, Jake. If your daughter had to get a job in the moto industry, what would you? <laughs> nope. <want? laughs> nope. Wow, 1.2. That might be the quickest anyone's nope. ever answered. <laughs> we'll live in a box. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, Steve, who had a more impressive outdoor season, Forkner or Bloss? Ooh, that's a good one because Forkner won, but Bloss is riding in a man's class. But there was a lot of injuries in the man's class. But Bloss was fastest in the second practice at, Indy, at Ironman. But Forkner won. Forkner. 30 seconds, Steve. Austin Forkner, 19.4. Austin Forkner. What do you guys think? Am I right? Jake? That's a tough one because I, I mean, know. I know. Forkner's, they both were good. Um, but I mean, I, I guess the only thing maybe you could throw in there is maybe people maybe expected it more from Forkner. Yeah. A little yeah. more hype yeah. there, maybe? Bloss was bad, dude. I don't yeah. know, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, right. you can't take anything from No, there. I know. What do you think, Kyle? Uh, well, they both got Ricky of the Year honors at the banquet on Sunday, so uh, I think they're both head of their class, even though technically Marvin was 
finished higher in the points, and he had a, this was his rookie year, so I'm not sure how that award came oh, yeah, out. But. Yeah, I don't know how the team manager award was figured out either, so whatever, <laughs> you know. So, I don't know yeah, why people. Well, the team, you, you know how the team manager, where they drew out of a hat, and I was a lucky winner. I don't know how why people don't like me, Jake. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. Yeah, I know, right? All right, next question. Um, I would but, say Bloss, Bloss probably. Okay. Uh, Kyle, assuming Weimer gets a ride for next season, what will be his best Supercross finish? Oh, here we go. Moser makes it. Uh, well, are we going to try and practice? Or are we going to trail ride? I mean. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Was this a common uh, thing? Weimer's capable of a podium any day of the week. And, yeah, you know, he, he can do it. He just gotta, he's got to have that night, and he, he can do it. Seventeen point three. Jake, why do you think AC is having trouble with stamina on the track? <laughs> Not in the bedroom, thanks. There was a lot of dots there <laughs> on the track. Do you um, do you think it's because Alden isn't pump, pumping him full of HGH? No, okay. I think that he's that was a joke. Had. A lot of injuries, and he's racing himself back into shape. I think he grew a bunch. He's a lot taller than he than he was, and I think he's gonna have to figure out the right uh, uh, recipe for him to be. Um, Thirty seconds. That's it. All right. I like that. You respect the rules of this game. Steve, do you feel Weimer is a better better two fifty F rider or four fifty F rider? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he won a lot of races in 250F, so maybe he was better then. I don't know. If you ask my dad, I was probably the best when I was 14. <laughs> Never been it's better. the fastest I ever went, ever. <laughs> oh, your dad's great. He's, like, seriously so positive. He's so, like, such a positive guy. <laughs> if, if the clouds opened up and it's raining, hearing Jason's comments is, is the best at the races. Oh, it's unreal. <laughs> You guys all pack your shit up right now. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> all right. Well, we're fucked. <laughs> Literally said that. Literally said that. You said we're fucked. Yes. Told Mitch that exact words. What what race was it? It was a West Coast round. Anaheim. It was in 09. I was, I was battling with points with Dunge. Yeah. And it was raining. And he told that to Mitch. Well, yeah. We're, I mean, he said it. I'm like. <laughs> I'll say it for you. We're fucked. We're fucked, he said. Well, thanks, thanks, Dad. He, he's like, let me take a seat. I'll shave a seat down for it. Like, oh, it's just. Oh. <laughs> and I won. Right, right. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, Kyle, would you rather have had Shorty's career or Weimer's career? Uh, I would rather probably, uh, I don't know. Did Short ever get a title? Life title? No, Langston beat him that year, right, on the West? Yeah, he never got one. Yeah, I don't know. Short, short got a lot of hole shots. A lot of wins. I yeah. mm-hmm. Starting up front, starting up front, key. But I'd probably want Weimer's career because he 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 won a title. Twenty three point six. Jake, what X Brown goggle Terrace. Next Brown goggles. A choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X Brown, you're not going to win. True story. Jake, <laughs> Weimer's just. What is your favorite shorty memory? Ah, uh, because it's Moser. Favorite shorty memory. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> probably, I always hated lining up next to him. I would be so pissed if he'd lined up next to me. Mm-hmm. So I think it was 2011 when he was on that 350. Yep. I'd line up next to him every chance I got. <laughs> Suck it, bro. <laughs> All right, next question. Steve, 
what do you think was Shorty's best season? Oh, I'd have to go in the, the vault. I mean, he there was uh, he got second in Supercross, third in Outdoors, one year on a Honda 450. Um, something like that, yeah. Oh five, oh six on that 250 Hondas, nah, he was fast. Yeah, but the 450 stuff was more impressive. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying. He was, uh, Gothic J will tell you that uh, uh, Shorty was a Grand National Champion one or two years. So the most points scored indoors and out out of everybody. Really? Yeah, Gothic. Not that it anybody mattered to anybody, but Gothic it did. So. I mean, that's... Yeah. <laughs> X-Brand goggles. Tear-off segment. Choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. You want to you win? You wear X-Brands. It's that simple. All right, Kyle. Uh, thanks for your time tonight, buddy. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me on. I enjoy it. I told you. Now it's the off season. You can come up anytime. Host the show with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm still holding out from the from not being invited on the fantasy shows. Well, Parabinos gets mad. Truman gets mad. <laughs> JT gets mad. Those guys really take that shit seriously. Yes, they do. They no, they, they they won this year. I snuck in there for a fifth place. So how about how about Truman uh, losing by one point in the overall yeah. for the cash money? Yeah. Yeah, it's an intense league. There's some there's some heavy hitters in there. Yeah. Paul won one of them, but I think they play a couple different. Paul won like his buddy league. Yeah. Okay, but this one was the overall out of everybody, not buddy league. Like the website yes. league. Yes, Truman deal. was leading. What's how much? Uh, two grand. Lost by a point. Yep. Some guy yeah. scored six hundred and something points, which is an incredible weekend, and passed them. Don't they used to give away a bike? Yeah. Yeah, they don't do that now. Anymore. It's just yeah. like two grand. cash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, come on up for a Monday night. It'd be great. I think you'd be a great co-host. It's easy. Ask Weimer. It's pretty fun. Yeah. See? We'll get me and Watson to come up. Let me and Watson come up. Oh, uh, there we go. Like old times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bring them up, man. It'd be cool. Don't bro me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Congrats on the title. Congrats on the team manager of the year award. Uh, nice work. And, uh, and I'm sure I'll be texting you soon. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thanks guys. See you, Jake. See, See you, Kyle. Times. Yeah. I know you're, you're 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 really focused right now up there. I am. All right. See you, man. All right. We'll see you guys later. later. Uh, Kyle Bentley, everybody of the RCH Suzuki team. And uh, we'll, those guys, a great year for those guys. And Jake Weimer's team, in a way, kind of, sort of. I don't know. We, we didn't really get to the bottom of it. Well, no. Hey, th- there hasn't been, like, publicly anybody saying that they're going racing. And Kyle said that. I knew that. I know. But. So did I. But publicly they haven't said it. No, that was the first time I had heard, like, yeah, I guess public keys. Yes. Like, we're going racing. Yeah, we're, right. we're going. So, uh, um, yeah, so there we go, folks. Kyle Bentley, Andrew Short, uh, all on the show tonight, as well as uh, Wilbur Hahn and uh, Jake Weimer in studio. So we thank, uh, we thank everybody for listening. Sponsored deals on pulpamexshow.com. Please check it out. Uh, pulp, uh, blah, blah, blah. Race tech suspension, everybody. Uh, the race tech's got seminars coming up. Uh, I can't find the read here. Um, they've got seminars coming up. If you want to be a suspension, Great radio. Want to be a suspension guy in the industry? You got to go to these seminars that Race Tech has on. A lot of guys in the industry, suspension wise, has taken these seminars. And I printed it out, and I don't know if I have the. You can't remember everything. Yeah. All right. I can't find it. Racetech.com. Uh, Valve Jobs, porting, honing, decking, and more, though, in their industry service department. Experienced staff and state-of-the-art equipment. They've got you covered. Pulpamex 2016 is the code to save money at Racetech uh, at uh, your suspension service. Well, I can't find it. Pookie, okay. come up here! All right. Uh, you ever use Racetech? Back in the day? Yeah, amateur. Yeah, back in the yeah. day? Right. Yeah. So you know their quality. 
been a while, but um, all right. Here's some emails. Uh, I got a shit ton. Let me not read them all. From Biker Dan, Biker Dan sent this in. Uh, Adam Cincerillo used to be good to listen to when he was younger, an intelligent and well-spoken young man with a good sense of humor for his age. The trouble is now he is older. It comes across as being arrogant and self-important and not as cute as it used to be. He needs some help. I mean, do we have a comment on that? I mean. I texted this email to Adam. What did he say? He said, a dry sense of humor can come off as arrogant sometimes, I suppose. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. So there you go, Biker Dan. Adam has answered you directly. Um, so, I mean, I think this is Dan. Like, Adam hasn't changed. Dan's expectations of Adam has changed, and therefore, Adam's the same guy, I think. I mean, I don't think it's like he's, I mean, he's grown up, but I don't think it's like, holy crap, he turned into someone else. No. I like Adam. Uh, Adam's pretty smart and uses big words and whatever, so maybe some people think, like, oh, this right. little. Uh, Dan, yeah, Biker, Dan too, Biker Dan also said he's not as cute as it used to be, so maybe Dan, Biker Dan's a little, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Biker Dan's got some weird stuff going on. Uh, Dave sent this in. Uh, Dear Pulp, listen to the Heath Harrison segment. I sparked an idea. Steve has a soft spot for the struggling privateer. Why not use the Pulp Nation listener network to help them out? Not isolated giveaways like a set of wheels. I gave uh, um, a Caden a set of W wheels and Heath Harrison $500 for KTM gift card. Dave says it create a system of support that will help cover the basic needs. For starters, Travis creates a website <laughs> listing privateers name, number, class. Uh, rider lists five biggest needs to improve his racing program. <laughs> Examples, bikes, parts, gear, physical therapy, rig, practice track. Uh, provide a GoFundMe type link for the Pulp Listener Network to pledge money, goods, or services to a particular rider. Every rider runs a Pulp Mex helmet sticker. Top donors, pledgers can be listed. They can remain anonymous if they want. Great job on all the content, Dave. Yeah, Dave, that's not a bad idea. I mean, it's cool. I just, that's too much work. I don't want to do that. I mean, you don't think that's okay, but it's okay to call Ricardo and try and get half a million dollars? Yeah, he's got 6.5. He's fine. <laughs> this year. That's just... Uh, Leonard said, dudes, we are always trying to grow the sport and bring in more sponsors. Wouldn't it be beneficial to do an interview with the LCQ winner and let them name off some sponsors that are not the normal, maybe get a little recognition, thoughts, and ideas? Thanks, dudes. Great radio. Well, Leonard, um, you're yawning over there? We're just warming up, so... No, we're not. Yeah, we're just warming up. I mean, I can go all night. That's what she said. Okay, Leonard talks about the LCQ guys. I've seriously heard... Riders tell me, like, because, you know, this is all live TV and Supercross, you get a ton of exposure in the LCQ. You're racing for the lead mm. or taking dudes out or whatever. Like, if you're third yeah. and you need the fourth, fifth and you need the fourth spot. Um, guys are like, man, I wouldn't mind getting a guy that's in an LCQ every week. They're getting a lot of exposure. Yeah, and there's something true. to that. That's true. You sneak into the main with a fourth or a fifth in the semi, nobody's paying no attention. saw it. Right. Yeah. Not a bad idea. I had a team guy tell me that. They're like, yeah, I'd get a guy that's in an LCQ. But I, I think they do an interview in the stadium, right? I think. Maybe? For, for the, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. But not on TV. Not on TV. I right. mean, it's, it's a timing deal. I mean, I don't know. Right. Okay. Ben sent this in. Hey, Steve, first off, I am not a fan of Jason Anderson. That being said, I am excited to see him on USA MXDN team. Him paired with Cooper Webb is a dangerous duo for their competitors. They have absolutely no regard for the comp competitors. <laughs> and I can't wait to see that. So this one time, I'm all in on JA. These colors don't run. 
I truly think we will win the Chamberlain Trophy this year. You've had some run-ins with Anderson. He did you dirty one week. One, yeah. Yeah, one bad. Yeah, I wasn't uh, pumped. What, what are your, what's your thoughts on him? I think he's fine. I actually like Jason. I think his racing tactics are a bit questionable sometimes. But not all of them. Some of the no, ones that people no, no, got no, mad no. about, I was fine no, with. No, no, no. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a couple times, like, you're like, geez. Like, that's... Yeah. But, I mean, in general, no, he's fine. I mean, he cleaned my clock one time, and I really wasn't pumped on it. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, whatever. Yeah, I think they're in the running for the for the win. I don't know. I think they're not the favorites, though, that's for sure. But uh, Who is? Probably France again. Who is it? Uh, it is uh, um, Benoit Petrone, Petrot or Petrov. something. Yeah, no, not Petrov, but. A kid, I can't really say the last what? name, in, but he's pretty fast in MX2. Yeah. Okay, who else? Uh, and Paulin and. Um, uh, Muskin? No. Um, uh, Fabra, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Corey sent this in. Steve, I wasn't ready for these stickers you sent me. I was prepping my bike to go ride, and I put the stickers on my front fender. I unloaded my bike, I put my fly racing gear on and my helmet and my X-Brown goggles on my helmet. I threw my leg over the bike and it kicked up instantly and sounded louder and a little more crisp as I revved it up. It just felt weird. Um, so I was standing in... I put my head back and closed my eyes and there you were standing in a fairy jersey and a pair of Oakley razor blades giving me a thumbs up with the Van Halen playing behind you and I knew I was in the presence of a four-time Manitoba champion, a top-notch mechanic. So I waited for the next practice, put my helmet and X-Brand goggles back on, got on my bike, kicked it, and uh, I dropped seven seconds a lap knowing I had confidence in my bike and pulled back out after practice, heading back to Easy Up. And the distance, it looked like a bunch of people ahead and they were cheering and holding their hands out as I rode by. I want to say thanks to Pulpamex. You have changed my life. Do you write these emails and send them to yourself? You can see the guy's email address. Yeah, but you could have made that. The email address and everything? I mean... His name's Corey. He didn't use any periods at all in the whole thing. It's one run-on sentence. You I mean, And you and I, the reason I picked this email for tonight is because you ran the sticker. You know what Corey's talking about. <laughs> your life changed. Your results changed. You know. So... Do you write these emails yourself? Uh, yeah, Patrill, Patrill, Travis. Thank you. He's the he's the guy filling in for Verandas. Uh Justin sent this in. Justin's uh, he's from the central part of North Carolina. The goal of this email is to inform the hardworking motocross community of a threat. There's a trend going on involving riding motocross bikes in the inner city, doing wheelies on public roads, and running from police. This has caused inner city thugs to obtain bikes in criminal ways. To sum it up, Justin says, these guys use Craigslist to lure people in delivering or meeting in non-ideal places but neutral locations. In most cases, they test ride the bike and ride off with it or rob them at gunpoint. Last week, I talked with a few fellow riders. Come to find out they knew people that had had it happen. Please announce this on Pulp to let people know what's going on in the community. Uh, sadly enough, my friend just fell victim to one of these guys a few weeks weekends ago. He saved two years to buy this bike, and now it's gone. So... Thank you for letting me use your platform to spread the word. I mean, Justin, you're selling your bike on Craigslist. Dudes want to meet you in like an alley or somewhere at night. Don't go. I wouldn't go anyways. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know exactly how you do it, but I mean, but people, like, I have heard that. Um, 
people, um, you know, I, I'm very I'm vocal on Twitter about gun laws and, and shootings in America and, and this and that. And people want to call me like a, a liberal or left leaning or whatever. And, and, and I say, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just for people not dying in mass shootings. And if you want to call me about these, these wheelie boys and down, like I, I would mow them down with my police car. <laughs> so that's the other side, right? That's the right side. That's the Republican side, right? Correct. So I'm just not, I'm not like one way or another. People are just, are such idiots in this world. They want to classify you. Like, I can't believe these dudes are allowed to wheelie around and nothing's done. I cannot believe that. Well, the, well I mean, do you want to get into this right now? No, I just think they should be mowed down. You can't do that. You're breaking the law. Yeah. I mean. I mean, okay, mow down. I mean, you start running over dudes wheeling on dirt bikes. There's going to be some big. I get what you're saying. Kaepernick they, will be very upset. <laughs> well, there's going to be a lot of people upset. I know. Well, I'm, I'm not I'm, saying it's right. I'm just I'm saying, not saying you can't down. start. That's whiz what but you said. I know. I'm not being serious. So what do you want them to do then? Mass arrests. Just stop them. They can't catch them, bro. This guy. They're be wheeling, with. throwing a peace sign, <laughs> man. Later, you, this can't be allowed to be happening. I don't think they want it to happen. I think they let it go, bro. I think they're yeah, like, we can't I stop mean, it. Yeah, I'm not yeah, there. I, I don't, mean, really I don't know, know either. Yeah, I'm not exactly living in the dirty south in Baltimore and Atlanta. So, um, you know, I'm just saying, don't. But yeah, people, be smarter if you're selling your bike. Be smart. Yeah, be careful. Okay, I found that race tech read. Uh, Want to become a suspension tuner for a race team? Open your own shop or offer the service at an existing shop? Racetech's technical edge suspension seminars are responsible for starting the careers of many of the industry's top suspension builders and companies. Uncover the black art of suspension tuning by learning the why behind the what. Racetech will show you, teach you everything. Paul Thede, very open and, and uh, about helping people out. No, t- seminars take place November 5th to 11th in Corona, California. Get signed up today on the website, racetech.com. So, uh, speaking of a guy who went to Racetech, I believe, Todd Brown left, left Showa. Did he? Did you hear that? No, uh, I didn't. I didn't, ask you I didn't know. Okay. Right. Um. And went where? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, this guy sent it in. Uh, I'm in agreement with Martin Davalos has been on 252 too long. However, why do you frown upon Davalos being 25 plus years old on a 250, but embrace Amart, the Bear, Zacho, Craig on your show when they are all over 25 years as old as well? Age has nothing to do with this emailer guy. 141 racing fifth gear pinned. Um, that age has nothing to do with this. I bring up Marty just for... This is 12 years in the class. None of these guys you've listed have been in the class 12 years. Christian, Osborne has. Christian Craig retired, broke his back. Zacho... But he went to Europe for a while. Zacho has been in the class 10 years, but four or five of them were in Europe. Yeah. That doesn't count to me. Yeah, you yeah, weren't yeah. racing Supercross. Yeah. The Bear was in Arena Cross. Amart had shitty bikes for three years, four years, five years, finally. So, I mean, Davalos has literally had factory equipment from 06. Davalos came in with Davey Millsaps, who's ready to retire in 450s. Millsaps is at the end of his career. That was who... Davalos raced. If you look at who Davalos, Vine Villopoto is come and gone. I I came in with Davalos same year, right? And you're pretty much done. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people would say I'm kidding, but <laughs> if you're paying Martin Davalos a ton of money in the 250 class, and he's not look, he made all the outdoors this year for only the third time in 12 years. Congratulations. I just 
I can't understand it. I moved my, I've moved my uh, through rants on from from Marty towards Bobby Hewitt for paying him. Well, that's him. what I was gonna say. It's not his fault. He's he's, he's taking the money. dirt bikes and getting yeah, paid. So right. what's he gonna do? He's I not mean. going into Hewitt's office, I believe, with a gun and a mask. I wouldn't think. No. So. Maybe that's what I need to do. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah. Uh, emailer. Different different story, bro. Rich sent this in. Question for you, Weimer. Are riders typically given a chance to take or buy the bike they won a championship on, or are those bikes usually retired or stripped for parts? Would you care to speculate on the whereabouts of the championship-winning bikes? I mean, did you get usually, your bike? Usually, most of the time, you get to keep the bike, yeah. No. Every, every scenario I've heard. No, no, not of mine. Well, who do you know that didn't get to keep their bike? Uh, a ton of guys. I, can we name um, a couple? Yeah, maybe? yeah. Uh, um, geez. Off the top of my head, Timmy. Timmy Ferry didn't get his championship bike from Suzuki. Really? Yeah. But he got his Dis Nations Cowie, you know. Well, then maybe but that was like an older thing. Maybe maybe back in the day. RJ sold some of his, which pissed Honda Ooh, off. Yeah, that, yeah, I could see that. And I think everyone kind of put the clamp down on that stuff after that. So I think nowadays, you win a title, you get to keep the bike. Yeah. You got yours? Yeah. Where's it at? In my house. For the ceiling? No. Oh. It's actually in my garage now because I just moved, but right. at my other house, it was up. I had it It's basically like sitting on the top of uh, some cabinets. Will you donate it to Pulp MX Studios? Hell no. Okay. Are all the stickers peeling on it? I don't nope. like that look. looks okay. brand new. It does? Yep. Okay. Uh, Simon Synthesin, uh Steve, medium-term archive listener from London, uh, England. Love the shows. Um, two questions. Have you seen the Honda Motorcycles YouTube video to Trey Kennard? Have you seen it? No. No. Looked very special. It was good. I saw it. It was on everywhere website last week, so glad to see you're paying attention. I mean, I I saw that there was a video, but I didn't watch the video. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, great job by Honda for doing that. Um, This guy said, looks like the new CR450 comes with a starter button standard in UK. I didn't know that. I thought it was an option. Electric start on the new Honda. I knew it was an option. I didn't know it was standard on European bikes. I didn't know that. No. So, interesting. And then uh, this guy says, uh, I have trouble picking up on accents. Raining yellow guy sure sounds like Jake Weimer to me. (laughs) Are you raining yellow? No, I talked to him on this show one time. You did? He called in, yes. (laughs) Don't you remember he said that he he deserved... a sponsorship from Seven more than I oh, did. Don't right. you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So you're not raining yellow. You're no, not I'm just not. an obsessed James Stewart fan? No. Okay. Um, uh, last one. Dear Steve, I was wondering if you have any ideas on freshening up the show for next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I have to agree with Dubers from last week. The show is good, but it is getting stale. You seem more preoccupied with mentioning your sponsors at every opportunity. This is the race tech email segment, by the way. Uh, then you can get about talking about the races. Last week, you talked to JT about the ins and outs of fly racing contracts. And I don't know if that is interesting to your listeners. I don't remember that. What were we talking about with JT? Ins and outs of contracts? I don't remember that either. I mean, I'm sure we were. Probably. People dig that stuff. It comes up quite a bit. Yeah, people dig that. Like injury clauses, uh, yeah. bonuses. Yeah. People like that. So maybe that's what we were talking about. So suck it, Moto Man. Uh, your ads are the same ones you have been playing for years. I would like to hear suggestions from your listeners or any changes they would like to see on the show. Thanks, Moto Man. Thank you, Moto Man. We'll hire you ASAP for. Well, if you're gonna, I mean, you gotta suggest some changes, though. No? Kinda, right? 
I, I mean, I don't know. Everybody bro. wants changes, but nobody knows Fuck what to you. do. I, I honestly like. What, what do you want me to do? I, I, That's I, why I'm saying, if you if the listeners want some changes, you got to throw some ideas out there. The, the jerk off the email I read at the beginning of the show said the same guests come on. I looked at our yeah. guest list. We have tons of different guests every now. Osborne has been on twice in like five weeks, but he won his first race, so I'm yeah. like, we got to get yeah. him on. Yeah. But he had been on like three weeks before. So Osborne aside, yeah. Weimer hasn't been in here for a while or been on the show for a while. I don't think. I don't know that I've you been on, on the show since the last time I was co-host. I don't. No, yeah, when you got the RCH ride, you came on. Oh, okay. So. Oh yeah, I think. Beginning right. of Supercross. Okay. Wilbur hasn't been on forever. We just said that. Um, I've gotten away from Top Jimmy and Chisholm a little bit because I was noticing those guys were on a little bit too much. Yeah. Uh, we had Reed on for the first time since middle of Supercross last week. Kenny's been on twice in like six weeks, seven weeks, because I make sure because I don't want to ask him too much. Villapoto was on two weeks ago. Villapoto was on, and he hadn't been on since uh, Supercross. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I try to entertain. I try to do what I can. Don't all convince right? me. All right. So yeah. All right. Yeah, good point. Uh, Dark side. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. You know, you know my opinion on the show. No changes. It's all good. Yeah, bro. And uh, Jake, just so you know, the pulp stickers to save two seconds a lap per sticker. That's why I run three. I. Yeah. Well, you see that? <laughs> I'll have to test that. You need to test that theory. I'll have next, to test Next year that. on Supercross. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, one sticker might put me in the game. Two stickers, I'm I'm gone. Yeah, you're out. You, you know what I mean? See, there you go. Yep. Hey, but my question that. is, um, I mean, I emailed you about this. I don't know if you got it or not. I seem to get dirt in my goggles, like a speck, almost every time I ride. I try to make sure they're clean, you know, before I go out. I'm assuming it's coming through the phone. When you build goggles, I thought you'd mentioned putting something on the foam. Did you, did you put, do something? Uh, I didn't do it too much outside of Unadilla and Southwick, but you can put some Vaseline on the top of the foam. Uh, with your, you smear it on with your finger. Um, right. On the top? Yeah. I always put it on the bottom. You can do that, too. Either one. Yeah, but yeah. It kinda, you don't want to do that, like. Kind of ruins your goggles. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just I don't know where it's coming from, but I got always clean them, clean my, you know, before I go out, clean my my helmet. Are you sure your lens? Like, are you sure your lens is popped in all the way? Yeah, and I, I'm I run three or four different colors. You know, I've got like ten pair of X brand, and I, I switch them out almost every moto I go out, and just because I have so many. But it seems to happen a lot. You know, maybe I'm missing something, but it's it's pretty common when I'm riding. I mean, you got to be with, be careful. If you're with your helmet or like a piece of dirt stuck in the foam of your helmet or something when you're putting them on, I mean that I I do that sometimes. Okay, I, I don't well, maybe know. that's maybe that's what I'm missing. It could be. I don't know. Okay, well I just knew you'd mentioned doing something when you built goggles, and I was curious what you said you used, but yeah, Vaseline thing is more like for silt or you sand. Can do you it? Know? Well, yeah. no, it'll work. Like if you have a chunk uh, no, but of dirt, I never did that. Like outside of those races, I mean I've done it, but you then you got to be real careful with your goggles, and then. If you're gonna run them the next, if you're practicing or something, you gotta be real careful wiping the inside of it because if you touch the Vaseline, oh yeah, you're pretty much done. Yeah, you got problems. Right. Okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll probably pass on using anything at all then, and just see what. Maybe I need to make sure my helmet's cleaner. Listen, dark side. They're they're X-Brown goggles. I mean, they're they're, they're, hey. they're terrific. They're you know they're you you know. I'm bad. a lifer, man. I'm a lifer. Rich knows this. Yeah, fantastic, man. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right. Uh, we've got a tweet here, Weimer. Um, Jake Weimer on the Pulp Show is pure comedy. Best show I've heard in a while. 
Listen to those jerk-off emails, okay? Uh, I've gotten tweets that last week's show was the best one ever because JT was in studio. I got tweets after Villapoto and Way were on the line about that was the best show ever. And now this guy said this show is the best show ever. So what are we doing wrong? He said it in a while. Yeah. I, I think you're good. The last few weeks have been pretty stellar, though. Thank you. For sure. Uh, you are on the payroll, though, so. Yeah, it is. Uh, I got somebody that listen, though, and, and okay. they'll, t- they'll text me, like, you know, day after when they listen, and they'll talk about what they love and whatnot. The Villapoto and, and Way thing got tons of love. Yeah. JT got tons of love, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. Even though Weimer Center guy said on Twitter, get tons of love. Yeah. So. Bro, yeah. I'm trying to keep these shows fresh and entertaining. I'm pay- I got I got to pay his flight. I bought him uh, Rubio's Taco. I'm paying him to cash money to do the show. Just one taco? I'm flying Bowers and his chick up in two weeks. JT was up. I gave him money. Uh, you know, like I'm trying to put money in the show to make it good. Again, you're you're looking at me like you're trying no, to convince just, me. I mean, wow. it's these jerk off email guys. Yeah, I, I you know? get it. It's really, it's really getting to him. Can't you tell? Yeah, I, I, we gave two hundred fifty dollars to Road to Recovery. So did so did Hayden. I mean, what do you want? What more do you want? <laughs> we gave away chain tell sprockets. Him <laughs> tell him to call. <laughs> we gave away chain sprockets. We gave away fly shit last week. I mean, bro. I, I mean, Kiefer's coming up in a few weeks. Okay, all right. that's right. Um. All right, Jake Weimer, everybody. RCH Suzuki's Jake Weimer doing the SMX Cup in a few weeks. Do you need a mechanic? You want me to go? You got another ticket? I'm not sure. Ask him for a ticket. They might need. They may want you. Like you. Like listen, I got a guy. Ask him with me. He's my mental coach. He's my. <laughs> he's my guru. You know. Uh, I'll come in. I'll see that thing. The same guy that sponsored me and forgot the stickers and the money <laughs> of the first race. Listen, I just had, I wrote a, the, there's this guy named MX Jeff in Europe who wrote this scathing column about riders, you American riders being kind of pussies for not wanting the race. And I took his column and uh, I kind of ripped it apart in a funny way. And it got pulled down on MX Vice. They pulled it down because they got heat from the GP guys. Ustream. So I got to make sure I'm getting good with those guys. Wow. You know, I gotta go back. So in. you're looking for a free trip to make sure your bases are covered, kinda, and be like, "Hey guys, what's <laughs> hey, up? I'm here. Are we cool? <laughs> are we good? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I was just kidding. Travis Marks did that. It wasn't me. I'll take the blame. Nice. Nfab, nice the Gary. great guys at Nfab. Uh, oh, by the way, have you seen a Nitro Circus show? Yes, I have. NitroCircus.com. Please check them out. Their tour is coming around to uh, a town near you. Uh, great, great, incredible show. So it it's is awesome. And uh, Travis Estrana, Bilko, and those guys, uh, nitrocircus.com. Please check them out. And uh, NFAB, uh, Jeep Truck or SUV Parts. N-FAB, big part of the JGRMX team, um, of course. And Barsha got uh, second overall this weekend. Rode well. I thought Tomac was going to get him after he fell in that second moto. Mm. I'm like, Tomac's going to eat him up. Never did. So... Uh, great job by Barsha and the NFAB Ampro Yamaha off-road team of Randy Hawkins, of course, at NFAB Inc. on Instagram and Twitter. You can check them out. And with that, let's go to the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. Here's the NFAB question of the day for you, Jake. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Oh, I can't it's wait. It's kind of a dick move by me. I'll but but, it but is. you know what? Hey, our listeners want to know. And the NFAB question of the day for you. The best teammate you ever had and the worst teammate you ever had. And by worst, I don't mean like you hate the dude, but maybe there was something like, I don't know. Maybe you had run-ins with the guy. So the NFAB question of the day for Jake Weimer, n-fab.com. Best teammate you ever had, worst teammate you ever had. 
Drum roll. Um, Still no drum roll. I'm just trying to think. I had a few. I don't know that like one like oh that was my guy. Okay. Well, you know what? Who? <sighs> Obviously, RV and I have been friends forever. Um. Or some maybe I don't know maybe Morris Ryan Morris really we had a lot of good times yeah, together yeah. most good most good people some good laughs and yep duked it out and can't believe Moa never won a race I know eighteen thousand podiums never won a race yeah okay worst teammate I don't I don't, I can't really think of somebody that I really like had an issue with nobody really. left their smelly underwear in the locker in the lounge nobody. Fuck it. I I don't ever recall being like you know what I don't really like that guy. Like maybe I liked some more than others, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah, you're pretty easy. I can't going think guy. of ever being on a team with someone I was like, eh. No room. No. I, I, okay. Maybe he wasn't like my bro, but I don't. Yeah. I I can't even. I don't know. I'd have to think about what it. What about on the track? Rival on the track? Was there a dude you didn't like? That was a teammate? No, just somebody. Um, Anybody. I mean, you talked about Dunge, but that wasn't a guy. That you, no. Anderson cleaned you out, but whatever, you're fine. Those are just like one yeah, deal yeah, yeah. scenario. No, um, but. I don't know if there's one guy that I that I had. Just let's go with Tickle. Like a rival with, though. With no, tickle. it definitely <laughs> wouldn't be him. Um. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm trying to think of things that you got into, and I can't think of anything. You know what I mean? I mean, I think <laughs> a lot of people would have this answer, but Shorty, you, when you're racing him, <laughs> I think everybody likes him off the track. He was tough to race with. Stewart called him a smiley-faced assassin. I think that's what how, why it was tough, because he was so friendly, but then on the track, it's like, like you'd get frustrated. Yeah. And he, he got good starts and he always rode well. And then everyone, and everyone said after, if there was a sketchy move, he would come up to you and smile and be like, I'm sorry, man. I I never had any like big problems with him like that. But just, I remember one time at Colorado in 2012, I chased him forever (laughs) and just could not do it. And then, I got frustrated, started making mistakes, then tickle past me, <laughs> and then I was oh, I was frustrated. Um, he's right though. Like Ferry near the end of Ferry's career, Shorty was kind of still coming up. Ferry was yeah. at the, near the end. Timmy would get him late in the motos. Yeah, I remember that. It like a lot. maybe like oh seven, seven, yeah, eight, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, Red Dog would just wear him down and come up. That's get, crazy. And get him a bad start. And then every moto, I, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm Timmy's guy, and I'm like, I'm like eh, get some again. And then when I was Timmy's mechanic, he parked Ernie. Like Who did? Timmy. Timmy did? Uh, Timmy, Ernie was 24 on yep. a Honda. And, yep. and Timmy, like, Ernie would get a start, and Red Dog would be a shitty start. And I'm just like, Timmy, he's going to kill us. Like, kill you, kill me. <laughs> like, aggressively passing Ernie and leave him on the ground like heat races, semi-races, whatever. I'm just yeah. like, stop it. <laughs> Dude, stop. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's going to get really mad. <laughs> like He's not going to do much because it's Ernie, but you know? Um, so anyways, yeah. All right, well, that's No, the but end. that was... Yeah. Um, 
it was e- like you'd be so mad at the mm-hmm. end of a moto. Yep. But then you'd like see him at the airport or something. You're like, ah, it's a pretty nice guy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Guys. Yeah, no, I agree. Absolutely. Um, all right. Listen to me. Listen to me here. Uh, Weimer, Will Hahn, Andrew Short, Kyle Bentley all on the show tonight. And that's the NFAB question of the day to Jake Weimer, n-fab.com. We're going to come back. we got lots more to coming on. Uh, we have uh, uh, um, the NFAB. Um, JGR check-in, the gear alloy cold call. Uh, Travis is probably going to screw some more things up over there. We've got your voicemails. we got more of Weimer. We probably have some more uh, Indiana talk and, uh, and everything else. So stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. 
Gear Alloy wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, in talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their to previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at MichelinMotorcycle.com. 
the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5-10% to power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cams performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cams wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. HOTCAMS. Unleash the power within. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time. From Atlas Brace, we thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. 
The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul Bennett Show. Sometimes I'd rather die. Everybody, Pop Max Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Jake Weimer's song. I've heard this for a long time, but I do know it. 
Schultz. Ja. Uh, all right. Um, favorite guest tonight, Warmer, so far. Um, Shorty, Are you asking me? Yeah. What do you think, Shorty? Wow, that's Will kind Hahn, of not really cool to really. Kyle Bentley? No, just you know, I mean, um, you don't got to say like your favorite person, but your most enjoyable conversation tonight. Well, Will and I always have a good laugh together. Yeah, yeah Will. He's Will's always good. pretty right. funny, and we can make fun of each other, and it's right. You know, uh, he does a lot of internet radio shows. Yeah, I don't have him on that much, to be honest, because he does all the other radio shows. That's why. A little bit. So what are you punishing him? Um, I just feel like everybody's heard from him. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Hey, seven zero two five eight six Pulp. Give us a call. Uh, Jake Weimer in studio, jumping. Jake Weimer here on the Pulp Mix Show. Um, uh, Gear Ally cold call. Let's do that. Um, I just saw on Twitter. Villeman just recently, maybe it was early, I don't know how long ago, he said he's eating dinner alone. He's at an In-N-Out Burger. So why not call Villeman, right? I mean, why not? Um, you don't really know. Great radio. <laughs> there he is. See? Gear Alloy, uh, function, fashion-forward SUV styling for today's sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts. I like you. What, kind, what truck you got? What kind of truck you have? Dodge. You can put the mic up. Dodge. Dodge. Yeah. Get some Gear Alloy wheels for it. What do you got for wheels? I don't know what they are. Did you take it to a shop, or do you have a sponsorship? Uh, J-Star helped me out. Oh, okay. Cool uh, guy. Yeah. Five, six, and eight lug applications, uh, 16 to the 22-inch diameters. Gear Alloy, proud, proud sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha team, of course. And, of course, Jessica J.P. Patterson ran a Gear Alloy helmet for a long time. GearAlloy.com. Uh, if you need a, uh, some uh, Jeep truck or SUV wheels, so go, to, go to GearAlloy.com. Big sponsor of our, of our show. They love it. Okay. Uh and we thank the guys at Gear Alloy. I'm going to get some Gear Alloys for my new truck, I hope. My Ridgeline. Look at that come up. What? Look at that come up. Right away, right? Uh, all right, let's try to call David Villeman here. Um, see about his dinner at In-N-Out. We'll see what he's going on. He's a former co-host of the show. He used to write a column on Pulp MX, and then he quit. Uh, he doesn't like motocross. Sometimes he does. GearAlloy.com. Cold call. David Cold Villeman. Calling. It's called the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Hello. I feel like there's 50 50. The DV! What? It's Mathis. What is this? You're on the air on the Pulp Show Gear Alloy Cold Call. Amazing. <laughs> I saw you were at In N Out Burger earlier. It made me hungry. Yeah, I was by myself. It was great. <laughs> uh, hey, Jake Weimer's in studio this show. What's so. up, DV? Hey, how you doing, man? Good, and you? Um, Good. Are you ever coming up for the show again? Are you ever going to write a column for Pulp MX? Do you like motocross and supercross? Yeah, you never invite me. So you always have people coming in. You never say, hey, do you want to come? I, I Bullshit. I've texted you. When are you, when are you coming up? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know when I'm available. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Monday nights, I'm always, I'm always free. So when I feel like growing uh-huh. up, I'll be there. Do you? Are you into the sport of motocross right now? Are you been watching? Yes, yes, I'm watching. Yes. Okay. Thoughts on not Ken- like, no. not like, uh, yeah, I watched the race uh, last weekend, and mm-hmm. uh, but dude, it's tough to watch a race on TV. It's it's so frustrating. It's insane. 
<laughs> Why? What's wrong? What's the matter? Because you see more commercials as you see uh, racing. Yeah, there are a lot of commercials. When I miss Southwick, I watch it and I'm like, was lo-. see, I just DVR. I watch it, but I DVR, so I just there, fast forward. So much. Listen, there's so much uh, pivot works commercial I can see in one race. You know. <laughs> well, they gotta uh, pay the bills. Dude, I'm over it. <laughs> It seems um, like you watch like six laps. You watch six laps from moto. I'm like, and you miss some of the stuff. I'm like, oh, it's frustrating for sure. Right. It's what? crazy because in France, when I was there, they showed it live on TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, on one of the sport channel, like uh, extreme sport channel. Yep. And no commercial. Hmm. It's like. It's weird. Yeah. You go the only in between models, but they show right. thirty minutes of the model straight. Huh. Wow. That's weird. Um yeah. what's your thoughts about Roxon just whooping up on everybody lately? Yeah, he's running good. It's good. Right? Yeah, he's, he's been good outdoors for years. We we we've had that talk for a few years, you know. I don't know if you remember that. No, I know. You're gonna tell me about how you picked him. Yeah. You said, well, yeah. When you moved, he's he's a better outdoor guy than even Supercross. He's amazing in Supercross. Mm-hmm. He's even better outdoors. You know that's yeah. what he's been doing all his life. You know, and you know he's, you know, I think he's he's very very good. I don't think anybody had any anything for him. I don't think Denji would have had anything for him this year. Mm-hmm. I think, you know. So and he has his program going. Good, you know, just a few mishaps with the bike, with his forks or something. But, mm-hmm. you know, overall, you know, he dominated. You know, it's pretty impressive. Okay, so we were discussing this earlier on the show. It's really early and lots can happen, but 2017 Supercross, is Roxanne your favorite? Or I mean, we kind of think Dunch still can be. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Dunge obviously is very... He's going to be there every weekend. He mm-hmm. doesn't make many mistakes. And on the off day, he's going to get second or third, you know. So that's uh, his strong point, you know. Right. But uh, you never know. You know, it's – the Honda is, is a weird bike, you know. It's yeah. It's like people have a tough time to get used to it. It's short. It's small. Maybe not very stable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to make it work. Yeah, they can do I anything, thought, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought City's bike this year, um, when I was at practice tracks in the beginning of the year, I thought his bike was amazing, mm-hmm. was very good. Um, but yeah, Honda needs you know to step it up. They haven't won shit in a, in a while, so mm-hmm. might as well buy the best guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Weimer, you need a trainer next year. Call DV. We got to get you a ride first. <laughs> I need a job first. Right. And then we can get DV working yeah, with you see, at the track. I saw DV out at Elsinore a bunch with Sanai. He's very big on sections, yeah. on practicing sections, and, and, and not just doing mindless you laps. Know. You don't know what I'm big into. You know. <laughs> In and out, for one. <laughs> no, listen, DV, you've told me about things that you've helped these guys with, and I think it can help. I think it can help any rider. Yeah, I think, you know, it's. It's weird because everybody thinks, oh, you need a trainer, you need this, you need that, you need a bicycle, you need to go, you know, on 100 miles, bike rides and stuff. I, 
yes, you, you, you have to do some of the stuff. But when I see people ride, when mm-hmm. I see people ride last weekend in Indiana, I see like people that don't know how to fucking ride a bike. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> Seriously, you know, there's a few top guys. Yeah, they're they yeah. good, mm-hmm. but the rest of the field, they seem like they never rode three ruts ever. Yeah, there were some you guys know, struggling. It, there was, there really there, was. Even even good guys, they're yeah. struggling. They can't get, you know, they sit down too early. They can't, you know, stay smooth in turns. You know, like I think the. The the fitness of the guys, they're more like athletes now than riders, you know? Mm-hmm. I think they, they they emphasize, like, the training part of it a lot. But the technique is not there. I don't know if they don't have people that tell them or that know what they're talking about, about, you know, you know taking a corner, like cornering yeah. the right way yeah. and then standing up the right way and then using, you know, the front brake, the this, the that. There's a lot of things going on, and when I see like on on uh, even Supercross on the East Coast when there's ruts, mm-hmm. you see the guys riding, you like, are they serious? You know, <laughs> are they that bad technically? You know, um, you know if they were riding in the '90s in Seattle or right. Atlanta or Pontiac, yeah, I'm like they couldn't go around the track, I guess, <laughs> because it was ten times worse. Right, right. I have a question so, though. How do you mm-hmm. how do you practice or work on that technique if you're live on the West Coast and you go to all the the practice tracks? That's a good question. You know, I think what the the point is, I think everybody rides on great tracks. Yeah. You know, you go to Let's let's say you're like a normal Supercross guy. You can do uh, factory tracks, but you go to Milestone or yep. whatever. Every yep. day the track is brand new. Yep. When the rut starts coming up, everybody stops, and then they don't really jump uh, that that really tough yep. triple on the on the tabletop, you know, because it's rutted. Right. But why don't you show up at noon and then ride when the track is, yep. you know, jacked up? Everybody shows up at nine, ten, and at noon everybody leaves. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Why don't you Why don't you go to Milestone, show up at one when the yep. truck is beat up, and ride on a crappy track? I don't care if your lap times are slow. Yeah. Slower than on a brand new track. I understand the truck is not as fast, but there's ruts everywhere now, especially Milestone. It's kind of soft. Yep. But when the truck is rutted, everybody leaves, <laughs> you know? Yeah. One so thing, yeah. that's when you have to sh- come up and then try to get close to, to your lap time when it's rutted. And all the turns are really rutted at the end of the day in Milestone. Just come up late and then work on your turns, you know, change, use this, this rut. And then there's maybe a few ruts a turn, change the rut, you know, try... It's <clears throat> you ride milestone. You know what I'm talking yep. about. Yep. You go finish line jump. Yep. It was a finish line jump, and then a big ball turn. Yep. And then the straightaway. Yep. That big ball turn was like getting pretty right up, right? Yep. Always. Yep. But at the end of uh, everybody's day, which is you know uh, noon or one. Yep. 
the guys they can't go to that turn anymore because it's rutted. You know, they're struggling, and then they stop running because oh, okay, I did uh, uh, two times twenty. I'm going home. Yep. But no, you don't. You you don't have to do twenties all day. When when everybody leaves, ruts everywhere. Now you can work on your technique, and then you can you know. Um, learn how to, you know, corner in, in shitty terms. Um, you know? One thing always, like, I did always used to marvel at is that the Yamaha track would be, have a six-inch groove around it, and the guys never ventured outside of that. And I'm like, you guys, like, you could ride this track with your eyes closed. Rip, 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 you know, the, the RPMs and the speed. Because the thing, the people, they, they train, they go on the track, they have a guy with a board. And do motos, and they go lap time. They have to take the fastest swear. Yes, yeah, yeah. In lap time, right? You know, that's the thing. But when you look at uh, tracks back, you know, I don't go there obviously, but I see videos in the off season or during, and then you see all the track back east. Mm-hmm. At Baker, at you know, Bubba's track, the track is like is heaven. Right. This, yeah, it's perfect. This, 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 it's perfect every day. Yeah. Every day. Like back in all days, uh, you know, people are going to say, oh, these guys always take, talk about back in the day, back in the day. But back in the day, <laughs> you know, we, we did not have sprinkler system, automatic sprinkler yeah. system on the truck. So we were freaking watering by hand the night before or in the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, and the guys... Like the factory trucks, every week you show up on Monday, it's brand new. Yeah. Like 15 years ago, the guys, the truck builder, they would come maybe twice a year yeah. to fix the truck. The truck was a mess, you know? Yeah, I mean, even. Dry rot, like a, dry rot, the roofs were cupped out and everything. Now the roofs are cupped out. <laughs> well, we pulled the, the bobcat out of the yeah. anchor and we're going to fix it. Fuck that. Don't fix it. Just leave it like, <laughs> well, or like catchy and difficult and, and learn how to do it. Because when you show up at Anaheim, it's kept out mm-hmm. and hard and slick. N- nobody can go through them. Well, or like Chad and RV, they got two tracks. Hey, this one's B down. Let's go to the new one. <laughs> yeah. So, nobody rides on Yeah, no. Nah, Weimer always complaining about ruts and stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, yeah. I think that's, you know, that's. That's my approach, and then, and then when I see you know Supercross back east, um, I think it was Indy or somewhere. We're like, uh, you remember when a Pike uh, crashed in the wolves on the like he had a wheel crash in the wolves and then landed on a bell and stuff. That was that Indy. Track was, yeah, yeah, that track was rutted, and then the guys looked so out of sync, you know. Um, same thing this weekend in in, in yeah, uh, there were some guys this weekend that were really struggling with it. It was yeah, yeah, and it wasn't that bad if you look at it. It's not yeah. that bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah Unadilla too. Way. People were like, "Oh my Unadilla!" They're just scared of him. Like people were like, "Oh, this is treacherous." <laughs> so yeah, so that's you know. Right. But then when mm-hmm. you tell the guys, "Hey, you need to ride when the truck is jacked up. Oh, it's too dangerous. Oh, it's too this. I can't do it. It's too dry." Oh, it's too slick. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, sorry. I always go to the. I always go back to the story. We rented Glen Helen in the Yamaha days, DV, and Chad shows up and it hadn't been groomed. He went home. He went home. <laughs> I'm like, is that is that allowed? Like, yeah, it's not groomed. He's just like, this truck's a piece of shit. I'm leaving. 
Like, yeah, but we're testing. Like, he's so left. You, Jimmy Perry's like, saw, uh, If you saw my motocross track in France and my supercross track, nobody would, you know, yeah. do a lap on it. You ever see that track? They wouldn't that, even, you see that they track wouldn't even take the, the, the bike <laughs> off the truck. You see that track Jeremy Martin was riding on in the off-season a little bit, or for outdoors? Johnny O was... Doing some yeah. videos? Oh, the sand track? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guys that ride that. Oh, my God. I used to ride a track kind of like yeah? that. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I was like, oh, my God, that thing. I thought it was pretty good. So Remember, hey, Mathis, remember when we went to Yucca Valley? I've yeah. Been there. Yeah, yeah, Yucca, yeah. That was sick. Yeah. You know, that's... Yeah. You know, so I think, yeah, that, I think that one of the problems is people ride on... on on perfect tracks too much, and then you yeah. can't learn. I would almost I, agree with that. I think yeah. he's 100% right, and I think, this is just my opinion, but I think there's this new, it's been going on for a few years, but there's this new surge of trainers, right, and everybody comes to the track, and like DV said, the pit boards come out, and everybody's got to see yeah. who can go the fastest, right? So everybody yeah. does the fast line. Everybody mm -hmm. shows up when the track's good. Got to get the lap time. Yeah. So I think he's 100% right there. Um, and just my opinion, I I could be wrong. I think the next, because the, the last couple years, it seems like the trainers are like the new big thing, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. So now everybody's got one. Everybody's yeah. fit. I think the next thing that will happen is there will be riding coaches. Yeah. I think that will happen next. Right. Well, it's kind of happening. Yeah, I mean, Buddy Antonis. But it hasn't taken off. No. Yeah. Like, I think that will right. be the next. Yeah. Everybody yeah. will have a, a riding coach. Someone should hire DV. I think someone should hire you, DV. Nobody wants to hire me, dude. <laughs> they don't want to listen to what I have to say. Ah, you you got to polish up your delivery a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but I can't do that, dude. <laughs> the, the message don't go through. No. <laughs> You can't be so like angry and yelling at everybody and have this, you know, don't be like that. I'm not angry. I'm really chilled. I'm happy. You know, I know, good. but you know. I guess I'm the same way. I start yelling at both things. I just called a bunch of teams jerk offs earlier on this show. <laughs> so, jerk off. Um, all right, DV. Well, hey, thanks for picking up. Well, DV, what are you up to these days? Uh, What's your daily routine? <laughs> poker. I'm really curious. Oh, yeah, I see. He plays poker. Yeah, I gamble way too much. <laughs> um, no, you know, I have my kids after the time. Yep. So I do pretty busy with my kids. You seem like you like your kids. Uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh -huh. You seem like you really like your kids. That's great. Uh, they, they're pretty awesome. The two of them are in their different ways. They're mm -hmm. really very, very different. But they play sports, so yep. we always have practice at night, you know. Yeah, um, I saw that basketball. Yeah, basketball, volleyball, yeah. and then um, other than that, just always, you know, things to do, and then, yeah, yeah I play poker because I like to, yeah. but, you know, no, nothing much, living a very simple life. Yeah. And uh, Checking your bank old. checking your bank balance to make sure it's growing, your investments are yeah, growing? Yeah, checking the stock market once in a while. There you go. Yeah. You live in yeah. Marietta? Yeah? Yeah, I live at the border of Marietta and Manifin. Okay. We go for uh, Scott Road. Yep, yep. Mm. All right. All right. Yeah, no, DV, man. Yeah. Low key. I'm right there. I'm right there in the middle of, you know, motocross world. Yeah. Um, we got a call for you, DV, actually. Um, hold on. Oh, no. 
Here we go. Maybe it's a training opportunity. Paul, what's up, man? How are you? <laughs> Not too bad. How are you fellas doing? Good. What's up? I was just saying that nobody likes TV and, and things and such because he tells it like it is. Nobody wants to hear it like it is. You know, huh. I mean, everybody knows that they go to groom tracks and they ride, you know, mm-hmm. they ride the perfect conditions. And in some part of them, I think, knows that that's not right. They should be riding the rough stuff. They should be riding the nastiest thing possible in order to train because that's what training is. You're trying to get yourself in shape and ready for the nastiest, nastiest scenario possible, not the gorgeous, beautiful heaven on earth mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, Weimer's always trying to make everything perfect all the time, you know? <laughs> thanks thanks yeah. Paul yeah thanks man yep. Have and Paul thinks you uh, DV was training Sinai and they didn't I know, have, I saw they didn't have a jump rope and he used electrical he used an electrical extension cord for a jump yeah. rope what would you say Weimer if DV pulls out an extension cord I mean if if you you do it I mean okay yeah. put his trust in DV you know, and, and the thing the thing do is it. what I do like what, what I do with those guys is you have to to train them mentally, mm-hmm. but indirectly, like not um, without working directly the mental side of things. When you do things that's out of the box and they look tough, one day we were at the soundtrack in Menifee, and I said, "Now, nah, guys, you keep your your gear on, and there's a big hill next to the track, like a huge hill with rocks." I'm like. You stay in your booth, and at the end of the day, you go, and then you jog all the way up, and your ups can go down. You know, because yeah. mentally mentally is they've done something that, you know, they will never do, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we're kind of training, like, old school where, you know, I make them do, like, stupid exercises that they can do for, like, a minute, like, you know, sitting against a wall, let's say. And then at the end, they could stay for five, six minutes. But at the beginning, after 30 seconds, they were like, right. their legs were burning, you know? So that's how mentally they see how they improve like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, right. They're like, hey, look, and, yeah, I'm making gains, right? And then, you know, I'm not really like, I see people, like, I see some videos on gyms and then, you know, shaking, like, ropes and stuff. Like, yeah, it's great, <laughs> but, you know... It, it, it doesn't do the purpose of you have to work your head too by doing stuff like you've never done and then it's out of the box. But if you do it, you know, every couple of days, every week, and then you see where you were at the beginning or you were like sucking basically. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> and at the end, you see how you improved mentally you are, the the work is done because it says oh i was riding like that and then and i wasn't in sh- in shape or i was doing this now i'm doing all those things 10 times better then on the track i should be better and that works in the head you know without saying yeah. anything you know the, the the thing is done yeah if you go ride bicycle yeah you ride a bicycle like one day is windy and you won't be as fast and then it's tough mentally to actually see what you accomplish. Sure. Right. Um, and so I, that's why I like to do those kind of stuff, you know. So, but I like it. And that's what I, that's what I like doing when I was kind of uh, racing too. 
and uh, and I had a lot of um, uh, um, people like thinking out of the box too. So that was, you know, I think that that helps. Well, cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, beat Carmichael. Beat beat Reed. Beat Stewart. Beat Ferry. Top of their games. David Villeman. MC. MC. Yeah. So. Um, thanks, buddy. It's so old. It's so old. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for picking up, DV. Um, Gear Alloy Cold Call, GearAlloy.com. David Villeman, come on up, bud. Come up to the show. Alrighty. All right. Everyone, guys. See ya. Have a good one. All right. David Villeman, everybody. He's good when he gets going. He's a little tired. I could tell in his voice when he gets going. <laughs> it's good. He starts yelling and screaming. So. Yeah, but uh, they don't know shit. <laughs> uh, that's the Gear Ally cold call. Yeah, Diva Villain picking up at uh, 10 o'clock on a, on, a, on a Monday night. So, um, all right, the btosports.com tweet it, Travis segment. Let's get it on. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com, they got it. Whatever you need for your biker body, if you call down there and mention Pulp MX, I believe if you put Pulp MX in the in the um, uh, comment section on the website, they'll call you back and uh, they'll give you a killer deal. Just mention you with Pulp MX show and, uh, like I said, OEM parts and bikes and boots and from the latest fly racing gear to guts racing to W wheels. FMF. A lot of our partners are, are sold at BTO Sports, and uh, these questions are submitted to at Travis uh, uh, at Pulp Mech Show, and he picks the best ones and uh, and asks them. So, all right, let's do it, Trav. Um, Jake Ben wants to know how many bones have you broken since you started racing, and what has been your worst injury? Um, well, my worst injury was off of a bike. I was in a car crash. Oh, yeah. Geico days. Yep. Yeah. In 06, my first year, rookie year. Worst injury on the bike was when I broke my humerus and lung and throat and all that <laughs> a year ago. Yeah. Detroit 15. How many bones I've broke? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not as many as some. All right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe probably I, under 10, probably. I broke my arm. I broke my foot three times. I broke my collarbone. I broke my pelvis. Cracked it. Cracked it. Same thing, right? Counts. That's a break. Okay. I mean, I uh, broke my uh, leg, tib, fib, the small one, whatever one that is. Um, broke fingers. A couple fingers. That doesn't count. I mean, yeah. I did this arm three times, this arm twice. Did you really, huh? Jeez. Uh,. Humerus, so that's six. Collarbone, seven. Thumb. Yeah. But again, the worst one was that car crash, and I busted up my face. Yeah. That one was bad. Yeah. I broke my arm in 91. It cost me a title. Really bummed about Manitoba that. Manitoba title? Yeah. Well, you got four yeah. more. Nah, cool. Trust me, I know. <laughs> I don't care, Steve. Uh, Chris wants to know, is the grooming after the second 250 moto? A good example of the U.S. decline in MXDN. Grooming the second 250 moto. Um, no, they they don't groom that much. They they used to. They don't do that much. They do some safe sections. Um, but I do think that the DV's point about the national tracks being sawdust, ripped, watered. You know, they they don't get that rough. I mean, they do, but they don't. Like, does nations don't touch it on Saturday yeah. and. and 
I've seen our guys struggle gnarly with the braking bumps, and it gets really hard packed. Our trucks are soft, you know. Yeah, I like rough hard I'm, pack. I we don't struggle. know that I'm really that excited about the. I, this is my opinion. The outdoor tracks the last few years, you make it as rough as you want and as ruddy as you want. But if it's going to be that ruddy to where it's a slot car race, mm -hmm. you cannot have it that high speed. Right. Because you are asking yeah. for problems. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude. Yeah, I agree. You get uh, you off know. balance for a split second yeah. going 40 mile an hour. Yeah. You're done. You know the 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 outdoor the TV schedule doesn't help because they don't have time. Yeah, but I think part of it's the the so the grooming the, before the, prep, the yeah. weather before how you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. The, yeah if there's weather stuff. you yeah, can't yeah. you can't control the weather yeah which but. is what Unadilla happened at Unadilla it rained and rained and rained and yeah. and Indiana and Indiana yeah so all right next question um, Eric wants to know looking at the designations how well does Amart's ability to this year to pass riders early in the race look to help him. Yeah, he's riding great. He's riding, never ridden better, so it's me good. Yeah, and he's got a good bike for the start. He gets good starts. Yep, he'll be good. Um, Bob R wants to know, Jake, what was your opening ceremony song choice in Supercross? No one seems to know. I don't know. Hmm. I because I couldn't. They never asked me, and I could never hear it. So I don't know. Someone told me they liked it though. So will you will you let them put Van Halen for me? Chisholm did that for a few weeks. It was, um, it was probably the greatest moments of my life. If I'm there, hey. It's a top five moment of my life. Okay. To hear Halen come out. Will you do that for, for a couple weeks? Oh, sure. Might cost you a bit. Is that in front of or behind dropping the gate on the wiener dog race? That'll be behind. Oh, okay. See, I'd like to do that too. Yeah. That's I, pretty cool. It was awesome. Yeah. My, it was great. I was in control of all those wieners. Were you the one that told me you better be careful, though, because yeah. the door's pretty heavy yeah, and you don't want to drop it on the dogs? If you, if you didn't know, they don't tell you. If you just go lift it up and then let it go, like if I just let it's it go. It's hitting a dog. It is coming back down on dogs. Because those dogs are long. And they're laid out of the gates, some of them. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if you, were, if you didn't push and hold it. Like, you could concuss one of them. You would kill them. The thing would swing I didn't want to go there, but, jeez. Right. That took a turn. Yeah. Um, Jeremy wants to know, could JGR get a guy like Roxon if they were on a different brand? It seems like a lot of top guys don't want to ride the JGR Yamahas. No, I think the JGR Yamahas are... The Yamaha itself is past that Stu Stigma era. It's a better bike than it was. I think guys would go there. But it goes back to my whole thing about factories. Kenny's going back to a factory. Why? Money and resources. Can't compete against factories. Can't do it. They can call the guy in Japan who made the frame. Thank you. Weimar agrees with me. He, they just won. I mean, I know. But, <laughs> but what? I don't want to hear it. Okay. Good talk. <laughs> Next question. Uh, Tom wants to know, how about a one, how about one 30 round series? 16 Supercross, 12 MX. Jeez. Uh, two GPs. Ah. One 450 champ and one 250. Yeah, great job, Tom. Yeah, that's, all, that's awesome. Uh, Darkside wants to know, with Roxon on a new bike, what are your predictions for him for Supercross race wins and series mm, overall? I think Dungey still wins. I think Roxon wins a bunch of races. I also think he says, you know, it's a new bike. We're just not there yet. We're still working on our setup at round seven. Still saying, talking about setup on the new bike. Because that's what these guys do. I don't know how you could even say 
I mean, I guess. Well, that's you can't. What, I guess what this show's all about is just speculation. But. Yeah, it's, just, it's random like thoughts and crazy thoughts thrown out. He's so. either going to crush it or he might not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's either going to win or lose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Matt wants to know is Bish- is Bisheglia's star right? Can you ask him questions, specific questions for Jake? Yeah, Weimer? Just, we got specific. That's one coming up questions. right after this one. Bisheglia, I don't know what he's doing. Who said he's on star? He rode the bike, I guess. I don't know. I yeah. saw it. Yeah. You get mad at me for not asking all the questions. I'm what? asking them all. No. Yeah. It's late in the show. Weimer's tired. <laughs> get to the Weimer questions. I uh, thought we were just getting warmed up. That's what uh, he said. I got a burrito downstairs. I want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry. <laughs> Uh, Jake, what are you looking forward to most about the SX Cup? SMX Cup. SMX Cup. SMX Cup. I knew that was right. It says manufacturer. He's looking SMX forward to Cup. when they're stroking that check to him. That's what's going to look forward stroking to. I'm sorry. Check. Who was the question for? Is it? Let me ask you this. Is this on par with Bercy money? Stop interrupting. No. No. Quiet down. It's not? No. Okay. Just asking. No. I mean, this is good for me, and it's a good race for me to do, and I yeah. feel like where I'm at with coming back, I, I, have, an, yeah, I have enough no, time think, that I, think can, dead. I think I'll be ready. Yeah. I think, I mean... When do you ramp it up for this? Soon? Now, yeah. Okay, I yeah. mean, it's... Yeah. So the show's mean, hurting your prep? Well, it's cutting into it, but <laughs> we'll be okay. Um, I mean, I've kind of been not doing a lot, well, dirt bike wise all summer. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to traveling, going to Germany. Uh, Travis, how sweet would it be if someone called you tomorrow at your job and said, Hey, hey what do you, what? Go on. <laughs> what? You won't let me finish the question. <laughs> ah, whatever. You're getting into cliches. Um, no, I'm being honest with you. I look forward no. to, to, uh, said working with Stefan, Stefan, yeah. a bit. Yeah, the guy said you're waffling in the chat room on questions. I, I don't agree with him. I'm just saying. Okay. Waffle, waffle, okay. waffle, waffle, waffle. Travis, yes. how great would it be for someone to call you tomorrow? Pretty great. Be like, hey, Trav, what's up, bro? Nobody ever calls me. No. Hey, let's let you you be you. Okay, ready? Uh, Travis, hey. Ring. Travis, uh, is this Travis Marks? This is him. Hey, this is uh, uh, Steve Mathis. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Steve. Hey, um, you know what? You've got a really great set of skills, specific skills that we really uh, think that you'd be good at. Um, what we want to do, Travis, is um, are you free in a couple weeks? Um, I could check my schedule, but yeah, probably. A couple weeks, like a Saturday, Thursday through Sunday. Yeah, I can make that work. Okay. What we're, we want to do is um, uh, we want to fly you to uh, up to uh, our country here a beautiful country that we're in um sweden whatever and um uh we have i would think you'd know what country we have thirty thousand dollars for you to come out and 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 we want you to put in 18 to 20 minutes worth of work and uh and you know and probably uh have some people that tell you how great you are and then uh we're gonna fly you back and forth don't worry all that you can bring your wife or friend or mistress whatever you want and um (laughs) would you do it Are, are you up are you up for that travis yeah, I think I could pull that. Okay, thanks. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Well, the check's on its way. Is that a first class flight? Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. How great would that yeah, be? Yeah, I'm in. How okay. great would that be? Here's the difference. How great would that be? I went out of my way because I wanted to do it. And I went through the channels. Yeah, no, it's and good said, for hey, you. I would like no, no. to do this. No, absolutely. Yeah. 
No, you haven't been racing. You need to race. It's good. Yeah. And Monster Cup hopefully works out and you're doing that. I'm just saying, the life of Jake Weimer, everybody. But people just strange calling Yeah, you. because, I mean, it's it's so easy, you know. You just sit at home on the couch mm-hmm. and you just wait for your phone to ring. And wait for the checks to come rolling in. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's right. hard to beat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah. There's serious shit going on with those guys. And I want in. Yeah. So Life of Weimer sounds like a great name for a podcast. Yeah, Life of Weimer. How about just the Wimes show? I like Life of Weimer Some people call them Wimes. Wimes? Uh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I've heard that. Weird. All right, next question. Uh, Ask him the other one, the Spectrum one. <laughs> what? I thought you didn't want me to ask that one. No, yeah. Uh, Jake, how did you enjoy being on being part of the Spectrum series? Not that one. Oh, the other one, <laughs> the RV one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. God, I gotta fucking walk his, hold his hand, walk him through this thing. You're not getting thirty grand anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted it because you told me not to do that one. I did not say not to uh, do that I'm one. I did sure not at the say that. Of the show, you said something about not doing that one. No, or he did. Weimer did? I thought someone did. No, he, he, nah. he doesn't run this show. All right, let me ask another question for now. Um, Jake, more likely to win a race next season, Reed or Webb? Mm. Indoor, I mean, I would, say they're, I would say they're both capable. Thanks. Uh... I, I mean, what do you think? Webb. Yeah, I mean... Reed, Reed didn't win this year. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you Webb. We, JT and I and, and somebody else uh, yeah. in the studio, we had a big debate about Webb winning next year. I think he for sure wins. Yeah, I think he could. He's the next guy. Yeah, probably. Do you think he's pulling down in excess of $2 million next year? I think he's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, me too. I agree. I mean, I've heard rumors, but I think... Yeah. I don't know exactly... It'll be like he's gonna make big money. It'll be like Dunge, Tomac, Webb, Barsha, oh, top, yeah. top four money guys. Kenny, Kenny, sorry, fuck yeah, my fault. Kenny, yeah, so. uh, yeah. All right, who do you think makes more, Roxon or Dunge? I mean, I've I've only heard rumors, yeah. but, but I think I think Kenny. Deal. Yeah, I I mean, and I don't I don't. I haven't seen their deals, but no, I know. I mean, maybe I could call them next week and say, "Hey, send them over." Here's my email address. Let me have a look at those. I'm going to bring your deals in for my sponsors to match. Yeah, here, I need to see where we're at. Here's what I, I need I to see where we're at with all this. Some, hey, some agents would probably tell you that the, you need to be on that level because they're idiots out there. So, all right, next question, uh, Jake from Ben. Were you telling the truth in the Spectrum series about Cowie making you ride RV setup? Um, I don't know what my exact words were, um, but I didn't lie. Um, I don't know if I would use the word making, but I, I mean, I guess, I mean, I didn't have any other options, I guess I would say. There was a comment on Twitter about, uh, Cowie supposedly doing that to Medi as well, making him I was there when that was all going down well hold on though Medi was a fill-in yeah so they were like hey we got to get you up to speed right away here's a setting that works blah 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 like, you know we don't have time to test here i don't it's a little different story 
stop it. What? You're responsible for the setup of your motorcycle. Um... You tell the guys, I want more bottom, I want more top, I want it to turn better, I want it to turn worse, I want this ratio, I, I, I want to hit second, I, I, want, I want to leave second longer. I did. All that stuff. I did. And you're saying they wouldn't do it? Um, we, we would test and whatnot, but... <laughs> so being vague right now. We would test? Okay, I'll drop the whatnot. We would test. Yep. But we would never go anywhere we i put it this way for four years between the testing i would always race really really close to what rv would race that's because you said this is good no because i couldn't we never this is how this is how the bike works do you think some of that is a little bit what tomac's going through what do you think? No. What do you think? I think, no, I don't. Then the, what do you the, think? The 16 is a kind of a new bike from what RV rode and you rode. You know, a lot of differences. So, I don't know. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why would any team do that? I've never been uh, on a team that did that at all. They would say, hey, Chad liked this setup. Timmy thought this was great. But what do you think? Um, good job asking the awkward questions. Well, <laughs> Travis, really good job, <laughs> asshole. I didn't. I guess. I mean, listen, they're a great group of guys, and I like all of them. F you, dude. That's for Travis. I didn't. I didn't have options i would have talks and we would do some testing but it never um yeah we never changed much all right lame well i mean i hey uh, i'm trying to be respectful yeah no i hear you uh justin wants to know is this 22 race supercross series really going to happen and what does that mean for motocross i don't know i know that they want to monster and feld want to do it now what does it mean for motocross i have no idea what is it uh, is it going to happen i don't know not next year i mean look i said it on twitter if feld comes out tomorrow and says hey we're doing 22 races for them international here's our schedule and they just whip it out like just like they're whipping out their rod, you know, like, boom, putting it on the table. The teams go, all right, we're going to Supercross, right, Jake? I mean, that's what they say. Every team goes, well, I don't know what to do, MX Sports. I don't know what you're going to do, but we're going to these 22. 100%. Right. I, I think. Yeah, and then MX Sports is like, uh, I guess we'll work around your 22. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like, hey, they got the money, they got the exposure, they got the balls to do it. I, they'll probably just move the schedule back four weeks. Yeah, yeah we'll no, start. I, know, I know, right? I don't know. As long as every no, as long as no one as if ever says anything, just they complain to me, you know, in the pits, I have no, then they'll just all, all these jerk offs are just going to keep adding more races. That's MX Cup, Red Bull Straight Rhythm, <laughs> Monster Energy Cup, two USGPs. God knows what else. Lil and Geneva and all those races. Yeah. We'll just never stop racing. Well, let's be honest. No one has to do Lil or Geneva 
No, no one has to do that. No, they do that to get to paid. make money, yeah. which I'm okay with because I yeah. think you guys deserve more money. I've been right. saying that all show. So right. if you can go to a race in France on a weekend and make thirty thousand dollars, yeah, awesome. Because you're not you make, you're not making thirty grand at straight rhythm. You're not making thirty grand. The Monster Energy Cup has the exact same fucking purse as it did in 1998. Eighteen years, hundred grand to the winner. Really, guys? Eighteen years. Didn't make any money. Didn't pull anything extra in. So, I mean, it's a million if you win all three. Oh, give me! A, it's not even a million, uh, as RV told us repeatedly. Uh, um. So, if you can go to Lil and make thirty grand and flip the middle finger to Monster Cup, awesome, because you guys deserve the money. That's the way I look at it. Because there's no money in it for any of these other extra races except for the assholes that are putting them on, the the the, the US the, the Ustream and the energy drinks. They're not in it for you guys. So should we just boycott every race that there is? Well, you should do the ones that are your contracted for, 29 Supercross and Motocross, and then you should cash grab in Europe and Australia all day long. I mean, the problem is I think a few of these guys don't have a choice. No, they don't. Of They're, course not. Yeah, no. But I don't know if they signed up for that originally. No, but they signed somehow up for, they, now they're being told. They signed up for one GP. Hey, buddy, here's what you're doing. Now you're doing two. And you're doing SMX. And you're doing SMX. Well, with Dunge, Dunge and Anderson are basically forced to do SMX. And you're doing straight rhythm. Yep. Now, Hammer from Red Bull told me, we don't force our guys to do straight rhythm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They're free to choose. And I don't, I don't even know. Conveniently enough, they all end up there. It's super strange how that works out. but I don't know. Right. All right, next question. Uh, Joel wants to know, if Roxon continues to win... Is Honda likely to let his current behavior continue, or will he have to tone it down regardless? We were talking about this uh, last couple of shows. Yeah. Honda's going to have an issue with his Instagram. You think? Yeah. Bro, pounding beers, doing uh, bongs on things, doing a beer bong with bongs on things. He told a fan to suck his balls a little while ago. <laughs> he really did, right, Trav? Yeah. What on Twitter or something? Instagram. Honestly. A guy was a guy was on. Now look, I think it's awesome. You think it's awesome. Travis thinks it's awesome. Honda is not going to think it's awesome. Like maybe not suck. Maybe it was lick my balls. There's something. It was good though. So, like, <laughs> I mean, that's great. But I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're not going to play that game. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> did they lose MC over that? Yeah, they kind of did. And then they're paying Kenny a five year deal with lots of money, so oh, maybe they feel like, hey, we can. Please don't tell fans of motocross to lick your balls. I mean, I feel like they could agree on that, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, Kenny's Kenny. Like he's no. a, he's a character and he's a personality. Yep. And yep. Um. He's got a lot of energy. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't at the round table when all this went down, so I don't know <laughs> I, what they agreed upon. Well, JT and I and other experts of the Pulp Show think that he, they're going to have issues with him. Not, Not if he wins. You don't think? No. Well, Kenny, we know you're sacrificing a live chicken I mean, if on it's Instagram, your, but you did win A1. If it's year four or five... And thing, then maybe, yeah. yeah but yeah. I mean, if it's like instant success and things are yeah. going well, I mean, okay, 
I, I, that, that's you what I think. You and your buddy bombs I, on things. That's what I think about. That's what's tough about this sport is it's like if you're winning, you can pretty much get away with anything. Okay. If you're third, yeah. you are the biggest piece. Of, maybe not third. If yeah. you're fourth, yeah. you are garbage. Right. You are clearly are you, not training. Are you saying that if they found something in Varvey's locker that they found in Davies that – they wouldn't have fired RV? I'm not going there. I oh. I mean, that whole deal, I don't – yeah, I don't want to comment on that. No, I listen, don't know enough about I it. I don't either, really, but there's no way RV is getting fired. That's all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> hey, well. If you're winning, you I, can I'm do anything. I'm just saying, okay. if you're winning, what are they going to – I mean – they haven't won in a while. Can he tell fans to lick his balls? I feel like they might be able to have a conversation and be like, hey, man, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I you, I think Kenny's going to be Kenny. Right. Like, I, I like him for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like it. It's entertaining. It, okay. it cracks me up that people freak out that he Drank a beer showed, up, showed yeah. up at the press conference with a beer. And they're like, yeah. oh, wow. I think that's like, awesome. Yeah. In his I mean, underwear. In his in underwear, his too, un- by the way. Look at him, dude. He's shredded up. Clearly, he trains. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I no, mean, you can probably hear the panties dropping while he's. Let's, let's relax here. I mean, <laughs> he probably does more of it just to get a kick out of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Moto Guy wants to know could the new Pulpamex app come with a feature that got rid of all the ads on the show? If it did, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Well, hey, jerk off. We could have no show. No sponsors, and then no show. Or you could get rid of your sponsors, and people could just pay to listen yeah. in on the show. Yeah. Our sponsors are great. We're needed, man. They're all on board with us, and they like it, and we offer discounts for you people, and I think it's great. I, I get, I've turned companies down the last six, eight months because we're, we have enough. Come on. I'm done. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? I'm just like, hey. We, 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 no, honestly, we have enough mads. I, it's not a worth it. The five thousand dollars, the three thousand dollars, is not worth it for me. That's all. What is Must going be nice on? Nice to hear turn that down noise? money. You hear that noise downstairs? Sounds What's like a, a blender. That's a vacuum. What's she doing? That's a vacuum. Oh my god! All right. That's what all. else? That's that it. Yeah. Well, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. Uh, BTOsports.com. Proud sponsors of the BTO Sports KTM team. Next year, Millsabs, Baggett. Bloss and Bracken Hall. Oh, Bloss is on there. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, know got that. signed. Yeah, got really? the third ride. Two fifty Supercross, four fifty Outdoors. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you gotta stay up on the show, Jake. Um, so who is it now? <laughs> Millsaps, Baggett. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Bloss. Bloss, Bracken Hall. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the yeah. west. So. Yep. Uh, all right, everybody. BTO Sport at Pulp Mech Show is our Twitter account. Please hit us up. Please do it. Um, what else we got? I'm going to talk. JGR check-in? Oh, yeah, JGR check-in. N-Fab.com, JGR check-in. Each and every week, we check in with a member of JGR team. Thanks to the folks at NFAB. If you need a Jeep truck or SUV part, um, bumpers, light mounting solutions, steps. I got a set of steps on my original line, and my life has never been better. Uh, N-Fab.com. This week, I decided to check in. We had a good success with the Johnny Oler uh, a few weeks ago, a suspension guy from JGR. Do you know Johnny at all? No, okay. no, I don't. Uh, people really liked it, so I thought I would do it again. After uh, Indiana, after the final round, I uh, went over to Johnny and uh, asked him some questions. So here it is. Here's the JGR check-in, presented by NFAB. Johnny Oler, got your name right. NFAB, JGR check-in. I just talked to you a couple weeks ago, but I thought it was pretty good. So, 
here we go again. Uh, Indiana today, I just finished talking to Dean Wilson earlier, and he, he's like, man, my bike was soft. It was cross-riding. I couldn't get a straight drive. All that kind of stuff that suspension guys uh, dread, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, first of all, let's, uh, let's go back to the fact that it's the end of the year, and you got my name right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it, now it's time. Right. Yeah, uh, today was a tough one. It was really sticky, deep mud, mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, obviously the, the added weight from all the mud on the bike pulls it down, but the stickiness of the dirt kind of it sucks it in also even more. So, um, yeah, we uh, the, the bumps got bigger for the second moto, and I think all of our riders felt like uh, we could have used a big amount of change, um, but you can't really predict that, how much it's going to need. And so uh, safest bet is to adjust clickers. You know, there's small, minute changes, but... They can help stuff get in the right direction, and um, I don't know that we personally did enough. I think we probably needed more than clickers. Yeah. Um, Barsha's been pretty good the last four motos. Did you? I don't even want to ask this. Did you find a magic setting? Did you find something? Uh, I, the suspension did improve, and I think that's helped him out a lot. Um, I think that he has a difficult time trans or difficult. Uh, his ability to translate what the bike's doing is, is difficult for me to understand. So, um, but I don't think. Closer. Sorry to interrupt you, but I don't think. Like I think a lot of the kids nowadays mm-hmm. aren't that good at that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you would be. Yeah. Like uh, I know that when I was growing up, I don't think I could even tell a fresh tire to a worn-out tire. <laughs> so I can understand them not understanding, and um, you know. It, it's such a difficult time trying to um, explain what the mechanics change versus the feeling change, and hopefully we understand what the feeling is. A lot of times the, the explanation of the feeling is kind of, um, it's real general. And, you know, I've, I, I've made this comparison before that harsh is the favorite word in suspension. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, a harsh suspension guy in the piss. Today, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. A couple weeks ago, no. <laughs> yeah, there, well, it'll go up and down. You know how that goes. It'll, it'll, it'll be back <laughs> to the worst. It'll be back to the worst yeah. soon. But no, um, I don't know. I, I make this comparison sometimes that um, you know, if a suspension guy is like a chef, mm. and I'm, I'm, you got me already. Okay, yeah. so um, a rider or a, a hungry person comes up to yeah. him and says, "I'm hungry. Yeah. Cook me the best meal you cook me yeah. the best meal there is." Yeah. So I think, well, okay. Do you like? Pasta? What do you like? So, anyway, you take a stab at what you think is the best meal, and then the writer says, oh, that wasn't anything like what I wanted. It's too salty. Oh, salty, which is kind of like harsh. It's just a general term. It says too salty. Okay, well, I'll take some of that salt out of it. Try that. No, no, no. That's It's it's not right. And, and, and they really wanted Chinese the whole time when right, I, and right. I was serving. Well, paninis. Italian. I like paninis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, But the, the common term is uh, always harsh. So yeah. it's always too salty, no matter yeah, how Johnny much salt boy. there is. Filthy, filthy is the Johnny Oler, greatest filthy. suspension guy well, in the world. But we I'm, talk, I'm taking over his job soon. Oh, we were just talking oh, about that. Oh, Barsha oh, had a good day, and you had a good day. But like a month ago, he was probably the worst suspension guy in the world. Oh, no, nah, not to me. But <laughs> we're, to both, we're both going to quit this industry and then start a brewery. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like that. Going back yeah. to the, yeah, yeah. making a, a uh, hold on, Phil. i got to talk about your fifth <laughs> and the points. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Um, yeah. It's hard to translate what the writer wants, and I don't think he knows how to explain it a lot of times. Yeah. And, and so we're taking stabs at making changes, cool. mechanical changes that make the bike perform how they expect it needs to. Um, but some of that is Filthy's job. Is he not, honestly, like not talking crap on okay, Phil, well, is he not maybe working out as far as helping you with Barsha because they're so different? Uh, well, let's see. Um, 
he's probably our best test rider, okay. honestly. Yeah. And because he puts the most time into it and he's really devoted to it, he's really interested in it, and it's never good enough. So, um, actually, recently he came in from uh, trying a, a new fork setting, and he just said, no. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, all right, we'll move on, I guess. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know where we're at right now. I, uh, okay, let me ask you this. Uh, USGP coming up in Charlotte, mm-hmm. is that at all a time to try something new and different or no? doesn't mean anything, you know, but... Well, uh, like like you've just been leading on to, yeah, we have found some improvements lately, yeah. and it was it was from some testing that we did, and I was able to apply it to all three guys, and it was a big improvement. And so um, here today, uh, bikes worked well, but they could probably use a little bit more of that. And so we're going to go back and, and test a little bit this week for the GP. Obviously, we want to make it better, you know, that, that's the plan, is to yeah. make it really good to where they go out there and win. But at the same time, if we go the wrong way, it's not as big of a big of a sacrifice, you know. When it comes to normal people, I go on my dumb show every week, and Race Tech's a big part of our sponsors. And I'm like, look, don't even get revalving. Just get your oil changed. Get your springs right. Uh, do you agree with me? Like half of these people aren't even like getting the oil changed properly, and bushings are worn, and maybe spring rate's wrong. Like, at least do that. Oh, yeah, at least do that. Um, I think the majority of people out there wouldn't really know what's going wrong anyway. And so just getting it freshened up and the proper spring rates, yeah. set your sag properly, all that stuff makes the bike perform good in the first place. And, and the stock suspension components are awesome. Yeah. You know, they're they're tuned really well. How many years going into these right. production settings? And so they're already working really well. And if you're a bigger guy or a smaller guy, you know, set the springs to your weight yeah. and the bike will work really well. Um, like skip buying the uh, $700 seat and titanium can and get your suspension done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Okay, there's, well. a, there's a lot of money that people dump into their bikes, and uh, I think that uh, you know a lot of it's for bling, and if you look cool, you feel cool. Right. So that helps for sure. But, um, Just get your suspension serviced. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Johnny Oler, thank you. All right, we'll do this again. And Fab, by the way, n-fab.com. It's yeah. all about Thomas. Yeah. N-fab.com, uh, Johnny Oler. Um, yeah, I just... I think suspension service is on bikes is underrated for guys, for the local guys. I just, like, treat it well. Get your oil changed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to, like, bag on buying other stuff because all these guys are sponsors of our show. But, dude, you got to look after your suspension. And I, I have buddies that never change it, never change your oil. Don't check their sag. I don't know why you put something in your mouth to eat as soon as I... I didn't think about it. You did I clearly. just kind of threw it in there. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, so, it's like anything else. It, yeah, it like, wears... Right. The oil. It's like motor oil. Yeah. You Get know. it changed. Um, so that's the n-fab.com JGR check-in. We're going to try to do that even though the season's over. We'll still keep trying the JGR guys and checking in with them and seeing what's up and everything else. Uh, hey, we've got uh, ESPN in front of us here, and Colin Kaepernick, quarterback, sits down for the national anthem in protest of uh, uh, um, black people's uh, treatment in America. He's a biracial dude. What's your thoughts on that, Weimer? Uh, I just kind of, when did this happen? Uh, last week. He's been doing it all for the first two games, though, I, I guess. I just saw it today, um, on social media. It's the first time I heard of it. So randomly, I kind of been seeing some stuff right. since we've been sitting here on ESPN and reading. And I mean, I don't know for sure, but maybe he didn't quite think it out, think it through. I just read something where Drew Brees commented on it. And he, and he said, it's kind of an oxymoron, right? You're sitting down for the, the flag that gives you the freedom to right. speak out. Right. Yeah, it's true, so too. It's, so right. I was like, well, maybe you didn't think it out all the way. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What do you think, Trav? 
Hmm. That's my thought. I don't know. I just think it's, uh... I think the whole thing is dumb. <laughs> Honestly. I mean... Like, all the, the all the racial stuff is just totally blown out of proportion. Um, everyone just, I feel like, wants to be offended for some reason. And, uh... Well, look, if you're going to sit down because you're upset at the way things have been going on with police shootings and all that, I get it. But how about you... You do something. And maybe he is. He says he's going to do something. But how about you reach out to some youth? How about you run a program? How about you in- intervene in some some troubled teens' lives? How about you do something to make a difference? And, and you can still be sitting. Don't get me wrong, if you want. But, like, sitting ain't going to... I don't know about like, that. Like, sitting ain't going to do nothing, I bro. I feel like that's not the right move. But sitting is not going to do anything. Helping, actually helping children is. I mean, I got to assume... He has a massive following, right? And yeah. I, I just, as a patriot, an American. These colors don't run. I just don't know if that's the move. Well, I don't think it's that smart either, especially on a bubble player. Like, again, you if Aaron I mean. Rodgers did that, you're, in, you're still playing. It goes back to what you're saying about winning with Roxon's Instagram. Yeah. Like, if you're winning, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you could do whatever you want, and people would respect that in somewhat. Colin Kaepernick's probably going to get cut. And not because of this, but because he's sort of a bubble line quarterback. Even if Aaron Rodgers did. I mean, I don't care if it's Kaepernick, Rodgers. Right. I, I just, I what? mean, I, I didn't even, I guess I wouldn't even really, I wasn't sure what to think about it. But once I saw what Drew Brees, it, the, the deal popped up yeah. on the screen, I was like, that's actually a pretty good point. It's an oxymoron. Yeah. The same flag that gives you the freedom right. to, you know, to, to do this and speak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's fine. I think he's fine for doing it, but do something. I mean, don't just sit there. Do something about it if you're so pissed. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Right. I, I'll probably sleep tonight, but I'm just <laughs> saying. I, I don't know. Um, and why are we even playing the anthem before sporting events, anyways? It's dumb. I think it's not a political rally. It's nothing. It's not. It, it, America, North America is the only country that does this, I believe. The anthem before a sporting event, like Supercross, or like. Like, it's not a military uh, event. It's not a, a political rally. It's got nothing. It's two, It's a ball game with, with people from all sorts of different countries. And it's just a ball game. Nothing that serious. America. I know. I don't, well, Canada I does it, too. Know. Canada does it, too. You know, so. Hey. You know, but I don't get it. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you just relax, man. You're, you're Canadian. You're not from here. Well, if you want to talk about the Canadian flag, I'm the same way. If you want to sit during the Canadian anthem, whatever. Just do something, though. Don't just sit there. If you're upset about it, take your millions. He's got millions. Take $500,000 that you're going to give to Will Hahn <laughs> for his team and open up a house for underprivileged youth and try to help them out. Maybe he's doing that. I don't know. But it just seems like he's like throwing the, a tantrum, kind of. Here's the one thing. In the NFL, like if you're a bubble guy... And you're a distraction, they will just cut you. We don't want to deal with questions later, bro. Like, so he's kind of being that. He's kind of pushing it. Yeah. Yeah, because he does he's not guaranteed to start. He's been struggling in camp. He's been hurt. Ooh. You know? um, so. Did something happen recently why he decided last week was the week to do it? <laughs> I don't I'm dead serious. I mean, I am not even no, I'm no, not trying to be I, ignorant. I don't think nothing happened specifically. Not, he just decided one day, you know what? There have been a lot of incidents with gonna, cop, cops have been opening fire on on people. Well, I know, yeah. I know. I just didn't know if there was a, a specific scenario and then yeah, yeah. No, that no, night no, at the game so. he's no. like, oh, yeah, no. No, no, I, I don't believe here. so. 
I think it's just a combination of events that may have made him very angry. So, but do something about it. You sit down and do something. Don't just sit down. I just right. want to hit a motocross. Though. Yeah, I know. All right. We'll move on. Uh, that, JT's very upset about this, and I was expressing that opinion on our group text. He's not having it. He's, what's he upset about? What, he, what's his take on it? He's just, it's, garb, like, it's garbage. He's disrespecting the military oh, okay. and the flag yeah. and everything else. I and mean, I'm like, first of all, how many political scandals do we hear from our leaders in the military or without? You know those, those military uh, meet and greets at NFL games are all staged? They're all paid for. The military pays the NFL, pays the teams for that. So when you see, like... Hey, we're reuniting uh, this guy from Iraq and to his family, and they've never seen each other. That's bought and paid for. Do we know this? Yes, it's go- happened. It's it's fact. Mm. So like this big happy thing is paid for. It's an advertisement. Well, we did one at Supercross this year, and I thought it was pretty cool. It's probably paid for. I got a medal out of it. Did you? Yeah. How'd you get a medal? What you- easy? No. I- it was in opening ceremonies at San Diego. Yeah, but how did you get a medal? Every guy that was in opening ceremonies oh, yeah? got a medal from a guy from a different branch or, oh, that's or, awesome. or lady. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Cool. That was probably – oh, what? no, no, wait. That was uh, – that's not paid for because that's San Diego. I that's, would think. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. I thought you meant like a reunion thing. But, yeah, no, it's all been paid for. It's a huge scam. These NFL teams are profiting off this. Good for them. Well, no, it's not. I'm, I'm it's not, kidding. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. Right. Like they're yeah. in money trouble. So how many they, to, like they need to take? So money you want to from... talk about the military and all the people who fight for the flag? Like how many times you hear these scandals and these politicians and these military leaders being dirty and corrupt? You're just like, oh my god! I guess I'm cynical, What's but I'm just. Up? Like, oh, you found that drop. What's up? Who's that? Uh, uh, this is a guy, voicemail from last week. Uh, Jake Weimer, Andrew Short, Will Hahn, Kyle Bentley, David Villeman, all on a show tonight. Johnny Oler, are you ready for? Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna name our sponsors here. Okay, Weimer, our partners, and I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Put your phone down. Okay. No, thank you. First thing that comes to your mind when I say these guys. All right. Please be respectful. <laughs> Come on. I, I just, I'm just saying. Just you know. Crap. BTOSports.com. Andrew Short. Fly Racing. Andrew Short. And Fab Jeep and Truck Parts. Phil Nicoletti. Phil got fifth overall. I know he did. Phil. Phil. Why Wilson's like, guys like Phil should never be beating me. Philip. Philip got fifth overall. Phil can ride a bike. He I can. mean, safer outdoors than he does indoors, <laughs> yeah, but he, can, he, he goes he fast. Uh, race tech suspension. <sighs> Vince Freeze. Vortex racing. Um, Hayes. Because I was Jacob here Hayes. right after the uh, Travis Preston. Nope. The uh, Arena Cross Regal? finale. Regal and with Regal. Yeah. 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 Uh, X brand goggles. You. Really? Me? Yeah. You don't think of the best goggle money can buy? Not initially. Did you ever wear them? Did we ever get you a deal? We never did. You tried. Uh, you sent them to me. Yeah. Uh, hot cams. Uh, what did I say earlier? Uh, let it rip. Hot cams. Let them rip. I think it was let it rip. Travis? That sounds right. Okay. Let them rip. Gear alloy. I, I, we just talked about that today. Uh, I, I don't know it much about it, but you told me if I need wheels, I should get a hold of them. Works connection. 
Uh, makes me think of my last year as an amateur. Why? Well, that was just the first thing that I uh, thought. Yeah, of. you know what? You're right. Why am I asking why? Um, Michelin Star I didn't Cross. No, I needed a reason. Michelin Star Cross Five. Uh, Michelin. Atlas neck brace. Brady. You used Atlas. Mm-hmm. If you go back to a neck brace, would you wear another yes. Atlas? Atlas? Yes. If you could. Yes. Brand new redesign for 2017, by the way. Okay. They fixed a little closure on the back. Noof, dude. Oh, nice. Noof. What about him? Noof. What does he do there? Works he works Atlas. for him? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. FMF Racing. Donnie Emler. W Wheels. Um, just W Wheels. I don't know. I, it doesn't make me think of anything. Just, okay. Just some Wheels. Aftermarket Wheels. Guts Racing. Seat Covers. KTMPartsExpress.com. Sounds like KTM parts to me. <laughs> Sounds like they're express. <laughs> Sounds like there's some express KTM parts. Uh, Roost graphics. Stickers. Two under. Underwear. Joey pouch. Oh, I don't. I, don't, I never got you any two unders? I'm Ethica, bro. Oh, through God. and through. Ethica, please. You ever tried them? No. You probably wouldn't appreciate them. I wear two unders. I don't. I've. I've they're phenomenal. I don't. Um, if if you wear Ethicas, do you have to deal with or speak with Malcolm? I don't have to, but I do. Okay. I speak to him occasionally. That would be the number one reason why I would not, not wear often. Ethicas. Why? What's wrong with Malcolm? Oh, I hate that one guy. I don't know about that. I don't hate him. I don't think. That's a little harsh. Uh, and Nitro Circus. Sounds like you don't even know. But anyway, Nitro Circus. I just, I, Malcolm was around. He's, um, Malcolm, Malcolm's the guy, when you win a gold medal at X Games, he's jumping around like House of Pain behind you with, you know, like everything else. Like, I, I don't like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, if you're one of those guys that jumps around like House of Pain on ESPN. I guess I've never get, seen to him get on the camera, around. I don't, like, I don't like that. I mean, he's been good to me, so I, I don't know what you want me That's to say. That's fine. Just don't jump around like House of Pain on, a, on ESPN. I can it, text it's him. Too much of a let me, it's too much of a look at me move. What? Who? No, tell me now. Pookie says I have a friend that does that. Who is it? Nobody I like does that. Nobody I like does that. Are you talking about Paggio? No. He does not jump around. Right. Beaker? No. I don't know. Don't look at me. Who is it, Pookie? Do you want to be part of the show or not? I'll beat it. If you're not going to say. Anyways. Nitro Circus. Gnarly. Yeah. Gnarly. Yes. What if, what if you don't get a ride? Could you go to Nitro Circus? F that. You don't want to sit in a bathtub and go down to a mega no, ramp? I mean, I love to watch it, and I think it's pretty cool. Nope. No way. Nope. All right. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What is that? Where are you pulling these drops from? I, I keep them in a stash just in case I need them. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, we're day. off. We're off next week. It's Labor Day. What do you got plans, Wilmer? Uh, not that I know of. You live in Huntington Beach. You don't need any plans. Would you relax? God, <laughs> must be so nice. You relax now. Trips to Bercy for thirty thousand dollars. 
$40,000 all day long. That's, that's Huntington Beach. You got me thinking that I'm going now after the whole <laughs> You're not going. <laughs> he's, he's over there looking at plane flights, <laughs> checking what seat he's in. Paris, you, you said. You said, I think you said Sweden. Sweden, yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're going to Sweden. It sounds nice either way. Um, all right, uh, yeah, so you, we're off next week. We're coming back with Brady and uh, Tyler Bowers. Okay. We get to that, then Kiefer. And we need some maybe Big Nasty. I think there's a Nasty sighting coming up. Okay. So, um, yeah, thanks for coming in, Jay. Yeah, no, thanks Appreciate for having it. me. Yeah, it's fun. You're good. You're no, really I've had good. a good time. You're it's a really good co-host. Yeah, I, you're, I enjoy you're, it. You're funny. I hope you get a ride. I mean, other than me waffling questions, complaining and whining, we it's okay. You know? I feel like, though, you should... Um, you should enjoy coming up here because I the, do. No, I do. The Pulp MX fans have been there for you. Yeah, with the stickers and the. No, they they have for real. Right. No, it's it's good. So maybe you should be paying me. Well, I think you're getting carried away now, but okay. Right. Um, do you think there's a chance that you just retire and don't race anymore? I don't see that. Okay. I still. I, I think not. I feel maybe. I mean, I, I thought about that maybe at some point until I got this arm fixed and then started training and then I was started mm-hmm. riding and I'm like, oh, wow, my arm doesn't hurt. So then I'm like, well, you know, kind of like to get out there and be able to train. You got 10th in the points. Yeah. And I mean, I was it's really good. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if it's anything to. Thomas, to, have uh, you ever gotten 10th in the 40 Supercross <laughs> points? That's irrelevant. I might have. He's going to Sweden. He's, he's, going to he's Sweden. getting paid thirty grand to go to Sweden. First <laughs> class ticket. Never thought of that, right? You know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I would like to. Why don't we call to RV? have a healthy run and and give it? Why don't we call RV an for some money? Shot? Huh? Why don't we call RV for some money? <laughs> not, not this one again. He doesn't have Ricardo money. I, I, I don't know. I haven't asked him. I don't know what he's got. He don't have six point five million a year multi year deals. Uh, no, I, I I don't think so. No. Right. Okay. All right, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. It's been great, uh, Pookie. Uh, thanks for coming up. Thanks for your great addition to the show by not dropping news and then not telling anybody anything. Poop Nation. Um. So yeah, Travis. Thanks. Uh, thanks to you, bud. Appreciate it. Thank Please you. work on that app. Yep. Do some more on on company time too. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, Swiss Core Moser, thanks for your help. Jason Thomas, uh, also on the show earlier. And Andrew Short, Will Hahn, Kyle Bentley, and the great Jake Weimer, uh, all in the studio tonight. Uh, thanks again, Jake. And uh, hey, but everybody, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.